You are watching the vodka stream. What is happening, everybody? TGI freaking F. Sorry, I started a little late. Intense baseball happening. Tied. Five to five, game one, Phillies, Astros. And it was bases loaded with two outs. So I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then, geez, struck him out. Struck him out. But, yeah, we got quite a game going on right now. So uh, cheers, guys. Welcome to Friday. Hopefully you guys had a good week. We got lots to talk about. You know, we've been talking about all this stuff to death. Now we got to, uh, you know, talk about it with more. Gotta talk about it more. Bring everybody together, hey? All right. Let me pour my little LaCroix. Make my little spritzer. Cheers, everybody. Mm, cheers. Baseball, what is that? Aw. You can't enjoy you can't enjoy baseball when your team's not uh, not in it. Is that what's happening there, Jose? It's all good. <clears throat> okay. Uh all right, guys. Let's see. Uh hold up. Is this no, I I know. I'm sorry if it like misled. I mean Obviously, if it, you know, if you saw the tweet, see the description below, you know, no, no, no James Gunn is joining tonight. Maybe one of these days, you never know, to try to get that guy on here. Wouldn't that be something? Um, yeah, but no, that's not really happening. It's just we're going to be talking about him. That's all. Why do you think The Rock stopped tweeting about Black Adam? He gave up. I think it's just, I don't know. That is interesting because odds are, Probably about 90% of the time, it's not really uh, The Rock tweeting. It's his people that's doing it for him. And, uh, no, I mean, he, he's he been responding to people. He's responded to Liz Wonder about something, you know, that was Black Adam related. So he's kind of, but not really. I don't know. Yeah. But he's not promoting it as much as he was, of course, you know. In the <laughs> I think it's just because, yeah, now it's out there. Now it's there. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And gun we trust. Uh, yeah, big week. Yeah, a lot of news to discuss. What's going on, Ryan? Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. How you doing? Oh, gun puns with uh, this is I know, right? I was just like, I, I thought I was like, oh, after the news happened Tuesday, I was like, oh, I already know what the vodka stream is going to be titled under the gun. <laughs> I was like, right there, perfect. I was like, all right, I already got the title for this Friday's vodka stream. I immediately thought about that Tuesday night. Uh, so, you know, it was just easy. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Good to see you, buddy. Buenas noches. Good to see you. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Gun we trust. Ooh, gotta love it. What is, uh, yeah, you know, the vodka. The vodka is good right now, that's for sure. So, yeah. Mm. Got some baseball on. I'm gonna be talking some movie stuff. You need some vodka after the news from my doctor's appointment earlier today. Got tonsil stones. Ouch. And uh, now I need uh, to get a tonsillectomy. Ugh. Surgery scheduled for December 5th. Oh, man. That sucks, man. Well, cheers. I mean, hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully you can actually swallow some vodka <laughs> where it doesn't hurt too much. But yeah, man. Sorry to hear that, RJ. 
So I guess it means uh, Zaslav is pro-gun control. <laughs> See? That's what's good. The puns keep them coming, guys. Loving the puns. Loving the puns. And you still haven't seen Black Adam. That sucks, man. Oi. Terrible. What's up? What is up, Ronak? We got Miss Nighthawk here. Stephanie, good to see you. Happy birthday to your mom. Happy birthday to Miss Janine. Happy birthday. Um, yes, that does sound horrible. Uh, let's see. Blaze it up. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. You could do that instead. What's going on, Stephanie T? Uh, and Jade here. Good to see you. All right. Who else we got? We got Andrekita. Miss Andrea. How you doing? Cheers. Hey. Shot of Jameson. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Jesse, what is good? We eating good. Certainly getting that way, right? Things are, uh, health comes first. Yeah, these, yeah, exactly. You'll be able to watch it soon. But I get it, though. What's going on? We got the Junkensteins, the Junkiesteins. I like it. Bennett, happy Halloween weekend. That's right. Just got back from uh, seeing Trick or Treat on the big screen. Nice. I need a... I'm probably going to put that on on Sunday night, I think. That's what I probably will do. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it's so uneventful. Uneventful. Hell no, I hate baseball. That's <laughs> uh, good. The Dodgers ain't a playoff team. Oh, we got, of course, Miss Nikki, Captain Gator Girl right here. What is going on? Sneeze right here. We got alien sex love sounds. Dave, Zach, and Snyder got me. Zach and Snyder got you hyped? <laughs> so the same guy got you hyped twice. Is that what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Mr. Powell, Mr. William? How you doing? Uh is he? Well, we'll see what happens. My cheeks still hurt. Oh, geez. Well, I don't know what that's about. Mr. Carrillo, what is happening? Blake, sorry to see that your team didn't make it either into the, into the uh, further in the playoffs. But uh, hey, man, good to see you. Cheers, brother. Been a little bit. I haven't seen you since the, uh, the Foo, uh, was it the Foo Fighters uh, tribute band? Always good to see you, man. Ah. Uh, Waves. What about waves, huh? Symphony just finished Barbarian. Absolutely insane. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. That movie is insane. That's what's so great about it. So insane because it starts off when you're just like, all right, what is happening here? You know, what exactly is happening? And that's what I like about those types of movies because as soon as like the beginning, like the first act, I guess you could say, just like gets done and then it goes right into the second one and then it just kind of goes like, what is... All of a sudden, it just feels like a new movie. And then all of a sudden, gets into that final act where you go, oh, my God, <laughs> what the hell is happening? So, no, we shall be following the way of the gun. There you go. <laughs> the rock body slammed. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. Uh, hey, what's going on? Awesome mate. How you doing? We got Carrie right here watching House of Wax. Hmm. Oh, is that the, okay, so the remake, huh? Uh, let's see. Yep. That's right. It's still tied right meow. Gotta love it. I love good playoff baseball. And yes, go Phillies. We hate the Astros. Yeah. I think a lot of people hate the Astros, but you know, what could he do? You know, they uh beating them trash cans, beating them trash cans. 
Hi, Rosemary. Always good to see you. Oh, we already got the uh, the porn bots are here. Chase. Uh, should be a fun. It's always a fun night here at the Vodka Stream Lounge. That's what I'm always talking about, man. Come on. The only good thing about Barbarian was <laughs> he was great, but uh, come on. You got to like those. You did, I mean, I will say that I was totally guessing it was going to go into a different direction. I really hope that there's a sequel. I really hope that there is a sequel to that movie because I feel like there's more to it than what we saw. I think they were building up something. I was actually talking to that with Jason, uh, uh, rap nerd, you know, he's been on the, he's been on the stream a couple of times. He's a diehard horror movie fan. And we were talking about it. We think that there's definitely, oops. We think that there's definitely more, uh, when it comes to that story, that world or whatever the hell they were trying to do right there when in that movie just seems like it, that, that there was just more to it, you know, there's definitely more to it. So I don't know. We'll see. seems like it, uh, the box office will warrant a, uh, a sequel. So hopefully it does. I'm wondering if smile is going to get a sequel. I mean, there's all, there's just so many different this things, man, the horror genre is just totally doing well. I didn't I didn't see that Exorcist movie that came out yesterday. I was just like, you know what, I'm taking the night off. When it uh, you know, worked on some things, did some Patreon stuff, you know. Um, so if you guys are subscribed to the Patreon, I did a couple things on there, did my little self-pod thing. Where the hell is uh, did my uh, little self pod thing that I do on there. Why is that not showing up? <laughs> Let's hold on a sec. Uh, where, there you go. Jeez. DMS are a mess. So I did some Patreon things yesterday. Um, and, uh, yes, I promised that we will be doing a Patreon stream soon. It's just been crazy every weekend. Just seems like there's always something that's happening and this is Halloween weekend and my dad's having a thing tomorrow. So I'll be going to that. So bear with me. It's just been a little crazy lately. So um, hopefully that should be. Did I do the right one here? But yeah, I did some Patreon things uh, yesterday. Um, did some reactions. Reactions I can't do on YouTube. Basically reacting to, um, you know, some people were late. I went the whole John Williams and Hans Zimmer debate. I was reacting to the first flight using the John Williams score. Very well edited video too, by the way. You can find it on YouTube. Um, that actually it's not just over like silence. It's just, it's, they've actually replaced the music and still hear the sound effects. So I reacted to that. And then I, uh, reacted to the combination. There's like a combination of the Zimmer and Williams score that's together, which actually didn't sound too bad. So thank you, Luke. Appreciate that. Excuse, excuse. You're uh, allowed to have a life. I know, right. I'm allowed to have a life, right? Sometimes. But uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Oh yeah, I need. I, I I keep hearing about that movie. Apparently, people are saying that people are like passing out and stuff. They're like, uh, they're like passing out watching that. Apparently, it's that intense. I didn't even hear about Terrifier one, so I should probably look into that. But I saw the I saw like a a trailer and a clip. I mean, the dude looks really creepy. I will say that for sure. So, all right, where am I at here? So many things open. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's go. Uh, we got the, uh, let's get the first guy in here. Joining in. Okay. All right. Here we go. Scott! What's going on, sir? 
Not bad, not bad at all. You know, you're talking about watching a movie Sunday night. Let's not forget that we actually need to like start we season do. two of Batman. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about after. Put it on. Okay, after. okay. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. checking your priorities here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. We didn't do. We didn't start season two last week because I was like, oh yeah, barbecue. I was supposed to go, and then I was like, uh, what time is that? Okay, I'm not gonna make it home in time. Scott, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, so we'll start. Yeah, for sure, we'll be starting season two of Batman: The Animated uh, or the Fanimated Stream with uh, what's uh, the episode again? What's it called? Sideshow. So it's just called Sideshow, right? Yes, it's just called okay. Sideshow. Good episode. Great episode. Croc episode. Um, get a little bit more backstory from the Croc, and you know, it's just there's some there's some themes in there. You know, they're really it, well. We'll talk about it. We're going to start talking yeah. about it right now, <laughs> but it's a good episode. Yeah, I actually have to step away for a second. I'm being paged by the wife. Uh oh. So. <laughs> You'll be back. I'll be back. Okay, I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right, Scott will be back. We'll see if some of these other uh, other guys show up. Let me make sure. Let's see what do I have. Let me make sure I put that there. All right. So as he gets summoned, um, what else are you guys talking about right here? Uh, I heard of the sounding of that scene and said, oh, okay. What? You're ready to talk shit? Why? No one here have a real life? Nah. Why does anybody have a real life? <clears throat> Nobody needs a real life. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, class, pay attention. Yeah, no, then he left. <laughs> Started. Yeah, okay. I know I saw a lot of bad reviews, but I saw a lot of people saying that they are enjoying it too. So great episode. Oh yeah, I know. That's what I was going to talk to Scott about once he, uh, once he gets back was, uh, you know, the fact that they, they, they've been busy. Squadcast been busy. You know, I was catching up on, uh, their stuff too, but you know, we you know what? I always love listening to them because it's always so, it's always so I mean, I, I would never take the time to uh, to edit like those guys, like him, uh, Scott and Tim, because everything is just so nice and just just dialed in tight, it's tight. Like you don't hear. It's like they're not even breathing. You know, it's edited so well that they're not even breathing. There's no ums. There's no nothing. So, yeah. So if you're not if you haven't been listening to Squadcast Media, do yourself a favor. Listen to them. Listen to them. She found the door. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Jeez. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Yeah, it's always fun to do. It's always fun to do the Patreon ones because then I can really just unleash because, you know, I just, you just unleash a little bit more, a little bit more than I usually do. So, you know, just kind of talking about things, griping about things, you know, talking about some of the tea that, uh, that you hear, you know, so if you want to hear some of that, Make sure you, uh, you know, support the Patreon. It's always fun stuff. Keep my fake life and real life separate, right? Uh, Jesse, do not spoil. Yes, don't do that. Which DCCW shows have you watched? Well, I mean, I was into Arrow till about season four. I was into Flash till about season three. Uh, got into um, what's the uh, what's the team up one? I'm totally drawing a blank. I got into that to about season two, and then I just kind of gave up. Uh, I do want to catch up on Lois and uh, Superman and Lois, though, because I really enjoyed season one. So now I need to catch up on that one. So, 
what is it? The something of tomorrow. Um, did you see Jeff Johns winning a world award for Star Girl, the actress that plays her one too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sadly, guys. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Johns ain't going anywhere. He definitely ain't going anywhere. You know, I've been saying this stuff on the Patreon and everything like that, but he's not going to be going anywhere, at least right right now. At least right now. I don't know how much of an impact he's going to have on anything that's coming up. Hopefully not a lot, <laughs> but yeah, he's still there. Uh, I talked to my local police officer and going to film in my, oh yeah, good news, Dave and Chad. I talked to my, oh, you're filming a movie? You're filming a movie? Alakazoo, yeah. You're going to be filming a movie or what's going on? Okay. And then we got, uh, you good? No, I'll have to, I'll have to go back in about five minutes. Callum is being difficult about going to bed. <laughs> okay. That's fine, man. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, have you seen I, any... but However, because I had these in my ear the whole time I was upstairs, I heard the whole talk. So you're, you're saying very sweet things about me while I wasn't here. I appreciate that. That's what that. I do. That's what I do, man. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to be like, yeah, thank God that guy's gone. Jeez. Uh, no, yeah, you know, you know how it is. There's a new Funko Pop. Let's see the new Batman light and sound Funko Batman Funko Pop. I tweeted images. Oh, okay, I'll have to look. Did you see yeah. this? Yeah, no, I have not, dude. Yes. I, I have I, it, since I started my new job. I like I don't see these things anymore. <laughs> it's true, huh? How's that going, by the way? Oh, so good. Yeah. Like I, I haven't had dinner because I actually went out to lunch with um, this crew that we all got hired at the same time. So we were in the same orientation class and one of them had a birthday yesterday. So we, so we took her out to, for, her, for her birthday lunch, you know, we left the building and, you know, I ate way too damn much, but I had this, I had this dessert. It was, it was donut bread pudding. What? Donut bread pudding. That sounds amazing. It was sounds, amazing. But it sounds like it would give me like a diabetic like shakes or something like that, though. <laughs> the only thing that stopped it was that the portion size was a good portion size. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, that also didn't help that I was having like the waffle fries covered in peppers, cheese and pulled barbecue. Oh, and yum. oh, I know it was lunch was really good. So much so that I went, yeah, I'm not eating dinner tonight. I'm starting the fasting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do that. Free up that space. Sounds like a big lunch, but yeah, that's that's good, man. I mean, yeah. So you're enjoying it. I know with my job too. It's just like it's just so nice to just when I get done because I have I don't have a set schedule. Like I can just start and finish when I want, which is great. And when I get done, I'm like, okay, that's it. No frustrations. No like, oh, I got to get done before I'm supposed to log off. You know, because I'm like, you know, like my old job was like be done by the, you know. So nice, just so nice to not have the headaches of that. Oh, so good. Yeah. So yes, um, DC Squadcast. We've actually been putting up news episodes. It's yes. been kind of crazy. Like three <laughs> news episodes and like three episodes in three weeks. It was like, what happened? I know. I love how you guys joke about that too. It's like, yeah, yeah. You're right off the bat, like the last episode, you're like, what's happening? <laughs> what is happening? It's like eh, there's just too much good stuff to talk about man i think that's the point though there's finally yeah. like there's like good stuff to talk about or at least interesting stuff yes. to talk about i'm sorry when tim like the title for 
340 was happy stack infused and he made that joke at the end of a recording like after we'd signed off and i just i, I literally like been over coughing laughing i was like it's oh good. my god do that plus it'd be a fabulous seo for the podcast <laughs> Exactly. There you go. You got to look at it like that. No. And I mean, I think uh, I think we all kind of, you know, we're going to be discussing it tonight, but I think we're all kind of like in that whole thing of like, let's just see what happens. Let's <laughs> just I, I just I just can't. <laughs> we have gone through so much shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like I just have to sit back and go. Let's see how this one goes. Yeah. It's like, I we're mean, not, we're, we're all not through the moon, but, you know, it's. But we're all just right. kind of going, but we're not all like, oh my God, you know, not having meltdown. We're just kind of like, huh. Interesting. That was a, that was a choice. Choice. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, we got uh, Mr. Uh, Throw a knife at Steven. Put your hat, put your earphones up. Okay, there you go. You're good. <laughs> okay. So, up, let's do a mic check. Mike, Mike, Mike. It's a little low. It's a little low. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I swear. If I go to Audacity right now and record at this level, I'm going to be peeking out. Like I know. This. See, that's the thing. Is like there. That's what's so weird. I mean, how long have you had that mic? First off, it's a nice mic. A year. Or so. Yeah. Yeah. It's a okay, nice I mic. gotta I go know. back up. Okay. Now Steven's here. I gotta go back up and see if I can get Callum like actually in bed. Okay. Good <laughs> luck. Good luck. Thank you. Luck. Yes. <laughs> no, but like it always seems like I don't know. I mean, I know like you have the mic over here and you're talking this way. That doesn't help a little bit, but at the same time, it no, still should be capturing. It's a directional though. I, I wouldn't do that yeah. as much if it weren't for. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I don't need to go into it. it. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> could talk about Why audio not? quality, but. Why not? We got time. <laughs> well, they're supposed to have a built-in pop filter, but it's like not that great, so it gets a lot of plosives if I go right into it. But if I go yeah. away from it, it's great. But um, but I don't know. It picks up well when I'm when I'm recording, but. But mm -hmm. it peeks out, so I got to figure out why yeah, StreamYard treats it differently. And that's what sucks about Audacity too is like you're limited. You know, when I when I started messing with the OBS with the Streamlabs thing, and people were telling me certain things, I was like, oh wow. And I watched a video because people were like, hey, you're still when you watch like trailers, you're drowned out a little bit. So then I watched this video, and they're like, yeah, set it to this, set it to that, set it to this, and it was like perfect because now you could hear the audio perfectly, and then when I talk. I'm not drowned out by it anymore. And I was like, oh, well, there you yeah. go. So. I might also rec um, record a little bit lower when I'm pre-recording because then I can amplify and clean it up and everything after the fact. So maybe that's also part of it is I just need to have a higher volume for live. But I don't know. It's always a, it's a journey. I'm always learning about something new, I guess. Right? <laughs> I know. With all this stuff, it's like. It's geez. hilarious how like foundationally it's we just like talking about movies and what is that what is our skill set well editing and producing and uh, audio quality and like oh, i yeah. mean movies too but like <laughs> also yeah. gotta figure All out how cameras stuff. work yeah yeah i know i know and uh you know I, i'm still trying to learn things with the camera and everything and it's cool because you know this camera you know, I can actually, you know, do recording for it's weird because streaming in 4K is not true 4K. I've noticed like when I go back and look at the uh, the selection for 4K, it's not quite mm -hmm. full 4K. I don't know what why it's not. But then when because I, I always record every stream and then when I do the shots, they're in full freaking 4K. I had to get used to that because when you hit the render button, 
boy does that take like twice or three times the amount to render and then upload i'm like mm -hmm. oh this is the uh the setback of 4k because oh yeah this uh five minute video it's like four gigabytes it's like jesus christ it's crazy yeah. so i had to get used to that but That's at least it looks, yeah at least it looks kind of good so how's, how's it going man how's your week how was your week <laughs> it was insane was it yeah absolutely mm. crazy i um <laughs> well i mean you know you know you know part of it but i um do i i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um <laughs> found out i i was i need to be traveling on and at like noon on sunday and i was on a plane on monday i had a connection flight both were delayed good lord um we almost met up but my like it was too too crazy so yeah didn't happen but yeah um, steven was in my neck of the woods but it was a quick trip and we want i was like uh and i was even it was funny too because that was the, the day that the fucking the james gunn and uh saffron news um was posted so i was like i was i was considering not having a stream and i was like oh maybe i can meet up with uh with steven you know it's like no, um, you cannot meet up in real life <laughs> until like we can all well, I'll like, do it together. And he's already I know you guys have both met Tim in real life. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, I know I'm like the only I'm the one over here in California going like, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm like waiting or, you know, whatever, because obviously, you know, when it comes to like Stephen, you've met Ray, you've met um, um, mm -hmm. Enosh, you've met uh, Anthony, you've met a lot of those guys. And I'm like. I don't know. I'm like, I haven't met anybody yet. So I'm lonely yeah. over here in California. We keep, we keep you, we keep you in California. We don't want you to in, like infect the rest you of us. You guys do this because I keep you up late. You know, it's always, you know, I keep you up to the wee hours of the night while it's, you know, it's still, um, it's reasonable. Still yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, it'll happen one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. I did meet Jose who's saying that in the, in the chat. We went to, he, we, we went to a Dodger game. So that was cool. Well, that was a choice. Okay. That was cool. Yeah, he was out there. We're like, yeah, let's do it. And uh, yeah, we had a good, we had a great old time. Even though the it was Dodgers Giants, so um, great game. But of course, the Dodgers won. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. But uh, but yeah. So so when that stuff happens, Stephen, when you get like, hey, um, when they just let you know, like, hey, you gotta do this. I mean, it's just. So it's just boom, 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 boom. And then it's like, whatever, like you can't even. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, the, the oh, I we know I, I can't, I, I can't get uh, too into it, but yeah, um, I, I, but the, I was going to say who it was for, but I, I can't even, do that. but um, <laughs> they, 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 it was real great. They, they were on top of the travel and stuff. Um, and, uh, um, and, uh, but it was all last minute. So it was like. With, um, when that I stuff happens, is it like, okay, so is it just Screen Rant that does all that for you, or is it like, what is it's it? It's arranged by the studios. Okay, so it's studios. it is, yeah. Okay, okay, so it's all that. Okay, because I was always wondering, I'm like, is it, because obviously, you know, in, in writing for Screen Rant, yeah, you have to travel. You've been on, you know, mm -hmm. sets and whatnot. Um, so I was always wondering, like, is it the website that's doing it? Is it, you know, what, who is handling the accommodations, I guess you could say, the flight and all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. And they, it's, it's a, it's an invite. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's set up by them and, and, um, and they handle logistics, fortunately. So it's just a matter of, of uh, being present 
but yeah yeah i mean it's, it's always last minute though so you gotta kind of be on your toes and and be prepared <laughs> to drop stuff it is just like you drop in and then you drop out. Just boom. That's yeah, why I was exactly. like, well, when I you said like, like Tuesday, I was like, Tuesday. It's like, I mean, I had, it's been like the longest week of my life, basically. So <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be anywhere. And then literally the same guy picked me up at my house on Monday at, to take me to the airport and then picked me up at the airport to, to take me home. It was like the same guy doing the, the, like the shuttle, not the shuttle, but like the, 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 the car. Yeah. And, um, the, um, so for him, he was just like, oh, yeah, it's you again. And I was like, yeah, man. And I went to to, to, to say, like, it's been, like, so much happened. And then I realized, like, oh, wait, I saw you, like, 36 hours ago. <laughs> it's been, like, a month in, like, real time for me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Drain and then I got home, and now both my kids are sick. And it's like. Yeah, crazy. I saw Amanda posting about that. And I was, like, thinking, I'm like, oh, wow, Steven is not. Oh, man, he's going to come back to. Not so, uh, hmm, you know, yeah, and that's exactly. actually traveling. I mean, hopefully you didn't get anything, you know, you get that, that traveling flu, that traveling I was, bug. I was worried. I was worried going out. Um, and then, uh, like that I was going to get sick on the way out and then, and then I wasn't. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm guaranteed to get something coming back and I'm fine so far. Usually I'm like, I'm pretty good about like, I know that if I get home and I just go and sleep then I'll wake up with something. But if I just power through it and hit vitamin C and zinc and all that, I'll usually like come out the other end just fine. But um, so, you, so, you're, what, so what Steven's saying is take drugs. Yes. Take, take, take drugs. I, I, I yeah. see. Okay. You yeah. shoot up the C, you shoot up the C and the zinc, you know, right in your veins. No, it's good. You got to take those vitamins, man, especially right before. I mean, obviously you were like, you know, it was last minute, but yeah, if you're traveling just freaking. Yeah freaking od on that vitamin c put get that zinc and you get everything yeah. in you so but that's cool at least it was you know probably you know fun trip at least yeah you yeah know, exactly you visited yeah. the set of the barney movie that they're making oh I, yeah I, for sure uh, yeah i didn't oh uh, did i i uh, i didn't mean to reveal it feel too that. much dave you, yeah, you yeah. reveal too well, much and then uh well it was funny too because then i was i was like oh awesome i'll try to meet up with dave and then yeah. there's other people that i um i talked to also that i was gonna try to see and and then when i like I sent you like the times that I was going to be available, and I, and then I, it it first of all it started to shrink the the windows started yes. to shrink very fast, <laughs> but then also even if it had been the I, that, that's when I first realized like oh wow I'm gonna be barely even like because I think technically it was like three three calendar days but but it was the you show up it was then a, you got the afternoon, day evening and then with the tra <laughs> yeah it was just basically it was like oh wow so really there's just this postage stamp of time and it's like right when yeah. you're doing your show. And then it was funny too because like uh, you sent me the address where you were, and then I went, oh yeah, it's only six to seven miles, but it'll take me like an hour and twenty minutes, twenty eight right, right. minutes to get there, and it's only getting worse because it was like around four o'clock, which is rush hour, and trying to get out to that way <laughs> during that time, it was just like, yeah, it's probably gonna grow and grow until it's probably almost gonna take me about two hours to get there. That's I even said that to you beforehand. I'm like, yeah, sometimes it's like. It could be the difference between an hour, an hour and 45 minutes. And there it was right there. So mm -hmm. next time we'll figure something out. But uh, we got somebody else in the in the back uh, in the backstage area. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. What's up? Hey, <laughs> uh, does this camera just get like prettier every week? I mean, yeah, it's and not he has fair. like he puts like little, you know, he's got Cavill's new image right there and everything. Yeah, and he's got his color. My 
color temperature is <laughs> so jacked and I can't <laughs> I'll, I'll try to fix it. It's going to turn me green. All, and then I don't know. It's just it's, it's very purplish. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I said Barney. I mean, come on. You were visiting Barney. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know. Like, yeah, yeah. Casey is always just nice and just pristine. And of course, in like that 4-3. <laughs> <laughs> like Zack Snyder yeah. proud. How's it going, buddy? Going good. I just saw Barbarian a while oh, ago. We were and... just talking about that at the beginning of the you know, with the chat. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and some of the scenes, the the way they shot it, it was so interesting. And um, it wasn't really that scary, but it was interesting and kind of new. No, it's not a scary movie. It's just like a what the fuck is going on yeah. type movie because. That whole first act is just what you see in the trailer. See, that's one of the things is like when you watch that trailer, that is just the first act. And you're kind of going like, all right, so there's an Airbnb at this random place. The girl shows up. There's already a guy there. And then they end up sharing the place. And it's like, all right, is he like, like, in a, is he part of this? What's going on? What do, you just don't know what's happening. And then all of a sudden, right in the middle, when they switch to the, the pretty much like the second act, it's an entirely different almost movie. Justin Long all of a sudden is there, and you're like, wait a minute, what just <laughs> happened? I was just watching something with the house. Now we're, we're in LA, and what the hell? But then it all, you know, kind of, you know, comes full circle, and then it's like, it gets really effed up and gross. <laughs> gross. Which is, uh, yeah. This, which oh, is why Scott has yeah. not seen this movie. That's what I was about to say. Scott, don't watch it. Skip it. Mm -hmm. You can skip it. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely not uh, for you, for the faint of heart when it comes to that. But yes. I'm not faint at heart. I have a medical condition. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that's what he calls it. No, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's cool. I know. I know. I love you. You know, I love you. Um, but, um, Okay, but I will say this because I was even saying this in the uh, in, when I was talking with the chat. Do you feel like there's a lot more going on than what they showed you? Yes. Yes. And at first, when the kind of the reveal happened, I was like, "Wait, did, are they you know changing timelines or something like that?" But then it wasn't that, and yeah, of course, there's something more still going on, and um, probably they would make a prequel or something to explain that prequel sequel something because yeah. there are some things that that other characters say and you go there's what is what is going on here and then when it finally wrapped up i, I felt a little disappointed going that 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 it just wrapped up like that I, there's more <laughs> going i'm like i was kind of like underwhelmed but then when i thought about it and discussed it with uh jason rapner i was like we were just kind of going like yeah well i mean i guess it could warrant another movie which i think that'll happen because movies done gangbusters at the box office for and you know horror movies this year just been racking it up which is great we want to see that we want to see these original horror movies or original movies in general with small budgets making a bunch of freaking money like 4x you know i'm using freaking stock terms or crypto terms but anyways <laughs> yeah yeah you want to you want to see this happening so yeah, Heck, yeah. I, do give me more something like like the the gangbusters that everything everywhere all at once did. Yes, Ugh. it's like please, like like it's like everything everywhere all at once got the love that I wish the Green Knight had gotten, and so it's just like <laughs> keep doing that. Just 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 keep, uh, you know, it gives me hope yeah. that that movies like that can still make money, and it's just thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
And then the next week I lose my all faith in humanity again. And it's fine. <laughs> but for one brief shining moment, I had hope. Yeah. Thor Love and Thunder grows uh, $700 million. Jesus Christ. I can't, I can't get over that. Did you even yeah. see it? You didn't even see it, Scott, right? You didn't. Good, good. You don't need to. No, because no, once again, I don't need to hate watch something. I can look, <laughs> I can look at a thing and go, not for me. Yeah. And then I can just, you know, spend my time watching other things. Like tonight, I was re-watching the first Mission Impossible movie. Oh, that's still my favorite. I don't it's care. still my favorite. I, Fallout, Fallout just, oh. And it's so, and you know something I did not realize until I was watching it tonight? I don't know how. All these years later, it's like, it, it's been 26 years now. You know who co-wrote the script for the first Mission Impossible movie? Oh, it's not. I, I, I can almost say, no. Yeah, say it. Say it. It's Robert Town. Okay, that wasn't the name I was thinking of because there was like multiple, right? There was like how only many? Only two. Only two. I thought there was only multiple. two. Yeah. Okay. Um, Robert Town is who wrote Chinatown. Okay, I knew I recognized that name. I haven't watched that. <laughs> yeah, movie. yeah. He 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 won an Oscar and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He's, <laughs> he's kind of uh, you know renowned. Yeah. Um. No, but like, uh, yeah, that, that one's still my favorite. I mean, cause it's just so, I mean, they're all great. Okay. And you know, me and Steven, you know, Steven and I will defend, we'll defend mission impossible Two like crazy. And of course he leaves. When he's sick. <laughs> uh, I think Steven's favorite is that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He loves mission. So do I John Woo. It's John Woo. It, it takes, yeah. it literally goes the opposite direction from what they did in the first one. And I love that. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, now we got to kind of bring it back around. And then they brought JJ in and that's a great one too. I mean, the opening of mission impossible three is just, Oh, Oh, it's so freaking good. And then, you know, Brad bird comes in and then of course, then we now, now we're just all, you know, Macquarie. Macquarie. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I loved, and I loved listening to, uh, uh, Henry talk about Macquarie at the, at the taping of the interview because I just, I love the story behind one. I love the story behind the, the arm, yes. the arm reload thing. <laughs> but then also just, just thinking about how movies are made three weeks, three weeks to shoot that one fight. It's crazy. I just, it's, a, I, I just, I want to go back and watch fall. How I was just want to watch the bathroom fight to go three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. That means like pretty much like it takes like a couple of days just to get like those certain scenes right, uh, positioning the camera just right and just do. I mean, first off, I mean, it's probably a lot of just, you know, rehearsal, 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 rehearsal. Right. I mean, I'm assuming that so, scene is insane, that, though. But it is insane. Think about any scene and how many times it's, it's edited. Yeah. Um, like every like. So, for example, when I went on the set of New Mutants and um she jumps out of the portal into the into the graveyard. Um, yeah. That so her dropping out of the portal from the what's it called? Um, the the realm she goes to, um, and then and then landing there. Um, that's what they shot the night that I was on set, and it was just her up on a crane, and just they would lift her up and then like drop her ten feet, and then the rest of the way to the ground and then back up and then and they did that like (laughs) 20 times um and like the setup and takedown like that so that was like basically their day of shooting was get her up on that and then 
you know, they were doing some second unit and stuff somewhere else also. But like, so you think of that and that in the movie, it's about two seconds worth of screen time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that, and that took a, like an entire night of setting up the crane, setting up all this stuff. Um, well, yeah, they, did one, they did one other scene that night actually that I saw is that is the, the one where they run from the trees to the door. And they did that at, you know, a bunch of different angles, a bunch of different yeah. times each. So when like, I, um, the only time that I ever, ever like actually witnessed something that was sh shooting in like my actually hometown, this was like years and years ago, they were shooting like a Hallmark Halloween movie on a street. <laughs> we heard about it. So we went over there and they decorated like three houses and it was like, it was like we were standing there for like a couple of hours and they were just setting up. It was a second unit shot just to get an established <laughs> shot of like kids trick-or-treating that was it and it was like hours was, yeah. we decided to leave we're like all right this is boring i mean what the hell is this? you know we were just like there's nothing happening here but i mean it was cool seeing all the stuff there was like a crane with the camera on it and all this stuff but mm -hmm. it's just it's amazing how long it takes just to do all that and then even taking the the warner brothers tour and just seeing how i mean it's crazy how it's, when they use the back lot for stuff, it's not that big. And there's not, I mean, you take mm -hmm. that back lot, you know, you look at the back lot and you realize like, oh, this was used for so-and-so. That was used for so-and-so. And you go, how? <laughs> You're like, when you look mm -hmm. at it, like, how was that achieved? Because there's literally, they'll have buildings. What The front of it will be a one building. The side of it will be a different building. It's crazy how much of an illusion it all is. I mean, it's yeah. seriously just magic. It's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, you I mean, know. you look at your you know your 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 show exists in a five you know what is that seven foot span. I'm in a corner. Your, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, if you, I'm sure if if someone like went into your apartment and saw the the, the percentage that that takes up, they'd be like, oh wow, you're just like on a little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got my living right there, two couches and everything. And then, well, they'll, the first thing people say is like, I thought you were taller. I'm like, yeah, that's the way I shoot it. I make it look like I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm tall, but no, I'm not, you know? So it's just like, yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's just, it is crazy. Like when you have the camera doing all that and it's just, but just taking that tour, I mean, literally like there's like a spot where they shot part of Jurassic park, the, 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 the T-Rex scene, the Jeep going through, and when, when, when you're looking at it, I mean, obviously it's changed, but it's not a long stretch of road. And the, mm -hmm. even the tour guide was like, and yes, as you can notice, it's not that long. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, yeah, they just went back and forth, back and forth. He's all, if you were actually were to watch it, you could see the same trees over and over and over again, <laughs> if you're looking closely. And mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, I'm like, how the hell did they do that? Because I'm literally on the road where they shot that. And it's not a long stretch of road or, at all. Or if you think of any special effects shot that um, that is something like the type of thing they would shoot on like a like a green screen stage or something, um, and you'll have a shot where like someone's running or whatever's going on, and it happens for like over a long space. Eventually, you have to start realizing like, wait, they didn't shoot this outside. They would have had to do this indoors. That's longer than like most warehouses. Mm -hmm. So therefore, unless it's like a single take, like they must have stopped it gone back to the the front end again done another run and then cut them together as if it's the same the same through line yeah um which God, is love uh, it. yeah crazy movie magic editing i mean like i said three weeks to shoot that scene and uh yeah but yeah one of the things that cabell did say is like it's just it and that's what's so great about those little moments too where he talks about that and i mean that that became so iconic that 
and the reason why that he did that is because shooting for that long, it's like his tendons right here were like getting sore and tightening up. So he would do that just to try to like loosen up a little bit before he started. And then basically it was just like, you know, he did it and then he didn't do it. And Macquarie was like, Hey, why didn't you do the, the arm cool thing? thing? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, All right. And then look what happened. And then I love how he said, um, yeah, but then, you know, according to Reddit, you know, uh, my pocket like grew up pocket or something like that is something. He said something about his pocket he and then punched he punched his pocket square, He punched his pocket square and he grew a beard because everybody was kind of going like, why does it look like his beard grows? I mean, it's just it's just the lighting yeah. towards the angle. It's weird. But yeah, but I love how he like he mentioned that it just shows you that even though Cavill's not active on social media, he's looking He's looking, you know, he's, he's a nerd. He's, he's such a nerd. A dork. He is. Well, and if he's got a publicist too, there's going to be someone that yeah. tells him something like, oh, by the way, they really like when you do this. Like <laughs> so even if he's not out there doing the scroll on himself, somebody, it's somebody's job to know and let him know. Are, are we surprised they uh, didn't release the scene yet? I mean, after DC Super Pets came out, they were like, uh, Dwayne Johnson's like, hey, look at this. Here's the post credit scene or the mid credit scene for that. I'm, actually, I'm not surprised because it's it, different. They, well, no, they want you to go. They want yeah. you to buy a ticket yeah. to go see that scene. Like, yeah. a, as if, no, there's part of me that's like, but, you know, the point of going to see the movie isn't about seeing that scene. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, supposed to be about watching the movie. So, which I'm going to try to go see again tomorrow. I, I'm going to try to make it a second time. So. Do it. I mean, I've already got my second time. I know. Yeah, I saw on Twitter. Yeah, you, uh, Kay, that's right, Casey, Casey's having a bromance with The Rock right now. It's just follow it live on Twitter. Oh, he's been trying. He's been every time that, that he tweets, he's putting one of his edits up there like, hey, <laughs> if you're good at it, I don't mind. I know. It's like one of these days, it's like, can you just acknowledge? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, I, I love that he, you know, he's acknowledged, uh, you know, people in the community. Liz has gotten some recognition and all that stuff, which is great, you know, with all the stuff that she's doing. Um, but um, of course, yeah. he replies to her every time. I know, right? It's like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you're not as pretty. Sorry, Casey. <laughs> and you're pretty, but not as pretty as. <laughs> um but you know you're always maybe. pretty to us Casey. yeah it's fine you're always yeah you're yeah you'll always be pretty to us i wish no, i but, could uh, say the same to you scott <laughs> oh damn i ain't i ain't pretty <laughs> i'm ruggedly i'm kidding I'm i know kidding. i'm not pretty i'm ruggedly handsome Under <laughs> there it is stay, i stay in my lane okay like he, he knows he knows so watching it a second time i'm assuming better obviously it's usually the case Yes. Uh, once again, I missed the opening, <laughs> and <laughs> I think that plays a significant part in your yeah. enjoyment of it both times. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because I didn't get all the narration and all that stuff, so I just jumped right into the action. And um, that yeah, would help the second, a lot. <laughs> yeah, the second time, uh, once you you know are used to the editing, the way it's structured, how you know fastly things are moving. Once that is just out of the way, I think um, I enjoyed it more. And um, the VFX obviously is amazing for Dr. Fate in third act. So that's just the savior for the movie for me. Like the second time I realized it even more. 
Wasn't there people that said like, oh yeah, the third act? Who's uh, was it? Grace probably was like saying like the third act was like, yeah. or, you know, was like it, that's where it fell. I'm like, nah, I was like reversed on totally like what she said because I was like at first like the first it's half the hour. Beginning of, it's the beginning of the movie. That's yeah, the, the beginning part. of the movie. I was like, I was like, okay, 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 and then all of a sudden it started to pick up and pick up and pick up. And I was like, Oh, okay. 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 And then when it got to the, to the final act, I was like, oh, this is pretty bad. This is badass. I mean, this is a lot of good things that are happening right there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Stop was not big. And, but I actually yeah. was, but I thought their fight was pretty cool. <laughs> and then again, the way that he just ripped them in half, I was like, best shot. That's the best shot. That's my favorite shot right there. The way that finish they him. That. Yeah. It was a full on. I'm like, I literally went, Oh, you know, like, geez, that's good. I mean, obviously, it's not. He doesn't have blood. It's like fiery blood and whatever, so they can get away with it. Standards and practices, you know? Yeah, you know? So it's like, hey, you can get away with that. But I just really like that shot because just the way his face looked, and he's just like, yeah. He's like, yes, there you go. Cool, but. I, I wasn't just, sure if there were actual words you were saying, Dave. I felt that was more like <laughs> orgasmic sounds much. you were making. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, a little, um, I'm a little uncomfortable yeah. right My now. My old face. Just... Yeah. My old face. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, okay. So obviously we got Cavill. Um, and uh, we were already talking about the interview, of course, with Josh, Hor Josh Horowitz, which was great interview. Um, he again. is so damn charming. I Dude, just, I can't. He is just so damn charming and just sincere. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing for me with Cavill is yeah. that I just watch him and I'm like, dude, I have a man crush on you. I really, really do. To. It's really hard not to. And also Horowitz is a great interviewer. I this is not yeah. the first time I've watched Horowitz interview. Yeah. And he has a style that works really, really well. That's where he is. I like, like in the beginning when he was talking about how, you know, when Cavill's saying like he was like a fat kid, you know, and then everybody's like, oh, and then Horowitz is like, it's okay, guys. He's Superman now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> it was like a good little zinger of like, you know, like, hey, he's Superman now. It's, you know, it was just kind of funny because, yeah, if you look at as Cavill's a kid, he was a, he was a, he was a clunker. He was what's funny too is if he wants to be like, oh, it's like, don't, don't talk about kids that way. Kind yeah. of part of the point of that is like no, like let them know that you were not born a god. Yeah. Like, yes. And, you, and <laughs> like that's kind of the whole point. Like let's let's like make that okay to let everybody know that even though that's what you were like as a kid, you were not like that as an adult. Exactly. Yeah. I also appreciate the fact that you know Horowitz knew where his bread was buttered because he start off with "Welcome home, Superman." It's like good. Let's oh. talk some Superman at the very beginning of the interview. So yeah. then people will listen to the rest of the interview because I, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to hear about Nola Holmes too. Like there were, there were other things I wanted to hear about, yeah. but, but it was great. That's like, yes, let's, let's address Superman. Let's talk about that's what everybody's things. talking about. That's what we're yeah, talking about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then let's get that out of the way so we can talk about other things. And then yes, we'll come back to Superman. So yeah. No, he did a good job of the way that he structured that interview because he covered everything. And it was like a short amount of time, too. I mean, you get Cavill on here. We're going to be, you know, four hours and we're going to. Oh, yeah, we should probably finally talk about your new movie. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, you know, it's just that it, that's why, again, that's why Horowitz is where he is, because 
he knows exactly how to place it. I mean, he, yeah, he definitely nailed that. And I love the fact that, yeah, it started off with Superman, started off with all that. And I love the fact that, I mean, again, we have Cavill back. And then, of course, you know, I mean, regardless of how you feel about it, most people are excited for it. And it's just, you know, and then everybody's trying to determine, like, oh, well, why this? Why that? You know, doing all this stuff, saying all this stuff. But then all of a sudden you hear, like, how much, I mean, Cavill had He input. loves playing the character. He loves playing the character. And he had input. He had input. Okay. I mean, um, obviously he, he had input on like, you know, talking about like which costume to use. I mean, it sounded like, like he had input on that. And he was like the way that he spoke about why using the man of steel costume, as opposed to the BVS costume, which was tweaked a little bit. It was different. And same with the justice League one, which I guess is, is that's pretty much the same one. You know, did they use the same one for BVS and justice league or maybe it's slightly different? No, they are different. Um, they are different. Yes, yeah. they are different. Okay. Because remember, well, he built he built the Justice League one specifically so that he could turn it black, black and silver. Right. It, yeah, yeah. Right. So it had to be a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. It was a little bit shinier, so shinier. they could. So they could. And also, the BBS one was destroyed by Doomsday. Oh, true. It's got the hole in it in the chest. But I just like yeah. you know. But I like what he had to say about that. And you know, from what I yeah I. I said it on the whole patreon stuff is like from what i gather too is he also had input on the line that he had to say too it's like and the fact that the line actually acknowledges that hey the world has not been this you know freaked out about a being coming down who could fly and blah 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 i mean he doesn't say it directly like hey the world hasn't been this crazy since i showed up motherfucker you know he was just you know <laughs> alluding to the fact that hey look you know you're here and well it's kind of freaked out I recognize this because I went through this shit too. And it makes you just go like, Hey, look at that. That's an acknowledgement of what's happened. At least, you know, with man of steel and BBS. It seems very appropriate that I'm wearing this shirt. right <laughs> Yeah. Now. Yeah. Do we know what the previous line was? No, no. I wonder, I'm kind of wondering what I, I'm wondering what that is too. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. I just heard it. You know, I just heard that he had input on the line. You know, I mean, who again, I, I, I'm not I'm not trying to scoop or anything like that. I don't you know, I don't do that. I eat my ice Exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. So um, but I'm kind of curious, like what what exactly what that might have been. But, you know, but it, the fact of the matter is that the fact that it was shot in, uh, you know, in in Europe. Right. Where he was filming. Uh, it was in Leavesden Studios in, yeah. in England. Yes. Right. And, I, and I love, you know, and, and, you know, the reports were right about that. They had a stand in. Can you imagine if we got that again for a third time? God, just, How do we? Just. God. And you know, it's I mean, and it's just, you know, I and I love the fact that, you know, it got cheers in my theater. You know, I was like, ah, you know, people are excited. And I think like even though Black Adam might get a 60 percent plus drop this weekend or anything it's go okay it's going to get yeah. a 60 plus drop yeah. uh, uh, you know yeah. that's just it's just what, what these movies do you know it, it wasn't it, top gun maverick yeah i i think i think what i think what happens is that i think we need to understand that these 60 percent drops are actually the norm it's at what's more news is when they don't like mm -hmm. that, like that's the news. Almost like an and anomaly I, when that doesn't. Right. 
Yeah. Or, or like this is something special. Like, yeah. n- did anybody expect Top Gun Maverick to still be in theaters from Labor from Memorial Day to Labor Day? No, I mean, my face on. was itchy, dude. I was like growing that mustache. I was like, I'm gonna have it as long as it's in the box office. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, when is this thing gonna get out of the box office? I shaved it before it got out of the box office. It literally showed up in Memorial Day and stayed till after Labor Day. It was like, what the hell? It's crazy. And the steel and this and, and the physical release is on Tuesday. Yeah. It's still, yeah, it, you could download it and watch it streaming, I think, right? It's on Paramount Plus or something. Paramount Plus. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you still don't, you still can't own it until this week. It's crazy how, and that thing's probably going to sell like crazy, man. It's just, I, mine's already shipped. Like, it's yeah. not, like, I'm just waiting for my Best Buy Still book to get here because I got that coming. I've got Starship Troopers coming and I have. Starship Troopers, nice. Yes, uh, they have an anniversary edition coming out in 4K. And then uh, and they're doing a different steelbook release of the Batman. So, got that coming too. Yeah. Well, so. according to DJ right here, he does say the BVS and uh, JL. Thank you for the $2 super chat that there are the same. Hmm. This is the well, actual the- design of, but the, the, the Justice League suit had that, had that. Wilkinson even talked about it that there was like the metal, like yeah, reflective right. surface underneath it. Chrome, the chrome underneath it was a little more. You, you can you can see that too in the behind the scenes, is it's way shiny. It just seems it's shiny. shiny. Yes, it's shinier. But then, but man, when it when they turn it into black and silver, oh, does that thing fucking pop? I love the way that it looks so much. I mean that. I mean it just helped it. And and again, that's just Zach. You know, just going like, hey, guys, you know, these motherfuckers don't want to do the black and silver suit, but uh, we have some ways to do it. I mean, that's what's so great about that whole um, story about that. And uh, and the fact that it's like, yeah, you know, that he had a, a, another plan to do that and everything. So but I do like the fact that it is the Man of Steel suit. I mean, obviously, the color grade's a little different. I, you know, I, you know, the the yellow and the uh, the S is a little more orangish. But I'm not like, you know, it's nothing to I'm just glad that he's back. And the fact that they released that image, that official image of him. And he just it just looks so great. You know, I actually the, like the it now after phone. seeing it. The wallpaper on your oh. phone. There you go. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually like it after seeing it in the theater. It's not that orange as it and, first yeah. came out. Yeah. Not the leak. <laughs> yeah. Not like the leak. Yeah. <laughs> that was too orange. And it was just. Well, mixing that's why I'm glad I didn't watch the leak. I just waited like a patient MFR for it to come out in the theater. I don't know about you losers. It was like, everywhere. It would have, it would have just how, popped up. Somehow, help it. I couldn't help it. And yet somehow I completely avoided it. Yeah. I mean, very easy you're not on Twitter as much, Scott. <laughs> I know it's because I am a healthy human being. <laughs> He touches grass. I do oh, a lot. Yeah, a lot of grass. No, no. It was one of those things where it's like when I finally heard that it leaked, I was like, I'm just gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up, and I did, and I watched it like twice, and then I went, All right, that's all I need. That's all I need to do. Nothing wrong, you know. Not that's it. The next time I want to see, it. and then I had told people, I was like, Hey, uh, it's leaked. Don't watch it. Wait till you watch it on the big screen. Just wait. Just wait. It'll be worth it. It'll be, you know, it's a great. It's a great uh, scene. And the thing that I saw, it was a lot of cheering. So I don't even know, like, you know, it's just, it's all muffled. It's grainy. Don't even watch it. Don't spoil yourself. Just ignore it. Don't look for it or anything like that. 
And, I just uh, think it's so crazy to think that that man has not been on the big screen of Superman in five years. And just look how the world is losing its shit over the fact that he's back. And Isn't I mean, how there were people running the company that like didn't said no. get that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. The, it's did, so. Did, did it's they so... not believe that it would happen or did they know that it would happen and were afraid of it happening? Like, I can't. I know, right? It's, it's like, because I, I, so, I mean, you've got to assume that, like, sh sure, they make bad decisions all the time. People make terrible decisions all the time in all levels of all companies, uh, especially in Hollywood. But they usually make in decisions out of their best interest. So, like, someone that's in charge of getting Superman on the big screen, you would assume isn't going to shoot themselves in the foot, like, for no reason. And it's just wild that they clung to this like can't get him back on the big screen for so long and arguably for personal made him reasons. more popular as a result of that like well i mean and, and it was funny too because I, I would always say i'm like this dude's value is going up by the week the day whatever the hell it's like his value just keeps going up and i kept on saying like throw the money at him throw the money at him it's like <clears throat> and i think him and his representation knew that that's yeah. why they were playing hardball too. I'm not saying that it was all one sided. Danny no, Cavill... Garcia played like yeah. really yeah. played the smart ball on this one. Because also look at what he did with that time. Imagine yeah. if he had been playing Superman that whole time, what he wouldn't have done. Oh, like, I get, like but look at because he had that time off. Everyone's getting uh, getting like the demand for him coming back as Superman is going up. But in the meantime, he's doing like Mission Impossible and stuff like that. And in The Witcher, like The Witcher doesn't happen without that. And so. Think of all the actors who have been become famous because of like being a being Superman or, or a character like which, that. Which which is a like great defines... time. Which is a great time to go back and say, "Go watch the Man from Uncle." Yeah, seriously, yep. go back and watch. I and now he's me, and, and now he's in a new Guy Ritchie yeah. movie. I know. Oh, yeah, Guy Ritchie movie. Yep. Guy Ritchie movie. I'm that, like, I don't, thank the, you. The, the the description of that too looks like that's his like here here's your your james bond alternative like <laughs> which he talked about during the interview how he almost got it but they were like we're going with craig well he's so but wasn't about that too because he's like oh i'm oh, sure that... <laughs> sorry the phillies just got a home run six to five holy crap this is an intense game sorry um but yeah i know it's just like but i like how he talked about how it like it, it came down to like the wire almost where he was up for it. so now when it comes to like the whole Let's get Cavill this time. It, I don't think it's gonna. It's not gonna happen this time. I think they're gonna go like, "Hey, we need to have somebody in there." You know. Now he's gonna be too busy. He basically said, "Yeah, I'm gonna be too busy." He even said Superman. that too, didn't he? He said, "I'm yeah. a little busy now." It's like, yeah. But you know, he's, 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 man. he's, he's, but he's, not he's gonna do this Guy Ritchie movie where he's literally involved in something that has to do with Ian Fleming. I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting here going, "This is fun." I'm but so also, down. Man from Uncle was kind of like a James Bodian role, and he's yes. also doing that Argyle movie, and that also looks like a spy role. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I saw with this one. Is it looks like he's basically like a a version of Bond that's more fitting for Cavill in my mind. Yes. Because like, well, 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 Bond would be great. There's something he's like. I don't know. He, he's got a little bit of intensity that I think is is better. Like, sure, he could do like the Connery Bond probably pretty well, but not. I don't know. I like the idea of him doing this other stuff, even though it's not as iconic. Um, 
but um but no i think his career as a whole has benefited from having that time off from superman to like oh yeah <laughs> be the witcher and be this other stuff and now he's getting so he's like having his cake and eating it too which guys that become famous because of superhero roles rarely get to do. I mean, well at... that's when they talk about the superman curse it's usually the, the yeah. real the real curse I, I think some people try to think too much about like what happened with george reeves and with christopher reeve and their unfortunate you know their unfortunate accidents and deaths but I think the real Superman curse has been the fact that once you get cast as Superman, you don't really get to do anything else. Because after everybody that. sees you as that. And that's that. And, and well, like, that's why, you that's know, why him man from Uncle, I mean, one of the things was like, you know, when I was watching and I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is, I'm enjoying this movie. But when I see Cavill, I mean, I mean, the black hair and then, you know, it's just, it's just Superman in a suit. But that's, like, what, that's what's so great, though, about him having that time off. And, and, yeah and people kind of treating him like he's done with Superman in a lot of ways is that then he goes and does Geralt of Rivia and he does yeah. um, the, his role in mission impossible and, um, and like becomes iconic for his mustache. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not just because of justice league, but I mean, because of, because of mission impossible too. And so those are both like what he's doing with it. There's body transformation, like the, the hair changes, like not only the mustache, but the hair and, and, nah. Witcher. and also those characters are like very not Superman. Um, you know, the, obviously he's a villain in Mission Impossible, and then in um, in The Witcher, Geralt is like, you know, his morality isn't isn't quite so pure, and he and gets so, to say fuck a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, and and so, like when you take all of that, like if that hadn't happened, he just played Superman that whole time. That I think that would have solidified him as like nobody being able to see him outside of that. But this gave him a lot of time to stretch to to prove that he could be these other things, and now he's still. It's crazy. You have to lose Superman in order to get that. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. weird how like these things, you know, are, you know, and then, you know, we're talking about this and I mean, we're going to be, we're going to get Ben Affleck as Batman again, you know, in a few months, obviously next year. And God knows how much more we're going to get from that when even he was, it, it got to a point where like both these were like, they were going to be going to be done. At one point, and now like, all of a sudden, the studio was literally going to replace them in the universe to broom them out the door. And technically, they kind of did with Matt Reeves. They were like, "Hey, you do let's do a whole different Batman," and they were probably thinking, "Like, yeah, we don't want the Ben Affleck Batman anymore." But now we're gonna probably live in a world where we literally have two cinematic, well, three with Keaton. And it's like, holy here's, shit! I mean, here's what's crazy about this: these are guys who, like, with the stroke of a pen had the ability to just do new guys <laughs> and just be like, we're done with like, they, right. They, they had the power to just say we're done yeah. and then to do it, to do something different. And they, they literally couldn't like, <laughs> because they are so afraid of taking risks. Like even with them, the, the probably the number one reason after pettiness was that they were, you know, kind of risky to use them again in their mind yeah because but also you know risky to replace and so as a result they just like do exactly they, so they did not anything with it. right they, they 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 didn't have the balls what's, to do one thing or the other is, isn't it, what's I mean, worse I've never noticed that when people talk about walter hamada's plan by the way i notice that the phrase <laughs> that's common is they'll say something like anyone who's defensive of it will say it's too bad we never got to see it or they'll say like oh he had a great plan it just didn't come to whatever and it's like the that it's important to pay attention to it doesn't matter what the plan it could have been the best plan on paper his job is to 
realize it. And so people are criticizing him. It has nothing to do with like, oh yeah, sure, hypothetically, he had a best picture winning Crisis on <laughs> Infinite Earth script in his back pocket. Unless he gets that to screen, he gets no credit for a good plan. No. Like that's no... that's and that's the whole problem. It's not like, oh, Walter Hanna never had a good idea. I'm maybe he had lots of good ideas. No. I don't know. He, no. he, he he failed to 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 make to have the content produced produced by the studio to get it yeah. greenlit to get it to get it directed to get it cast funded budgeted hashtag Hamada had not i mean like, like i mean when, when it came to the whole like you know and i remember when there was like certain scoopers out there that were going like hey you know basically you're 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 the d the 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 connected universe of batman and superman is going to be batgirl and supergirl and you know and it seems like he was very much trying to lean that direction which i didn't say i was like okay we can have both. We could definitely have both. But then the way that he, I mean, you know, everybody wants to be like, oh, yeah, Zaslav is so evil for ca canceling Batgirl. But at the same time, it was like Hamada tried to fit it into this yeah. tight little space that we've talked about. You know, it's supposed to come out directly after The Flash, which which totally um, explains why Michael Keaton's Batman in there and why you have J.K. Simmons Gordon in there. And then all of a sudden, when things got rearranged, it's like that just falls apart. It was like there was like zero margin for error. It needed to be in this. And then it takes place during Christmas. You don't want to like, I mean, we also, you know, when it came to Shazam, it's like, eh, you don't release it in April. Come on, you know, don't do that. And, but yeah, so I mean, it just seemed like he was really trying to do something and trying to, I think he was trying to appease the whole like, hey, you know, the future is female kind of thing. We got to go this direction. But, but it's like, yeah, you can have that, but you can have the dudes too. Come on. Yeah, but that's what's crazy, though, because it's not like there was a, I guess there wasn't, a, there was Wonder Woman was like the only one that was greenlit. But I mean, that was the first female superhero movie ever. Like the the early DCU was hardly lacking in, um, mm -hmm. in representation. No. Yeah. Um, the you know the justice league um they already have more than marvel who yeah, got a head start at at the time yeah at the time they were there there were yep. there's more diversity in the um in their early slate i mean especially suicide squad you know big mm -hmm. time and so and like that was in and, and, and not just in the cast but like the demographics like that was a big deal people were watching it they were like wow these people showing up to see this movie like don't normally show up to see movies um and uh I don't know. It was, it was, it's just crazy. That was like, you go from that to nothing and then, and then act like you're trailblazing when you come back and, 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 ah, oh, birds of prey. And it's like, well, yeah, but they were doing that kind of stuff already. <laughs> like you don't get pats on the back for birds of prey, man. I mean, that movie, it should have just been a Harley Quinn movie. It shouldn't have been that, you know, they were really trying to do something with that title, which I think. I, don't know. I liked I liked what ended up on the screen. I think maybe marketing and titling and stuff maybe could have. Yeah, the marketing and stuff like, like that. It's not a terrible movie. Like, I give it some hell because I think there's some things that did get rearranged. And all, but it's got a stellar cast. It's got Ewan McGregor acting got, like an There is chemistry between yeah. like everyone on like I think I think it's and it's I don't know I think it's a, got a, really a great fun... breakfast sandwich scene and, and it's one of those it's one of the few like comic book movies too where like it doesn't feel like a comic book movie it's not Tarantino <laughs> but like it feels more Tarantino they tried like... they were trying to make a Tarantino and yeah. I think that's where it kind of fell flat for me I even mentioned that they're like they jump back and forth but it got a little messy. 
in my eyes. And I think if they more had like a, I mean, God knows when it comes to reshoots and whatever the hell they were doing. I think if they went into it initially going like, Hey, let's make it Tarantino esque. Maybe they were, I don't know. It just seems like they were trying to get to that Tarantino style. It yeah. didn't quite achieve it in my eyes. Right. But it wasn't like a, like a, it wasn't like when Marvel does that. It's, no, it's still God. just like the same cookie cutter movie, but they'll like make a Pulp Fiction reference and be like, "Oh, it's like a Tarantino movie." And it's like, "Well, no." That's that right. Doesn't... He said Royale with cheese, guys. Look at him. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. <laughs> but, and 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 so like, whereas like, I think that's what's really cool about Birds of Prey is it was legitimately this like, um, this uh, kind of not quite noir, but it was a kind of Guy Ritchie tarantino crime kind of and then it had some john wickness in in it too because like when she was like that that scene when she kicks everybody's ass in the fucking jail that was great that's a yeah. great scene great i mean i love the action that i love all that i mean there's good great moments but yeah but some of it's just you know it's just a lot of yeah. messy moments you know so but, anyway i like i I'm, I'm i'm defensive of the movie for that reason but like it's it's not <laughs> like a I don't know. Didn't didn't blow the doors off or anything, but what was the that was what kind of what was frustrating about it was they were doing these things that were like, if you had done that five years ago, maybe you get credit for it. But like they were acting like, oh no, it's worth abandoning this entire slate because now we're doing interesting stuff. And it's like, but that's <laughs> what do you think? Like the the uh, what do you, what has been? I don't know. <laughs> What's baffling that? is that okay if you don't want to bring in um, Cabell because you think that he's risky or whatever. How can you know for sure if that's the case without even trying one more time? They've tried just once in Man of Steel. Okay, that didn't get the box office they wanted. BVS, that's like the whole Justice League basically is in the movie. Well, okay. and, and, then, and, and, the, and the argument about that Man of Steel didn't get the box office they wanted, but it's still the highest grossing solo Superman Yeah, movie. but well, from, their, no, from no, their point of view, they but, think that you know no, but, it, it but wasn't... That's not true. That, that was a this revisionist history, Be, like, right? Because at the time it was it was there was no question as to like it wasn't even a debate, and I'm not even saying it wasn't a debate like on film Twitter. I mean like everybody in in like the industry was in agreement that like the billion dollar standard didn't even exist yet. Yep. Like, that wasn't a thing that everything was being compared to until BVS. And when BVS came out, that's when everyone started saying, well, you know, Man of Steel's box office wasn't that great either. Yeah, um, he should have been. Eh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But thank you for. They the, could have. They could have tried one more time making a Superman movie with some other director if they didn't have faith in Zack well, Snyder. But, but, both but they didn't Steel, even do that. But both Man of Steel and BBS and arguably even Justice League, you know, what's it was a flop, but it, it made you know five hundred sixty million or whatever. Those are all. Those are not scrap everything numbers. Those are like. Yep. You know, like you look at phase one of the MCU and like every movie grossed that less than that, except for like Iron yeah. Man, right? And like first Captain America made like 260 million or something like that. Like you, you can't, you, you, it's just so wild that, that they, they threw everything out because of that. And then wouldn't even like, like BVS's box office. Oh, sorry. it didn't get a billion is 800 and what? 873. I think more than like, that, it was the people shitting on, you know, it was majority the, it was shitting on the movie and the characters and Snyder the, and all of that. It's the only franchise that has pulled something like that where they just said, like, abandon ship. Yeah. Be, like, but it's crazy, though, Fast because... The Furious, Pirates of the Caribbean, Transformers, they all had these divisive but high Exactly. You always try stuff. one more time, at least. 
But what's crazy is too is like I mean I think we've discussed this before too is like this the fact that Zack Snyder's Justice League came out helped get Cavill yeah. back also big time. It, it, I mean I mean I mean I, I always and people wanting Cavill back helped get Zack Snyder's Justice League out. Yeah. Also. Well, yeah, that too, that too. But at the same time, it's like even like the the Superman fans that weren't you know fully happy with what Zack was doing. Look at Mara Robles, who showed up that night when we were all talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. He flat out did a 180. I mean, we talked yeah. we talked about that many times where he goes, oh, OK, now I get it. Now people are going back to Man of Steel and BBS going, oh, I see what you were doing here. And it's like, yes, we can't make him the Boy Scout right away. He's got to go. He got. We got to run him through the ringer, and I'm gonna kill his ass before he does. He's gonna be reborn, literally. You know, and, and become joyous Superman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, why are you laughing, Casey? <laughs> because people are just being mad at typical Superman traits. <laughs> Rescuing kittens from trees. No, but I mean, it's just. Cavill himself has said multiple times that's not gonna that's not the version he's gonna play. Yeah, but and I completely believe that he can't play even if he tried to. He's not that kind of a person. Everybody always freaks out way too much when people like like Zach did the same thing with Justice League. There's gonna be no jokes. Like everyone <laughs> yeah. people people start talking about like using these buzzwords early on and everyone grips onto it and is like, Oh, joyful Superman, that means this whole thing is just gonna be him like smiling like a like an idiot the whole time it's like no he's just saying what he knows is gonna like get the headlines like wait like mm -hmm. he's talking about christopher mcquarrie doing it and, oh. and like mcquarrie that is not the movie mcquarrie is gonna make this is the version of the hero mcquarrie is interested in like it's so weird that like and with i don't know 99 percent of what you hear about a movie like prior to seeing it just take with a grain of salt as like yeah. oh, that's the thing people are saying because they want you to think that for some reason but like, it's kind of like what The Rock did with the hierarchy thing, and you yeah. could you could see that in most people's reviews if they didn't like it. Oh, I guess the hierarchy is not changing, or the hierarchy yeah. has changed. That was the only thing that people were referencing, right? Yeah. So I think Cavill wanted to do the same thing, like hope, optimism, whatever. And when the people go see the movie, that will be in their reviews. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you know the fact that his little cameo back. Fully back, acknowledges the past. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge, and he even said the fact that because we always talk about nostalgia. Nostalgia is always that that buzzword that that gets thrown around like oh the fucking nostalgia. Which I'm all about nostalgia, but of course I want to see you know I'm you know I love that's why I'm like oh, I'm okay with Keaton coming back. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the Flash movie because and that excites me. And I love the fact that there's like the balance of like, you know, Ben Affleck also there as a Batman. Um, but I love the fact that he mentioned like there's like a nostalgia to that. And it's like, well, yeah, it's almost been a decade since you started this freaking journey. I mean, it's 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 it is kind of almost nostalgic it'll be a now. decade. It'll be a decade next year. Yeah, it's just like it's crazy that the fact that it's like we're at at that point where now we can actually kind of almost consider his first go as Superman nostalgic. And I think that's why he looked at it like, yeah, that's why we should use the man of steel uh, suit, even though it's not drastically different. It's just not as shiny as, as, uh, as the, um, the other suits. But I just like the fact that, wow, we, we can be nostalgic now about this and the fact that he's returned and, you know, there's, 
there's a lot of excitement almost pretty much like i'm not saying it's at the same level but i mean the whole hugh jackman thing coming back big huge and something like that but man cavill's been trending like crazy all this week you know it's like the hugh jackman yeah. thing yeah trended and then it went away and then it kind of trended again but it's like with cavill it's just been like whoa all of a sudden you just you seeing him trending and it's like and he hadn't been playing the fucking character for two decades like jackman <laughs> but you know it's different yeah. i get it you know but and also what cavill envisions with his superman he already said that he just wants to see the hopeful superman before the dark side stuff right and it's not like um an invalid or some <laughs> heresy kind of thing right because i understand like the three movies that he had he, he was very busy in fighting 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 uh dark side and all that stuff so i i guess he just wants to have a you know breather in between uh all of that and well he, i'm sure the he thing also is would like a movie to be about him like, like, right, like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean. And the thing is that DC cannot move away from dark side. Like, eventually, one day they will have to do the dark side stuff. So it's not like they can ignore this storyline. They well, cannot even, do that. He's not even taking that off the table. He's not like I think it was exactly. a mistake to use him at all. He's just saying I wish that we got more before him. Right. Which like. So yeah. I, I don't see the problem because I feel like they want to do more movies before. Uh, you know they get to the dark side stuff and even by Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, canon you can see that of course he's gonna <laughs> take some more time to come here now so in between that you can have some movies and then gather up some other members of for the Justice League or whatever and then then fight well, dark side I just want them to explain how Clark Kent's alive that's that's, yeah. the other, that's my big one like give me the give me the story of how we're that's, going to that's something Clark that's going to be that's They're something gonna that's going to be addressed in the solo movie. Yes. Yeah. And I think I mean I think they could probably easily do that because it's like hey we made a mistake. Oh, we thought you died and then you know yeah. but then it's but like we put you in a coffin. Like this isn't like death of suit. <laughs> yeah, this isn't true. like death or true superman. Hey, he was just buried. He was buried under the rubble the entire time. No, they they had a funeral. Like yeah. his yeah, body did. was in yeah. the coffin. Well, now the and... best thing about it is how small the funeral was. And let's be honest, probably right. everybody at that funeral knew. Knew. Yeah. Yeah. They knew. I think um it's weird also because there was a, at one point at least a scene at the end of Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, where like I don't think they give a plan for that, but like where they they talk about it or they start to. Um, I think you remember that, Dave, right? For a long time, there was there was supposed to be a someone described the ending as, uh, um, as like Clark and Lois are discussing how to, how to get per tell Perry that he's still alive or something like that. Um, but I guess that I think maybe they, they ended up streamlining it and going with the um, the silent the um, the the Joe Morton monologue. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so a lot of that, so a lot of that isn't uh, um, is, you don't have quite as like truncated of a of an ending. But it's interesting because there's uh, something along those lines in there at some point. I wonder why Zach oh, removed yeah. the entire world's perspective from the movie, like it's yeah. not present at all. Yeah, that's one of the things that was always like my gripe about Justice League was the fact that they're like when it came to Man of Steel and BVS, you very much felt the world reacting to a lot of the things that were happening. Justice League, nothing. There's I mean, really no I mean well, yeah, his movie also, had that, and but he removed it because we could see some of those scenes in Justice League. 
a little mm. bit, but he but remember he's also um, he's very true to genre first and foremost. And so, like, Man of Steel is the first Encounter movie that's about society's perception of Superman, right? BVS right. was a was a political, um, uh, like a political thriller. And so, once again, you've got the social reaction, the political tension comes from people, the disagreement in the public at large. Justice League is the Seven Samurai or the or the the Arthurian Lord legend, Rings. right? And that and that isn't. Uh, about, that's that's about the heroes. Right? It's about the hero's journey, not mm -hmm. about the the perception. Like BVS is kind of the end of the how does society perceive him. That's the the humanity's character arc is if you seek his monument, look around you. Right. That that is not. not I'm not saying it's not relevant. It's not happening. But idea. but with Justice League, it it's the it's the Excalibur, right? And so in the Excalibur, you don't have peasants saying telling arthur how they feel right it's about the knights of the round table it's i'm being the... oppressed i'm being <laughs> oppressed right um and so that's kind of that's kind of the way i the way i see it is that it, it's a genre decision because I, I i would be interested in that but it would feel out of tone to me um he did uh, say that uh i think um for the watch party or i think on the watch party he said that he uh, did that on purpose to just focus on these characters, on the heroes. Right. Well, because look at like, not, and not this is the only way to do it, but like, look at the Russian family, right? Like, Ugh. the stakes get no, so. No, I, I will not. I will not. The, the, stakes, <laughs> the, the stakes get so muddled when like you're having this battle for the world, and you're like, but what about these people? And you're like, no, 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 we're talking about Superman versus Dark Side. The people, here. dear God, the people. <laughs> like even the scenes where Lois goes and visits uh, the monument, right? Um, mm. There are other people around her in Justice League, which was not present in Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I was like, hmm, he even removed those people. And it was just about Lois. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that there's, there's a sense, there's a, there's a loneliness about the movie. Right? Yeah. yeah. And the whole idea Definitely of the, the found family, found friends, um, us united, et cetera. They're all, they're all so lonely and separated from people because of that, like, that's cyborg is lonely. Wonder Woman is is lonely. Barry, right? Barry is lonely. Barry is well, lonely. because you've got you've got that thematic idea of the unity. Yeah. yeah. Once again, you've got the you've got the warped version of what unity means when you're talking about well, the mother the box. The parademons aren't lonely, right? Right. <laughs> Batman is <laughs> but Batman is lonely, and like literally, like I know Bug it's, spray. it's, Bug it's spray. four hours of DC characters <laughs> being lonely and crying in the rain, but like. But but I mean that's, the that's tracking his, shots and, and, and Batman is like I've been lonely for too long right that's his character arc yeah. and so he's trying to bring them right. together but the first beginning of the movie is, is like him getting turned down Aquaman is a loner I mean that, that's a very very yeah. strong strong theme and so if you are focusing on the the collective humanity I think that that's that's informationally interesting yeah th but and that's one of those there's no and that's one of there's those also lines that newspaper that when I was talking about, like, I know there's John's lines that got excised from the movie. I will admit, though, if I'm allowed one, the one I do miss is Gordon going, it's nice to see you playing well with others again. Like, yeah. that's the one time. That's that one line that I was just like, I, yeah. I, I, did, I did like <laughs> that one. But also, uh, there was this newspaper thing in the beginning uh, that says World Without Hope. Um, and he even addressed that, and he said that the world has already moved on. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why there's that wasn't on the newspaper. Mm -hmm. 
the newspaper oh you know it's funny it's like last weekend they were playing of course tnt was playing like all the dc movies because black adam came out and i remember i was at my mom's and justice league was on there i was like oh i gotta see where it's at and it was at the end and i was like look 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 it's the russian family look at how awful oh my god it's so bad yeah yeah and you see superman just like and your family's like dave stop screaming at the tv oh man (laughs) I was screaming at more than the <laughs> football game that we, that I eventually turned into. Um, it was just like, ugh, it was so like terrible. And then seeing Superman carry the building and I was like, oh, good God. I, I they... wish I wish that version would disappear. Like the yes. theatrical version of BVS disappeared. Like, <laughs> like the day I still remember the day that Ultimate Edition dropped on HBO Max and the theatrical version just went. I think they don't want they don't want to get still gone. They don't want to get rid of the Justice League version because they know that people are so they're going to be curious yeah. about it. Oh yeah, because they know that people. I actually it. wanted to stay because you yeah. should know how badly you fucked up. Oh yeah, I want to like get I want to get obliterated and just have like a watch party <laughs> like with friends and be like, all right, guys, you've seen Zack Snyder's Justice League. Some of you all haven't seen the. Fucking I don't even. I've tried show. that once or twice, and it just it gets. <laughs> I can do one scene, like just for like academic purposes, but yeah. anything beyond that is like no, it's it's so it's so in, in uncomfortably bad. Like, Especially when you see when you see what now what that you see the the, oh. the the real movie. Yes, I mean it was it was that way it was, before then. Yeah. Even, it is worse now though. That is true. Yeah, like, it's way worse now. The one that I, I think one of the first ones that I went back to really rewatch was the um, the the hangar scene. Ugh. Where, where the you mean the bat cave? Bat scene? cave, yeah, <laughs> and 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 that's what they replaced the um, he was my Superman was my hero, and there's yeah. there's no us without him. Like, there, that got replaced with like, did Steve Trevor tell you that? <laughs> like, oh God! And then she punches him. Oh God, it's like, so bad. No. Yeah, it's it's and it's not just like the the dialogue and the story, but it's like the way that's shot. It, it's like a bad sitcom. It's just it's wild. Well, to me. and it was, and, it was, and, I was spreading, and I was spreading the uh, <laughs> I was spreading the gospel today at work with one of my coworkers, and I was talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I was like, "Hey, you can get a four hour movie for fifteen dollars on Voodoo." I mean, just just saying. And when during the the the, the Black Adam sale leading up to it, you could get all three movies for nineteen ninety nine. Nice. And I was just like, nice. And plus an $8 off a Black Adam ticket. I was like, nice. that was a deal. <laughs> wow. What was I going to say? God, I had something. Oh, yeah. Um, I love, um, and you guys brought this up too on Squadcast. Cheers. Um, like the fact that that uh, Henry, you know, when he said like, you know, when he was talking about Fabian <laughs> Wagner, when they were talking about Game of Thrones, he was just like, oh, yeah, he yeah. saw he, he said Zach's Zach's Justice League. Justice League. Yep. Yeah. Justice League. He said Zach's Justice League, and I was like, mm. I was waiting for him to mm. uh, mention it. that movie, and he was like, he did it uh, by himself. He didn't even mm-hmm. had to, you know, address a question for that. That was that was Henry or, or Fabian. No, Henry did. Henry, Henry was Henry. talking he about it. Was he he was talking about uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah, and mentioned because uh, okay. you know. Fabian was there, you know. He worked on Zach's Justice League, and yeah. then you're just like, "Yay!" I love how 
I love how he wanted to gauge the reaction of the audience for Rings of Power, and like two people yeah. said, "Yeah." <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Somebody That's actually, it. but somebody did actually yell out, "Restore the Snyderverse," and then yeah. they laughed at that too, which was great. It's like you know, don't take that as a slap in the face. It's like they laughed at it because they know everybody yeah. knows the hashtag and whatever. Even though I mean, it's a meme. It's it's yeah. it's a it's, it's yeah it's a it's in the zeitgeist. But yeah, I, I still haven't seen the happy, sad, um, confused um, interview. Oh yeah, have it? So, no, I was need... on a I was on a plane when it dropped. So I didn't... <laughs> do, you, do, you, yeah, do you need was... Do you need the link? Um, I think he posted it on his on his YouTube, didn't he? Yeah, he so I have the I have the link for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, yeah, 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 yeah I, got I, it. I mean, I can I can get it. I just haven't yeah, had yeah. time to like sit through and and watch it yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even like a long interview. It's like it's forty five minutes. Forty five yeah. minutes. There you go. And they cover so much. But I mean, yeah, there's so much of that, and there's so, you know, and. Uh, and then, of course, we got the message from Zach, which I was like, cherry on fucking top. I was like, thank you. Do you, th do you oh, think Henry I, knew about that? No, he did not. You could tell. Damn. You could tell. You could tell that Henry was like, oh, boy, what's what's going on? Like, he said, uh oh. Yeah, he said, uh oh. I don't think he knew about it, but maybe he did because Horowitz did. Well, Maybe Horace tweeted out. He kind of led on that. He that led on. Be... He's all, "Hey, Snyder fans, I got something for you." And then it was funny because I saw people go like, "How do you know that Snyder fans are going to be okay when this is a live thing?" It's like, no, he had something in the chamber for mm. the fucking and everything. Right? This is always a conspiracy. Yeah, game. I know, right? <laughs> everything. Have you learned nothing? I know they're it's using always... Snyder fans for the views. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. No, but I mean, it just was like one of those cherry on top things because obviously, <laughs> for views, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's so, just so good. Exhausting. Yeah, I know, I know. We could go. It's very exhausting. No, but I mean, the, I, I and I even said this on Film Junkie Live. I was like, if I could only have seen, or maybe I said that on the Patreon pod. I was like, if only I could have seen, like you know all the, the, the narratives that have been out there from cert, the certain side of the fandom that just are going like, oh yeah, Cavill was against the Snyder cut. He's anti-Snyder. He's all this and all that. If only we could have seen like, like their faces when like Zach really just video messaged into this thing, talking to Henry and saying, you know, can't wait to work for you, work with you in the future. And you're the greatest. You're the greatest Superman. Superman uh, it was just yeah. like, I, I literally went, I went, Yes, I, I like I. And then Cavill right saying here. Zach is a lovely man. Yes, right after that. Yeah, yeah. Thank really you, my fr thank you, my friend. And yeah. just like he didn't answer the question though. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't answer Chris. But I mean, what Zach was, was the question. I mean, Zach was being funny about it though. Yeah. You know? Well, because Zach was doing the thing that Zach does, which is like, "Hey, Henry, big fan, have a question for you." <laughs> and it's like I Zach does that a lot, where he's he he plays up like the like he's like, a fan. Like, like, yeah. as a fan, like, like, I always think about the like, hey, long time listener, first time caller, you know, kind of. <laughs> yes, exactly. So he, he asked about his experience, uh, Cavill's experience with the belly pan stuff for the yeah. flights. Yeah. And how was that experience for him um, before while shooting and then after how it ended up on the screen? And then Cavill just did not address that at all. He talked oh. about, he, I think he talked about the cables over the cornfield. He's like, yeah, there was a yeah. lot of corn. There was a lot yeah. of Because, I mean, when you've seen those behind-the-scenes shots where literally him and, and, and Amy Adams are, like, on this crane, like, lifted up, like, and then it's just, 
I think I'm gonna there's here. there's that and one clip. Like, what does it look like? And she's just yeah. like a lot of corn, you know. <laughs> and he's like shocking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, yeah, I, he didn't technically answer the question, but at the same time, it was just like it was. Such, it wasn't about it, answering the question. It wasn't. It, was about, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. about that. It was showing appreciation. And it was showing that, hey, these guys respect each other because, I mean, I don't care what anyone says, Cavill's not going to be against Zach at all because Cavill wouldn't have a career without Zach. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, Zach, Sauce, Zach, we always talk about how great he is when it comes to casting and how many times, you know, you look at the entire Justice League and we only knew who Ben Affleck was beforehand. Other than that, nobody else. Nobody else was a name. Now they're fucking names, you know. Right. And it's just it's he he just had mm -hmm. that not just names, but I mean, like Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, yeah. um, Henry Cavill. Like yeah. they're all they're all huge names. Superstar Ezra Miller. Everyone knows Ezra Miller now. <laughs> Shut up, Casey. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say. I know. <laughs> I know. He was like, um, you almost said it, but you were like, Henry Cavill. Ah, yeah. Ezra Miller yeah. is all over the place now. Yeah. He's, he's bigger than ever. See? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's good no but i mean he's gotta he's got to, i mean that's the thing is like so there's always going to be that respect and I, and you know and even cavill like during the interview he was talking about how like you know or at, at least I know, maybe it was that interview or it was something else where he just goes you know he pays attention he goes like all right it's like maybe is he gonna fully agree with like everything like when when he thinks about the character is he gonna be like oh yeah i i, I 100 but no he's gonna be like no no like that that was good and i respect that and we got to acknowledge that and i think that's why when you talk about what happened to Black Adam, the line and the use of the Man of Steel costume. He knew he was like just kind of going like, yeah, you know, he could have he could have gone against, you know, what Zach's idea was, but he did well, not. But I mean, yeah. I know it's I don't know, it's, it's easy to go down this rabbit hole as like the Snyder fans. And but like you also also have to look at the studio and where it is right now. They are not unaware of the fact that the previous attempt to like hope and optimism remember was like the, the the key phrase like fucked some shit up in a not good <laughs> way right i mean yeah. like like justice league is like it almost destroyed everything um the fact that cavill is back is a miracle after that after what they did to his face and that, i mean <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's a it's a like we we talk about how cringe it is now but like it's a joke it's a joke of a movie nobody respects it they even ah, the president dj ha corny moment Remember that Bresnikan, was it was it the Bresnikan one um where he the uh, for Vanity Fair or maybe when he interviewed um um Terrio or something but he cited a, an executive or something who was like oh we all know what a piece of shit it is we just don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah oh no no, no I no, think that I, I think that was John Berg <laughs> was it Berg I think so it was it was uh, I mean in the article it was unnamed uh, executive oh, but, think, but I think, think well hold on let me check uh, was that I, one uh oh uh, oh, only oh, because careful, he was careful. the only one uh, out of them to. Lots of I have like two or th I have like two or three copies of it. It's fine. Oh, um, oh and but... by the way, uh, congratulations, Phillies! They won. Look at that. Fuck you, Astros. Anyways, sorry, cheaters. Um, they cheated. No, but but like, so uh, everyone that's like freaking out, like they're going to go back to the weed and Superman. 
like Warner, I'm not saying Warner Brothers is going to make a great decision, and it's not necessarily going to inherently be like, oh, this is right back to Zack Superman, but they are in no rush. Nobody is tempted to go back to the Whedon Superman. Fuck no. Like, nobody fucking wants that. Even even Jeff Johns doesn't want to do that. It's not that he has a say in it anymore, but like, if, if, if they were to let him do it again, he wouldn't even do that. Like, yeah. Nobody's that dumb. The only people that are that dumb are the people that are that are insistent that this is going to be. And you can't even tell me that when they when they screen that two hour piece of shit that they went, oh my god, that's so great. Nobody said that. Nobody fucking walked out of that and told Debbie Zach can never see that. that. Like that. No. (laughs) I mean, everybody, everybody that went to that in 2017 in that opening scene, I still remember. I was literally at a screening room on the Warner Brothers lot, and I was so excited. And then when I saw that first scene, my fucking my smile just went. I'm like, fuck me. The rumors were right, and it was was the football moment. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just like, I mean, there's no way that when they screen that, that anybody, even Johns, even no. anybody just well, went like, yeah, because like the marketing was just like, not like they were that when they yeah. marketed, they used mainly fucking footage that Zach well, shot. Well, not only that, but there was the, 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 the marketing push at the end. Like it just, it didn't have the blockbuster oomph behind it. They had already been like, let's, let's say it. Let's, uh, like nobody was shocked that it didn't. It was a it was a it was an unnamed studio executive. The quote was mm-hmm. when we got to see what Josh actually did, it was stupefying. The <laughs> robber on the rooftop, so goofy and awful. The Russian family, so useless and pointless. Everyone knew it. It was so awkward because nobody wanted to admit what a piece of shit it was. Oh, I love it. In yeah, my dude. head canon, that's John Berg because he's the only one apologized to Ray Fisher. So I was like, maybe he was trying to <laughs> he tried to, you know, realize that, oh, maybe this John's guy is not what I thought. Yeah. And he just left the whole place. But like A, all those people are gone now, but but B, it's like a cautionary yeah. tale. Um, and so, so it might not be the black suit. It might not be like the, you know, it might not be the, the, and well, that's the other thing also is even if Snyder were to, were to continue Superman's story, he wasn't, he was going to get lighter from here. Not, not darker. Yeah. Well, that's the thing so, I brought like, up too. He was already out of his darkest moment. So it, it, it's like, and even was just they were, they were, they were, enormously joyful. Enormously joyful. These, these complaints are coming from the fans that are that are making these complaints are the same ones from the circle that didn't like Justice uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League as much because it wasn't as dark as BVS. Yes, yeah, so right, let's remember right. that, so, shall we? Let's remember that, shall like, these we? These are the same yeah. people who already are like they don't like this, and and the only reason that they even latched on to Snyder stuff in the first place is because it's a bludgeon they can use in their like. Like if you go back a few years to when like the like prior to the the Snyder fandom being the Snyder fandom, like after BVS and bef- like before Justice League came out, all of these people came from like DC versus Marvel meme pages on Facebook. Like that is their entry point into all of this, and so they're, they're they latched onto Snyder as this like weapon in their DC versus Marvel war that like is just the dumbest thing ever anyway. And so, well, but go, they, going oh, to Gunn's tweet tweet today, okay, which was, okay. 
Okay, okay, yeah, we're, this is a good, you well, know. That's why they hate James Gunn, transition. too, is because he came from Marvel. Like, And that's, a, that was back from before the tweets even right. happened. They hated James Gunn because he was the it's a good he, he transition was Marvel's into biggest James threat Gunn to like, Can we stop it with the whole, like, Marvel-DC crossover talk already, Casey? I know you tweeted that already. Let's, let, let's get this house in order first before we start crossing over Marvel and DC. They don't even have their X-Men ready yet. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's pump the brakes on going like, oh, my God. We can have a Marvel. No, 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 no. Why That's... would anybody want that? I know. <laughs> because it's cool. No, it's not. <laughs> no. When I saw you tweet Look, that, when I when I say that, it's not the whole Justice League versus Avengers shit. It's it's the one off some random character that can have a cool story. Yeah, I has... totally. But at the same time, we're way far away from but any. They're yeah. not going to do that. They're not definitely. Gonna, they're not going to do like Spider Man gets teleported to Gotham and gets mentioned <laughs> by Batman. Right? No, but, nothing like that. No, they're no. going to do. They're going to do Justice League versus the x-men or whatever and it's okay it's, oh, so now man. that we have we have james gunn we got peter saffron um i mean uh it's it's an interesting i mean it was like one of those things when that when that posted i was like whoa because i mean i kept going it's gonna be somebody we don't know their name but they've been out there we're gonna go back and be like oh look at all the credits they have which technically <laughs> i you know when people people don't know who peter saffron is i mean i've obviously you know we've heard the name and then of course when it was like james gunn they started to split it it was like one of those things where it's like you know to me it was like you know i think we all kind of agree it's like yeah i'm not i'm not like over the moon but at the same time i'm I like the idea of you have a filmmaker and then you have the business yeah. side and they're dividing it because I mean, uh, Kevin Feige only comes around, you know, how, how, when does that, you know, come around once in a lifetime, he did his thing, try to find that again, replicate that. It's going to be difficult. So once again, his, his name was on so many movies through the nineties and the two thousands. Yeah. I mean, go back he and look at spot, <laughs> here in the spot, but I just like the fact that they, we're like we can't replicate that, so let's divide it up between filmmaker and, and then that's, producer. And that's what it was originally, too. When but but Zach didn't want the studio position, and right. so what happened was he basically po accidentally politicked himself out of having his own back. He's a filmmaker, um, but but he was oh. a filmmaker. I mean, that's why we have Wonder Patty with Wonder Woman and Ayer with Suicide Squad because that's what Zach was doing as the filmmaker, and then. Um, but he didn't want the studio authority, and so therefore he got he got expelled. But this is what they pitched from the beginning for that, and so this is – I was, like, um, fairly positive on the news when I first heard it, but the more and more I think about it, I'm like – even though I don't really like um, Saffron or um, – I like Gunn well enough. Like, I didn't like the Suicide Squad. Peacemaker was good. Um, but um, I, I really, really like that, the pairing of them. Yeah, um, because they're the they're each of them's strengths are complemented and their weaknesses are are reduced. And the idea of Warner Brothers, like like look at what's happened with Warner Brothers and their reputation as the director friendly studio. Literally, one of their studio, the DC Studios, is what they called it in the article, right? Yes, um, is now being run by a director. That's a mm -hmm. big fucking deal for a director <clears throat> to be running. And not a producer, not an executive, not a dude who tells other people how to make movies. A dude who knows how to make movies and knows what happens when creatives are um, 
are are shielded and protected. A dude who has produced movies that have nothing to do with, you know, Brightburn or oh, or um, what was the Office, um, the Belco experiment. The Belco experiment. Yes. Those are not good like, movie. Those are not James Gunn movies. But he produced um, them and he was right, a part of it. So like, so like, this is, this does not mean that every single movie is going to be Peacemaker. This mean this means that like like of all people, James Gunn is the guy that's going to be like, ooh, I want to see that like. Give me the the dead serious one. He doesn't want to direct it, but he wants it to yeah. exist. He like, so I mean, we'll see if that's what happens. But I, there, as a producer, James Gunn has not proven to be someone who says everything is going to fit my cookie cutter. Exactly. Yeah. When people are kind of like, oh yeah, expect dick and fart jokes and everything. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Go back and, and not even everything. James Gunn is dick and fart jokes. I mean, exactly. I mean, that's what's so funny. I'm like, hey. And then I even said on Film Truck, I was like, I was like, guys. Don't just watch his comic book stuff. He's got other things out there. Like watch Sliver, watch Super, watch you know the you know Belko experiment. You know even Bright though he's Burn. not like, like watch Brightburn. I mean he was very much a part of that. And just imagine, I mean Brightburn is dark <clears throat> as shit. I mean it's I mean basically what it was like he was he didn't he have like a co story cred maybe too maybe I don't know like it was his brother right that yeah. was his brother yeah um and I'm just imagining like one night they were probably <laughs> if Superman was actually a villain and not a good guy <sighs> and they were like oh, wait, it was actually written by two of his brothers two of his brothers right okay it so it was Mark two. it was Mark Gunn and Brian Gunn Jeez, how many brothers he has? Three brothers, huh? Yeah, so they were probably just, you know, God knows, maybe they were passing around something and that they just were like, hey, what if we did a Superman story when he was a kid, but he went dark? And they were like, that's pretty good. Is that that movie full of dick and fart jokes? No. Like, and like that's, and that's, so it's just so, I don't know. People are going to have a stick in their, like every orifice about about this. <laughs> I was their... wondering where you were going with that, Stephen. <laughs> so I'm sticking uh... their uh, their their uh, fart horn. They... Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. The, the, I feel like the James Gunn hate is more of a like people have kind of dug their trench and they're like, well, I'll look. Oh, well, I mean, to back it's off the now. tweets. It's the tweets. It's the weird tweets. That's what but I like, always get. None of the people who have ever made a big deal about that to me are like people who actually even have kids or grew up in the aughts. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's that's anytime anytime James Gunn stuff gets really. I mean, even like when uh, the unboxing and the fact that you know there were people that got all huffy puffy because I asked Zach about if he saw the James <laughs> Gunn goddamn animated. You know, that was the <laughs> first thing I quote tweeted after the news. Yeah. I was like, "Are you mad now?" Yeah. <laughs> all right. And it's just like you I know, saw and, that, Casey. I and, saw and, that. and people will just send the screenshots, and I'm like, I'm like, all right. So yes, I, and I've said it many. I mean, I had somebody even tweet at me like, "I'm disappointed you don't even acknowledge it." I'm like, I have. You, you're obviously not a fan, like you said, because I have acknowledged it, and I'm like, yeah, it was weird. It was. No, I, I didn't. Uh, the, the 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 weird tweets, the the pedo tweets, oh. and all the stuff, and the and the dressing up and everything it, like it that. It doesn't even. It doesn't. Mm. <laughs> Ghost. The, the joke. There are bad jokes, but it doesn't even need acknowledgement anymore. Like, look up what any comedian that told a joke between two thousand and oh yeah, what's his name? Like, oh, like, and, and we're not talking about like like it was it was a fairly common thing. I mean, it's like this is not that wild and it's not that i'm saying like i love those jokes but i mean he came from he came from trauma like this is not he's not a unique person who has like 
like that was that, a, that was a brand that was a brand of comedy uh, in in those years and it's not it's not like i don't know it, it's all weird but if, i mean talk if, about if, if we're talking about actual allegations like yeah we got to take all that stuff seriously this is of not course. saying like ignore victims but like present present some victims and we'll have something to talk about but there hasn't right. been and that's what's that's the thing is like there had there was an investigation he got fired from disney and then well, or like, where people try to connect because because he's got friends that that are that are pedos, but like I, I hate <laughs> everybody in Hollywood you. probably does. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, like there there are people in Zach's movies that are that that have been found out to be pedos, right? Like, and he replaced he replaced Delia only because they found out a, like what happens if if he found out about Delia after the fact and that it was too late to replace him. You know like, what's funny? Delia didn't find out until it was actually re- he nobody told Delia. He found out from news reports. I, I heard him on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Then nobody told him. They just were like, hey, they're like, I think it like his publicist, like, hey, guess what? They replaced you in Army of uh, of the Dead. He didn't find out. Then nobody called. I mean, that's how that's that's how way Hollywood is. They don't want to mm-hmm. tell people. They don't have that awkward conversation. They're like, oh, they'll find out. And sure enough, apparently Dalia had no idea until well, that, that also he, he still got paid and everything. Then oh yeah, he still got paid. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. But it's just it's crazy. Yeah, but you know, it's just kind of funny because you know he 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 had a redemption story, Dalia. You know, he's still very much out there and. I mean, he took some time off. He's even said like he made mistakes. He's done that. He's owned owned up to it. And then now he's he's got a kid. He's now not that guy anymore of whatever you know where he was fooling around. And I mean, obviously, when it comes to underage, that's all you know. He denies all that and everything like that. But um, but the fact that the matter is is like you know he's still out there doing his thing. Um, he still does the podcast now. But I mean, like when it comes to the whole gun situation, when people start throwing that all over the place, it's just it's just crazy. I mean, and I even said this too. like there are people that just have a just burning hate for him. And I'm like, right. well, that's, that's exactly. how people it, feel it about Snyder. From, it comes from DC versus Marvel stuff like because he was he was Marvel's like golden child for a minute. And so they were just but like you look like I think a good example, ironically, because because uh, Gunn has called him out is uh, is Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. There, there have been lots of um, allegations on like um, on social media. Camp ab- Mars about uh, not even Camp Camp Mars is actually like the, the cult stuff with that is is like just a, a 30 seconds to Mars joke that they Damn. made that people took out of context but there's been actual claims on um, on like forums and stuff from people saying like um that uh, on tour he he liked underage girls and would like be uh be cruel and stuff like that but and, mom's the word on him right yeah exactly well it's all it's all it's hearsay it's unsubstantiated yeah. it's not but like if you're going to take the joke tweets seriously then take the take the that, that would be even more serious those actual yeah. allegations even more seriously now these are not like people that are you know coming forward and and and, and pressing charges and so you know, on the is it trolls? Is it whatever? I don't. Who knows? But that's that's far more tangible and credible than than James Gunn making openly. It's not like he was. It's not like someone found his DMs and they were full of this. And everyone was, knows already. Yeah. Well, that's why it's such a weird thing is because it was done publicly. He was not right. an unknown person. He was a. I mean, he was he was smaller, but like he was that was his brand of comedy. And it's not like he was like, oh shit, someone found out about my super secret jokes that I didn't ever want anyone to hear. The goal was for people to see those jokes. That's why he put yeah. them on fucking Twitter publicly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and so the, they're not the, like, funny. Like dug up old tweets. It's like no, these are things that he said, like out loud, not because like the whole the whole point. Anyway, I I, I didn't. I said I don't want to get into a rabbit hole of defending. That's not the point. Yeah, and then the, like, there's a message in the chat that says, "But Gunn wasn't joking, though." It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> if he wasn't joking, well, then go, where's the allegations? Go, <laughs> yeah, where's the allegations? Like, all right, so he not was one person. Absence of allegations but, isn't proof. But of I think, but I think, but like, Nate, you were joking about that because your name yeah. is Nate Memes. So yeah, but it, like, but people <laughs> take it so fucking seriously where they'll they'll literally accuse you for being like a, I've I've been called a pedo enthusiast sympathizer whatever the hell it's because it this is all it's it's all bad faith it's all about what can be leveraged against you yep. to to man, to manage their argument and so pedo you know that's a pretty serious allegation to make that would help you win this argument about comic books if you call, accuse the mm -hmm. other person of being a pedo so like in the same way that like they'll they'll call you for for a groomer or they'll call you for racism or they'll call you for you know whatever it is that they can pin you on that's going to get you banned or going to get you you know and this is it's like i'm let's start talking about cancel culture guys anti-cancel culture <laughs> podcast let's go let's talk about joe rogan but no like it, <laughs> ivermectin whoops the point is that, 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 that <laughs> none of this is about what it's actually about it's just being leveraged in order to um to win stupid arguments that probably have something to do with a Marvel fan said something mean to them a few years ago when when Avengers was at the top of the box office and they never got over it. Like it's that kind of stupid shit. Like Yeah. I mean for me it's it's a really um awesome news. I, I liked the choices. Uh I would have probably preferred a different producer, but since they've been working together for so long, maybe the trust is better between them. So that's a good thing. And not only, um, like Steven said, not only it's a director in charge, he's also, you know, shown that he's a huge DC fan and he knows all hey, these deep the cut is, comics. James Gunn has a unique knowledge of all, right. a lot of this stuff. And, and also I know he, people are worried. People are worried like, oh, is he going to direct the Superman movie? I don't think he is. No. No. no, no he's, he's, he's flat out said, I didn't want it. Yeah, I don't because, want because, that. Because he doesn't want to make a super. He, like I said, with he's not going to turn every movie to a James Gunn movie. He knows that like a Superman movie doesn't need to be a needle drop, dick and fart joke movie. <laughs> and so he wants someone that's not going to make it that make it. He's going to stay in his lane of Suicide Squad, I yeah. think. That yeah. universe. He's going to he, he wants the villains. He wants the fucking out the outcasts. He, he wants, wants the that. random characters nobody's ever heard of. Exactly. And no one gives and the ones that no one gives a shit about. So when he does the dick and fart jokes with them, <laughs> he can get away with it because but that's also what puts him in a good position to be like the 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 Feige-ish role. Um is like who else is going to be like, "Oh, you know what's a random character we could dig up for a movie?" Um like he Wonder knows the, he knows the catalog that <laughs> way, right? <laughs> Yep. Wonder Twins is back. Yeah. Wonder Twins <laughs> looks like Wonder Twins is back on the menu, boys. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have an R-rated version. Or, no, of I it. mean, like, like no way, Kite Man doesn't show up soon. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Kite great. Man is definitely showing up in Peacemaker season two. Like, I yeah. need that. <laughs> Hell yeah! But uh, we got somebody else joining right now. Ray. 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 Ray is here. I was What's wondering up, when you were coming. I saw that you posted Friday flight like way too late. You know, just, just... <laughs> that's what he said. He's like, I shouldn't be able to make it after so, you record. So. so, 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 first of all, I, 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 I 
pointed that out in the episode. I put I know, no, I like I, I was watching the notification on my phone like right here. And like it dropped yeah. just, like a little bit later, depending on your time zone. So Yeah, because it's still Friday where you live. It's not Friday where I live anymore. <laughs> but uh Oh that's but, true. No, man. I, I I had the nope, had to go on Saturday. the Saturday earlier today. No, it's, it's Saturday for everybody but me. Well, like right now it is, but when I posted <laughs> yeah. the episode, I think it still was. <laughs> But uh, well, no, hey, I had to lost, right? Ray, hmm. just saying. Um, no, not, no, I'm, I'm not happy. Fuck the Phillies, I'm not happy about it. Oh, that. wow, I'm okay. Not, oh. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy that the Phillies won because I, it, all right, so here's the thing about the end. <laughs> all right, you know what? So, we can go ahead with this for just a second. Um, but like, Steven, Steven of course, leaves. Right? <laughs> 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 all baseball but, talk, I'm out. But Sports just, ball. yeah. The the thing about I, your perspective as a Giants fan, right? Because you're not a Dodgers fan, so the whole cheating thing didn't really directly affect you. But I'm so sick of hearing about it. I'm sick uh-huh. of like every time the Astros win anything, they're clearly cheating again. They, I don't. I don't should believe be- in that. I just. I just. I, I just have a. You know. Just a, eh, about it. But I want to see somebody. De- I mean, the Astros are always a part of this thing, and you know, obviously they know they don't always win, of course. But I'm just like, and not to mention, there's literally a guy on Twitter. I, I showed this on Film Junkie Live. He has predicted the last two World Series winners, and he predicts the Phillies this year. He, uh, 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 in 2019, he goes, these are my predictions for the teams that are going to win the World Series for the next decade. He predicted the Dodgers in 2020. Yep, yep. He predicted the Braves in 2021, and he's predicting mm-hmm. the Phillies this year. And I'm like, holy shit. And, and, and he, he went through the rest of the decade, and that's why I need him to be wrong because oh, yeah, the because Tigers there's no are nowhere on that there. fucking list. The Tigers are nowhere on that 2026, list. baby. 2026 is our year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it is. It has been so long, you know, and it just hurts when like, you know, because Dombrowski was, remember, like the Dave Dombrowski was our GM when we were good. He's the Phillies GM now and he's got oh, Nick Castellanos there. And it's like, oh, why. okay, okay. No, and it just, you know, and, and it just, it, it also, since you brought it up, it also reminds me of, of why I pathologically fucking hate the Giants for the rest of my life ah, I know, because I know. of that world. We talked about that. Yes, we and it, the that. the Giants and the Cardinals, but uh, but no, like, <laughs> anyways. But anyway, yeah, that's no, our no. that's our that's our baseball talk. I had it. We had it. We had to talk about that. But yeah, just what's going just on, Ray? How you doing? I'm fine, truthfully. Like, how, <laughs> how how like how how Ray is guys, very happy. How, how Finally, we have a DC Chief. This? Uh, well, well, uh, 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 okay, before, we have a studio. Thank oh. you. That's right. That DC Studios is real. Yeah, it exists. It is tangible. It is there, and you know, and just uh, that, and and like they. We didn't even have it. to wait until next year. Right, you know, like there, there no prediction. Like, because what were we saying? Like eighteen months. It's gonna take a while. It's like yeah. no, fuck it. Name them now, <laughs> right? And like, but they, and I gotta tell you, like, so there. The, the day that the article dropped, I had been at work for like a half hour. For, I, first time I signed into Twitter that literally 28 <laughs> seconds after posted, there it is. And I like I caught it before I got besieged with messages and tags about what it was. I was like, oh, all right. And I literally, t- this is another one of those cases. I'm like, okay, everybody, I need five minutes to read this. Okay, leave me alone. I'm reading this. 
for whatever. But the but the more exciting thing for me was Boris Kitt's tweet about the whole Pixar structure. That's yeah. what I that's really what got me excited was this whole idea of dropping the looking for a Kevin Feige and going to this whole idea of creatives being executives. I love that. I okay. love the potential so, of that. So, Ray, uh, I was wanting to follow up with you because I had to talk to Tim on uh, DC Squadcast, episode 340, on, uh, available in your podcast feeds right now. Um, and my understanding, how I explained it to him, and I would love some correction if I got this wrong, was that when you look at producers on Pixar movies, if you've watched enough Pixar movies – you recognize the names because they were animators, directors, or writers on the movies. Yeah, right. Is, is, is am I am I out of left field or am I in the ball? No, no, no. You're Br- right. Br- 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 Brad Bird, John Lasseter. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and sure. then Andrew, uh, the guy who did Lightyear, Andrew I mean, Stanton. Understand? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. because yeah. you know he worked. He was a storyboard artist on like Toy Story two. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's no, why Pixar is so consistently awesome. Yeah, Which and, Ray and wouldn't know anything about. That's oh. not true. That's see, that's not true at all, oh. Casey. I've seen more than I've seen half of the Pixar <laughs> movies. Just because there's like eight or nine, I need to get caught up on. Doesn't mean I have like Casey. Eight or nine? Are, how old are you again, Casey? <laughs> I thought it was just two or three. How old were you when when the first one came out, Toy Story? Oh, I heard that shade because I saw that <laughs> in theaters. Damn it. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Pixar. So I almost said son. I almost chat? dropped a son on you. <laughs> what percentage of the people in chat do you think have seen more Pixar movies than Ray? Everyone. Probably probably, probably most. Well, because it, it's like how many, like, because you you've seen Finding Dory and you've seen. Uh, I've actually seen two. less Pixar movies than you in actual in actuality. <laughs> then shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. You don't survive that. No. But, but, but I'm actually it, trying to think about the ones that I haven't seen. And the one that sticks out to me like a sore thumb that I just, I kick myself every time. I was like, why the right. fuck have I not seen it yet? No, no. Um, uh, Ratatouille. Oh what? Oh, see, I've seen. I haven't I've seen. seen Reddit, I haven't seen that. I either. actually haven't seen it either. What? Yeah, you I'm with. Have seen everything everywhere all at once? No, yes. no, I, I, no, I got the joke <laughs> in everything yeah. everywhere all at once. I just haven't seen Ratatouille. You stole so. the joke. You didn't get I, the I, joke. You stole the joke. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen Ratatouille. I've, I've actually seen that movie. Um, it was during one of my Pixar binges many years ago. But like, no, it's 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 just all the newer ones. That's all. I just gotta watch the. Ones that have come out in like the last five or six years, other than Lightyear and Turning Red. I've seen both of those. I've seen both I of need those. To, I need to what fin- do you think I of Lightyear Turning Red? I was at my hotel. I posted this on Twitter. I don't put it in this Yeah, one. you did. You did. And I, I, I watched this loop for All Access Hollywood like 10 times just so I could record this clip because it was the funniest, like, just brand IP exhaustion quote i've ever seen in my life but it was it was one of the people from lightyear being like lightyear is great because you know buzz lightyear the toy but you don't know buzz lightyear the man and this movie lets us find out the man behind the toy and i was like wow what 
a flaccid. <laughs> this is why nobody went to see this movie. <laughs> see it, it and, and 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 here's the thing. Oh, okay, all right, there you go. Hey, we got Ron um, right here. Thank you for the two dollars super chat. But yeah, you need to watch yourself some Toy Stories. Okay? You need to watch the Toy Stories. Yes, yes they are some of the best ones. I'm just they are they are Definitely. the best ones. Yeah. But 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 no, okay. So to, to to follow up with Stephen and also to answer your question, Casey, I like Lightyear. But the problem is that the marketing for that movie is all wrong. It's all wrong because it's the marketing was weird. Yeah, it, 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 it's not for Toy it's Story a, fans. It, it is not a movie for Toy Story fans. It's, it's for the, space I, opera fans. I, yeah, I think I enjoyed it a lot. I like. I think it. the concept it itself. I think the concept itself was kind of weird because if you remove this Toy Story element from that and just make it an original movie, I think it still stands. I don't think they knew and, how to market it, to be honest. No, well, yeah, no, that, that's they really didn't. At that quote because the whole idea was find the, the story of the man behind Buzz Lightyear. Nobody cares about the story behind it. It's, it's a Pixar movie about right. Buzz Lightyear. Roll with it. The whole like yeah. it's a space adventure, and then right. it's a space and then, adventure. And before, there was this last push before it even came out in theaters, where they were like, "Oh, we've got to explain." There was a Buzz oh. Lightyear movie in the Toy Story universe, and they made a toy. You, you, about you know, you were talking last movie. week about studio notes. I feel like there yeah. were studio notes for the marketing, like yeah. at yeah. the last second. They really were. Yeah, because because no, Scott's absolutely right. It's a science. It's a space opera. It's a science fiction movie, mm -hmm. and there's a ton of like. Like I, I saw the Star Trek. I saw the Battlestar Galactica. I saw the Lost and Interstellar. Space. Right, that's Interstellar. I saw elements of my favorite science fiction movies and shows. Yeah, in that everybody, movie, and that's why I enjoyed it. Everybody should watch it because it's it's got some great. I mean, like the little robotic cat. Oh, socks is, dude. Socks, oh, is socks is amazing. I, I, I mean, like this. This is what Pixar does great. Is like they 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 go like, all right, so we have a robotic cat. What can we do to make what would a robotic cat do like the cat isms? And oh my god, there is like some I'm not gonna spoil it, but there's you know, I'm just saying there's like <laughs> some things in there where they're like, Oh my god, that is tough. I was cracking up like laughing out loud at some of his moments in there just for comedy elements, you know, when so, it comes it, it, because what you had is you had people who obviously going back to what got us on this tangent, because we're great at that. Yes. It, we are. You know, I watched I watched the making of documentary that was on Disney Plus, and what you had was a director who would sit there with Legos and would like build and, and would like build the ships out of Legos to give models to the artists. Going, this is what this is what the X one's going to look like. This, this is what the XL fifteen's going to look like. And he's literally sitting there in his office building models out of Legos. Yeah. Like, yeah, which, is, I, yeah. which, which, once again, if you go back to the press release that was released on on Tuesday, and once again, it's a press release, it's press release language, great, right? Uh, you know, your mouth's writing a check, your ass better cash is all I gotta say. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but in that press release, they talked about, and, and I really should bring up the actual article, but they said we want an integrated, multi layered universe, but allowing filmmakers basically to make their own movies like right. it you know going back to the fact that no they're not all going to be dick and fart jokes and needle drops mm -hmm. i hope i hope well, well, i'm not well, i'm well, not saying i'm not saying that another... with, i'm not saying that with 100% certainty no. but i'm saying with but... hope and just logic of 
I don't think that's what's going to happen. I firmly believe that James Gunn doesn't want that to be the case. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Um, based on things that he said in the past and just his general sensibilities, um, he wants a variety of movies in there. He wants to avoid the single tone. He wants to avoid being controlling of directors. Um, he wants to like he wants to he wants to make like the R rate like like the R rated hyper serious movie and the the PG thirteen poppy like movie. And he wants those two to co He wants. He himself is such a big proponent of popcorn and milk. You know, writing and doing everything that he envisions for his projects. So I doubt he would be unfair, you know, towards other people like that. Well, that's the thing that I kept bringing up. I'm like, the fact that we have a filmmaker in there is he's going to, like, you make the movie. And if the fucking studio starts going like, whoa, 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 I'm going to be like, hey, whoa, whoa, no. There is no one who would do that, though. Like, yeah. it's just as love now. Right. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. But at the same yeah. time, it's I just, rare, it's just the fact that there's that a someone, filmmaker in there. Yeah. It's rare that someone who is an actual filmmaker is making these decisions. That's why I'm saying it's such yes. a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. Because, like, I'm shocked that he took the job because it means he can make less movies unless there's something yeah. part of the deal. Like, it's like they would love to have, like, a Chris Nolan or someone like that in that role, but Nolan would never do it because he wants to make movies. The reason right. that Zach didn't take Zach it didn't, yeah. back, back in the day was because he wanted to make or movies. Or Debbie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, right. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not, but I'm saying, like, back in the day, back when back when like th he was being positioned as like the spearhead of the universe he wasn't a fight like the people always say he was like a feige but he wasn't he avoid he didn't take a wb like universe architect job he was just a, a creative a creator who would he was he had the responsibility but he didn't take like the dc studio head position well, there wasn't a dc studio at the time but i mean the equivalent position um because he, did, he didn't want to be a feige he wanted to be a filmmaker um right, right. so the fact that <clears throat> Most of most producers are bean counters, not people who have made movies, who know how to make movies, who know how to. They're not writers or directors. They are, you know, and maybe they they've counted beans really well sometimes, but they, they they are more familiar with counting beans than they are with making films. And so, so James taking that step is like a really really good voice to have in the room, not because he's going to say everything he needs to do dick and fart jokes, because he knows what it means to to have a uh, someone who's never made a movie come into the room and start telling you how to make your movie. And like, I think one of the uh, features that James has above other directors who would have taken that role was is that in even in his movies or his Guardian strategy, he has this long form storytelling and he has everything mapped out of how he wants uh, the story to go for his characters. So he would be that kind of guy who would, you know, make that 10 year plan that Zaslav was saying. And that's why I'm excited is James Gunn as well as a producer in charge. Because to be fair, if it was only James Gunn being the studio head, I think that would also be a problem. But I'm glad that there's a business side producer as well that, you know, takes care of that stuff. And there will be obviously James Gunn who takes care of the creative side. And of course, there will be a writer's room now. Like every, every director and writer will be... Um, looking for any inconsistencies between their movies or mm -hmm. try to make it more coherent because now it's DC studios. And if right. I'm not mistaken, um, Joker 
um, is not Joker Two is not yes, it's under, not under them, right? No, it, it's no. still under Warner Brothers Picture. I group. love that. That is exactly how that should be handled, which I think resolves mm-hmm. yeah. the thing that we were arguing about in the past, Ray, about the function of DC Studios. Oh, right, right this, yeah. This lets right. them run, but like the idea that Joker and movies like that can use the DCIP, but Saffron is not is not managing budgets. Like this right. is a it's a it's a WB movie still. And, yeah. and I'm and it's I'm kind of hoping movie like an old like a like everything that a Warner Brothers movie impl- implies that just happened to be allowed to use the IP, and that that is amazing. Imagine if Marvel could do that. Of course, Marvel even well, doesn't well, have that. that. Yeah. And, well, and, yeah. And and I'm kind of hoping that the Batman is in the same boat, uh-huh. and they and mm-hmm. that they leave because because here's the thing. They didn't make it clear for that. When we were talking about that, Stephen, the concern that I had was. I don't want I never the DC Studios head should be reporting to one person and the big boss and that's it. Report to Zaslav and that is it. I didn't want a scenario where it was once again just a division where they're reporting to the head of Warner Brothers Picture Group and then that person is just is reporting to Big Boss. Based right. on what they're saying of this structure, this is the way around that. Where mm-hmm. you have where the gun and saffron will only report to Zaslav. And DeLuca and Abdi don't have any oversight on what they're doing, but they can still play in the sandbox with the characters on their own with what Todd Phillips is doing. And and hopefully, I, I think they should just also have, they should keep what Matt Reeves is doing. Yeah. Keep his stuff <laughs> separate on the are. Warner Brothers picture yeah. group area as well so this is this is and the best this is the, the the fix and that's this is this is how you do it i was always nervous about when people started talking about the black label um when yeah. the joker first came out they're like oh they need to do a black label and i love the the concept of those movies but even just the notion of uh, once you have a label once you say this is a black label movie well now the whole the whole novelty it becomes another universe is, is, is the whole novelty of joker is ruined by putting a label right. on it the whole point was it has nothing to do with any of these like don't 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 put a maybe after the fact after they're all made you can say oh, that's the black label collection but don't have a, a an arm of the studio responsible for making these movies because then you're just it's just a different shaped cookie cutter and like we want we don't yeah. want to use a cookie cutter at all we want uh, todd phillips to come in and say i've got a crazy idea and them <laughs> to say cool go doc, talk to, to luca and abdi that's we're only doing the not so crazy ideas <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, and, and you know, another thing going back to just you know, gun and specifically, like, it, I feel like you know, you guys were talking earlier about you know the the, the haters and 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 the, the the toxics that continue to be grossly irresponsible with their characterizations. Nah, of we didn't talk about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> but like, the, I think what what people are forgetting, and and this is a this is this is one of the reasons why he he potentially works very well for this job on the creative side is remember what happened when he got fired from Marvel studios. Remember what Dave Bautista and the cast and crew of guardians of the galaxy did. Remember the hashtag that we thought was extremely hypocritical because, Oh, that hashtag's okay. But this other hashtag is not okay. Remember those arguments that we had a couple of years ago when that happened. And, and, and this is another case of just like how Zack Snyder has, creatives very much in his corner so does james gunn look at what happened tuesday and into wednesday when the announcement came down look who 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 congratulated him david sandberg congratulated him scott derrickson congratulated him david ayer congratulated him said the characters are in great hands and this is a gun is somebody that has the respect 
of creatives in Hollywood and you know, people are want to work with him will not don't mm-hmm. have reservations about working well, with him and he also recognizes what a social media smear campaign looks like mm, yeah is, absolutely with all the backup is, that he did with the uh, snyder cut phantom and shit which is very re- relevant to look at the way yeah. he's going to perceive things like the air cut or the snyder cut or um ezra miller he's not going mm-hmm. to look at those in terms of of um oh there's people talking on social media i've got to make a decision but he's going to look at that in term like from a much more measured perspective which is mm-hmm. totally alien from any perspective that they've ever had in that office completely right um yeah and so like and you, you like that that's an experience you can't buy i mean i guess you can because they just did but <laughs> <laughs> um but like no that, that that's huge to have in there because he's got he's got a context and in an awareness of like for example you talk about bots and all that He's been public before where he said, like, well, no, some of those Snyder guys are crazy, but, like, the majority of them are, are pretty cool. Why does he know that? Because he interacts with people on social media in a more real way than even Dwayne Johnson does. I think Dwayne Johnson is the yeah. intern that does it, right? Like, it, 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 it's, it, it's crazy how James Gunn doesn't even have the job yet officially because it's not until November 1st that it takes effect. And he's already yeah. provided more PR as the de facto DC studios had than Walter yeah. Hamada did in four years. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then that's another thing. Um, that's another thing that Gunn has that would be the, the suicide squad screening is November 5th. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the, that's the, that's the Twitter event. Yeah. Right? Well, not yeah. even the Twitter event, but isn't, isn't there oh, the, actually being screened? So isn't that, isn't that what's been said? So, I mean, is he, so is he the one screening? So that I would imagine. So, yeah. Okay then. Well, that's another thing, Ray, that we wanted from our DC chief, right? That the, the PR, person should be yes. Right. yes, the PR and he should communicate. And who better to communicate, especially on Twitter, than James Gunn? I like, cannot he will wait instantly to see, reply. I cannot wait to see him. And I didn't even, Ben brought this up, Ben Evers. I cannot wait to see him eviscerate Scooper Madness. Yeah. Because he's already done it. I cannot wait he's to done see it. that. Well, I'm kind of wondering, too, like how. How is he going to be the same amount of active, or is he going to be less active? Now? I bet he gets a little bit more big boy. You think so? Probably. Yeah, yeah. A little okay. bit, not entirely. I mean, they bought James Gunn, right? Like this, James. I mean, James Gunn. yeah, like, right. <clears throat> but I mean, but also too, I'm like, you know, the fact that he's backed up and even supported David Ayer and the Ayer cut too. I mean, do you guys think that maybe this? apologize to Ray. He did. He did. Yeah, and no, I, Ray yes. and Ray yeah. quote tweeted him and thanked him for it. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I yeah, and um, which so by the way, that's more than Walt. Like, like yeah, like like, like, like right. talking about. He's acknowledged. He acknowledged that Snyder fans exist. He said that he'd be in favor of the air cut if you know, yeah. if, if Air wanted the studio want. Like these are all things that the other other executives would never even go near, much less hire somebody that had an opinion on them. And so this isn't saying. You know, I always I always get nervous walking into this territory because I don't want to say something that's going to have someone like tomorrow. So you're saying he's going to restore this network? Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I don't want to say conspiracy, but like there's a lot of people that could have been hired that would have had a zero percent chance of of making that decision. And James Gunn is like, I'm not going to say that it's like a high chance, but in terms of like stars needing to align, and we talked about this with the Snyder cut all the time, like, you know, hundred stars need to align. And so one more is always good. And this is, this is another 
possible like leaves that possibility more open than a lot of other people would have when you have tweets of gun supporting that and then, and then and then you know when you have Ayer who's going to like essentially pitch the fact that it's i mean that's what's so great too is the fact that if if david ayer next month or in a week whatever the hell it's going to be you know obviously there's a big campaign on, on november 5th and you know it's basically alluding to the fact that it's like almost like the november 19th to 2019 thing where zach was doing the same thing so it's like okay we need to back it up we got to get this thing trending as much as possible blow it up and now it's not that he's just pitching to, you know, these just execs or Zaslov. Now he can actually pitch to Gunn, who they have a mutual respect, another director. And now it's yeah. almost like, is Gunn going to be like, hey, I think we can find, we could figure out and be like, hey, Peter, well, we could figure out something to get like well, the, because he's not going to need as much as the Snyder Cut. Obviously, he's going to need way right. less. You know, so it's like, hey, I think we could fund this. And, and, and he has way less in his way, right? Yes. It's not like he's got a, an Emric or somebody. That yeah. He's, he, there, there isn't like this giant. He doesn't have to build as big of a case because all he's really got to do is tell, is convince Peter and then tell Zaslav we're doing this. But like, you don't, you don't hire James Gunn for this job to play it safe. No. And so I think that's what's no. most exciting about it is like, regardless of air cuts, Snyderverse, that, that's all, you know, always really interesting. And, you know, there's a lot that can, that can be said about it. But most of all, this is not going to be a um, a cookie cutter exercise as far as I can tell. Like, if you don't hire James Gunn, if you want to just do this, like, neat little... Like, ironically, even the MCU, like, if you want to make the MCU, you don't... That's not James Gunn. Yes. Right? James right. In his movies, movie. dead people stay dead. Yeah. You've got... You've got... You've got um, you know, the, 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 the James Gunn Marvel movies are James Gunn with kevin feige handcuffs right mm -hmm. but exactly like, but but james gunn movies without kevin feige um there'd be a lot of similarities but like the, the universe isn't going to be the same like uniform you know the guardians movies were different from all the mc movies when they came out it was a very totally different in lots of ways the rest of the mcu is now copying james gunn style so the uniform yeah, taika copied his style for the Thor yeah. movies, no yeah, and then, yeah, and then and then try to amplify it badly, <laughs> right? Yeah. So Jesus the cookie Christ. cutter aspect of those movies is retroactively applied. There, that's not he did not come in and say like, oh, I'm going to make this movie. He 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 changed their the rest of their movies. So, yeah, I don't know. There, there's... And DC, like the well, Deadpool well, it... and Guardians effect had um, some effect on DC as well. Well, wait, and, and that was, you know, I remember that being like, that was the biggest question that I had about the Suicide Squad going into it was, okay, I know what he can do in the Marvel sandbox. I want to see what he does outside of the, with, without the shackles. And, and remember, this is the same guy. And I know that, you know, it, listen, it's all PR. It's part of the PR. He's got to talk about how he's appreciated Kevin Feige and loves him and all that. And Feige, you know, does the whole back and forth reciprocal and all that. But remember that this James Gunn is the same man who quoted how much Feige was in the edit room for Marvel fans. He said that he exposed he that he confirmed a lot of our suspicions with respect to that. Cause we'd been saying for years, how much of a, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, a tyrant Kevin <laughs> Feige has been with the creative in the Marvel in Marvel studios. And we were laughed off. We were, it was brushed aside and then Gunn comes out and basically says, no, pretty much. He yeah. was, he's in the edit room actively. Like he's the one that said that. 
he has to be in the editor room because they needed that tight continuity look at what's happening with phase four now like people are not enjoying it as much because he has too many projects to personally go and oversee which is funny because i like i still phase four is still my favorite (laughs) next to phase (laughs) but yeah so so no like going into the suicide squad i wanted to see what an unshackled James Gunn was, and that's why I still subjectively believe the Suicide Squad is his best. I think it's better than both of the of the Guardians films, personally, and mm. I, I'm confident that it'll be better than the third one. And do you think? Do you, think that, do, do you agree with that, Scott? Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I need to go back and watch the first one again because yeah, I, I have, one. I really, I have, I have lots of love. For the first Guardians movie, yeah, I think Me I put. The fir- I don't know if I put the first Guardians in my top five of MCU. It's definitely in my top ten of the MCU, while also Guardians two being, you know, in the bottom three. Yeah. So I think that um, I rewatched Guardians one a while back, and every time I watch it, it's I'm 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 reminded of how like fresh it feels. And I think that the distance from it allows people to they, they group it with Guardians too, or the fact that so many things copy it, they've let be like, oh, I'm exhausted by those jokes now, and the needle the needle drops or whatever. But Guardians one is so fresh, yeah, it is, and the character arcs are all so tight, mm-hmm. and, they're, yeah. and they're all and they and they culminate at like the at really satisfying moments. And people complain about like the dance off to save the universe and stuff like that, and but even that works because of how tightly wound the character arcs are mm-hmm. like it, it's not even a silly goofy joke it actually works in the in the narrative and so, sure maybe a more serious movie might not do that but but in the context of that movie like it's it's phenomenal it's like really um i think it's, i it's, think it's, that movie is a modern classic and yeah. second one i don't th- i mean james gunn thinks he the second one is better but uh i completely disagree no. like the first one I, is respectfully disagree with him on that um yeah. but no you know it, I, I and i don't want to make it seem like i just dislike the first movie no the first movie i i lean with what scott said it's definitely in the upper tier of the mcu for me as well i just there were creative choices storytelling wise and also visually especially that he made in the suicide squad but i think vastly supersedes what he did in either of the guardians films in the MCU, truthfully, like it. The, I got the, the one thing that I can say definitively is that I thought the Suicide Squad had the best needle drop soundtrack of the movies. Like, yes, I would agree with that. Interesting. I would agree. I, with I that. mean, my complaint maybe it was almost too, maybe not too good, but like too on the nose with some of the. There were moments where I was like, "Oh, those were just like song lyrics doing storytelling," which isn't bad a little bit. Um, I mean, Baby Driver kind of did that. Right. Well, yeah, but that was the. But it really know, worked. But that for, was that's the point yeah. of the movie. I'm not saying it's inherently bad to do that, as a, as a concept. It's just, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to to to, whatever. But um, <laughs> yes, you are, Stephen. Yes, he, you are. I see. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that um, I would agree. Guardian, um, the Suicide Squad is like his most visually ambitious. Yes, um, he no, tried totally it. Yeah. And and you know, he got Starro, dude. Did Starro and that scene when like when uh when they're when uh when uh flag and Peacemaker oh, yeah. are fighting with the those helmet. two are definitely mine. That 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 shot right there is my favorite shot of the whole movie. Is like the fact yeah. that he's showing the, the reflection of the helmet, 
as they're fighting, I was like, wow, that was a that was visually. I mean, and, and the decision to do it like, yeah, we don't just need to see these two fight. Let's show it like this. And it was like, perfect. That was like, I it, love it, that. It, 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 oh, go ahead. What was it saying? And, and not to, you know, because to, to bring up Starro, not to, again, not to disparage Guardians 1, but we've talked before in the past about the Marvel, the MCU villain problem. Mm-hmm. Ronan. Yeah, Ronan's kind of weak, just, yeah. Yeah, you know, but but if, if, I'm, if you're asking me to compare that to what ended up being the villainy in the suicide squad i i will take the star i will take what ended up being the villainy with starro and and the thinker and how that all happened over what we got as far as the villainy in guardians of the galaxy not that the movie like everything steven says about the movie i get where he's coming from and i i largely agree with it but that's a weak spot and right. well it's always yeah, been a weak spot for a number of the mcu's films well that's one of those like i think that he well, he's like the most ambitious w- with the Suicide Squad. I think the biggest issues that I have with Guardians and the Suicide Squad compared to the the first with Guardians two and the Suicide Squad as opposed to the first Guardians is the first Guardians feels like where he's mer- very much in the pocket. He like he's in his comfort zone and like nailing it. Whereas I think that the, the Suicide Squad his reach kind of exceeded his grasp a little bit. And so while it's more ambitious, which always gets points, the execution was less um solid um which loses points and so for some people you know that's that's where you kind of create that spread of like how much points do you get for 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 the ambition and how many do you lose for the lack of execution um Mm -hmm. and the same thing with guardians the other guardians it's like it kind of lost control of it a little bit because it just got a little too big for not too big for him a in for general. The but... A little big for the bridges. Yeah. In that manner, I think Peacemaker was uh, better than Suicide Squad. For yeah, that I think Peacemaker was operating that. in that comfort zone, yeah. too. I, think I, I agree really... with that. Scott, if, if, if you recall, you remember our Batman Returns review for uh, Squadcast movies at Squadcast oh, yeah. Media. You remember what Brent said. I, it, was, it was one of his better comparisons where he we were talking about the difference between Batman 89 and Batman Returns, where with Batman Batman 89, you know, because it's the same ham script, there was more of a, not a restraint, but just, you know, more of a, it it was like Burton was in the pocket for that movie, and Batman Returns, his ambition, you know, there was overreach. He went full Burton, Burton and it didn't (laughs) totally work. No, and so it's and and remember he made that comparison because we had said the same thing about the difference between Guardians One and Guardians Two on Fans Without Borders back in the yes. day, and 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 I and I, I I would agree with that. I think there is it's a and it, it's it's almost a similar case where like the he was in the director was in the pocket for the first film and it did incredibly well, you know, because of course Batman and I did very well, Guardians One did very well, and so they just let him roam free. For the sequel, it didn't quite work for Returns. It didn't quite work for Guardians 2 for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got somebody else joining right now. Why are you the way that you are? 
Travis is here. <laughs> I that saw like great. five times you're like, and, and then boom, someone came. I laughed. I, know, I, know. I was trying. I was trying. I was like, oh, oh Travis. I'm like, hey, look at no the camera idea. getting ready. And then no. I, I had no idea who that drop was for. It's it's perfect. How you doing? I like that. It's good. Well, I heard there's talk of the gold standard, so I had to come in. Here. I was just going to mention that. And Casey's <laughs> absolutely right. Fuck everybody. Like Marvel vs. DC would be cool. Let's pretend we're just 12-year-old kids. Oh, no. And even if it was a Thank shit you. film, even if it sucked, Whatever, we move on the next year. We have proof that it it cannot be done. Yeah, and it will happen one day. We might not be alive, but it will happen one day. Why do we want it to happen? It will happen. I just think that we should pump the brakes a little bit. No, I agree with you that we should not rush into. I think to me that is like if the four years go smooth, that's like okay, the next four years and stuff. Because it'd be fun. Why not? Like that's stuff that I want to see. Like of course, there's a side of me like looks at films subjectively and critiques it, but there's also just side of me like, oh cool, I could see Thor and Iron Man fight for two minutes. Sure, why not? Because this thing like these are based off comic book things that are based for like teenagers and children yeah they get older and stuff but they're just it's entertainment it's not stuff like if they make a bad marvel dc movie it's not gonna ruin logan for me or dark knight it's like okay that was something and we move along you know hey you know i'm the i'm the one who's old enough here to have actually have picked up marvel versus dc mm-hmm. and then the <laughs> ensuing amalgam comics off the oh, spin dark rack. claw give me fucking dark, dark claw, claw man yes. come on and hyena fuck yeah yeah and um dr strange fate and fantasize <laughs> and oh, i can keep going super soldier okay so they made the strange fate batman and scooby dudes should also do that a hundred percent and teenage mutant Ninja do it all do it all let's let's have some oh, fun the batman the batman dave will kick us out the movie was <laughs> actually right. fun let's 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 it was, let's, uh, it was good let's 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 rope it in now style it back Gun, yeah do the, do the batman scooby-doo like right, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, and with yeah, that yeah I'm like, still in way, that vein. Can... I want them to do like an Elseworlds movie, but I want them to do like a Batman '67 and cast like today actors and do oh like a very God, comedic, no. cheesy. Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> I would love that. What I does it matter? Go that. get John Hamm be Batman like Adam West. Oh, no, you, 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 you know, you know they cast Will Arnett in live action. You sure, know do that cool. too. That's great. I, yeah. I still want my Tarantino Batman '66 though. Oh my yes. God. God damn it! That's like my dream. Um, what if, so if, people actually get mashed up in the stupid traps? No, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's, gonna say, it's gonna say like squish over it or something like that. Yeah, and then that's his last to... movie. He's making Batman 67. <laughs> Terrence, that's ten, James Gunn's first announcement. Movie. Yeah, next yeah. Comic Con, he comes out. I got a special guest here. Cute, <laughs> cute. You know what? I'll take out. that over. I'll, I'll take that over him doing oh, Star Trek. I'm so glad that's not happening anymore. Uh, I, I would have loved to see that. Yeah, yeah that would have been great just to see what uh, would happen, you know. No, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But um, hey, which by the way, speaking of Tarantino, Reservoir Dogs in 4K is on sale on iTunes right now for like 4.99. <laughs> so go pick that up. Have yeah, you seen know. the Steelbook case? Have you seen the creepy ass Steelbook case for that release? You mean you mean the case? You mean the Steelbook that I pre-ordered? Yes, I have. That is so <laughs> creepy, isn't it? Well, why is like, it that creepy? is a really creepy slip because it's <laughs> it, it's it's the if you because it's Lionsgate, so they do this they do the clear slip cover so that you get one image on the steel book that becomes a different image with the slip with the uh, sleeve over it. Oh, it that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I oh, know, right? It's creepy. Oh, it's fucking awesome. creepy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And I love the way the blood drips down and forms the gang oh, and everything. God. That's it's, a really good one. Oh, it's so creepy. 
but yeah, there you go. yeah it, it's appropriate though like it's it's yeah. the scene of the movie so well because i'm stuck in the middle with you it's okay Oh, you will man. never. It, 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 I was gonna say. I just looked it up. I was gonna say it's something with the ear, right? That's why I was like touching my ear. I was yeah. like, is it something with that? And fun fact, they wanted him to cut that scene out. By the way, mm-hmm. they of course like, they did. Too much, yeah. But it's like, well, it, well, well it, what makes the scene more horrifying is that he moves the camera when he's actually doing it. Mm-hmm. So you're left to, to your own imaginations on how horrified mm-hmm. yeah. this looks. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very effective, but no, so Travis. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of gold standard, <laughs> yes. What do you think of the Russos doing of DC? Oh, oh shut up! So shut I love, up. I love, I love Civil War. Things? I love Infinity War. I love Endgame. I oh, don't wow. want that to happen. I because yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say there's some directors that like are perfect for what the mcu does and on their own i don't know if they would i wouldn't be opposed i'm not gonna fucking like throw a ride and stuff like that i don't know if i'm on board i saw you tweet about the superman <laughs> man still too that to me is like a that's even a stretch for me as an mcu lover I'm like oh i don't know I think- what if it's justice league with zach producing? <laughs> other way around maybe i don't, I don't want i don't see is it past your bedtime <laughs> No, it's, it's like, it's like I just love triggering you. Oh my God. These guys make it bigger in the MCU is because it functions like TV. Yes, they take it yep. takes the. It's big a series, direction. and 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 that's not even a knock on these directors. It's that it's they have stunt people come in to do the stunts. They have visual mm-hmm. effects people take care of the visual. Stories effects. planned. The story is already taken care of. They mm-hmm. just come in. They say, "Here's your script." Um, and you're responsible for like making sure the dialogue and stuff gets shot. Yeah, and, and, and throw an idea or two in there. Tonal stuff, and you know, I mean, you have an, you have an influence <laughs> for sure. But like, and uh, and Ray talks about this all the time that it's like assembly line, like mm-hmm. TV production, assembly style. line, cinematic um, television. And it's, it's brilliant in, in in as a as a studio structure. I mean, obviously, it's been financially successful, but that's why you don't, you get like. I don't know. People are going to. This is one bad one to choose because people here are going to argue with me. But like, you have Sam Raimi come in and do a, and do a Doctor mm. Strange, and it's got a lot of Raimiisms for sure. But like, it is it is a far cry from like a Sam Raimi movie. It's just yeah. kind of like a Marvel movie that has some Sam Raimi stuff in it. Yeah, and that's what they like. To me, MCU is a restaurant where the directors are different cooks, and sometimes they just want someone just to cook the fucking meal. And then there's mm. other times where like, hey, we want a month like meal of the month, get a Raimi, get a Coogler that we want someone that has a bit more of a style, like like James Gunn, right. where there is times where we just need someone to shoot this. And but like Captain Marvel 1 to me is a, we need to shoot this and get to Infinity War. Even though still sit on the... Um... Who directed the first one? No, it was Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Oh, that's right. Gone. Yeah. They directed some gambling movie with Gosling and um, the guy, I, I, Ben Mendelsohn. I, I, I still say. Oh, I, oh that, yeah, I remember that movie. I, yeah. I still no, say no, no, that no, the it reason. It was Ryan Reynolds, not Gosling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I still say that the reason. Actually, a good movie. What movie? I forgot what it was called, but yeah, it had it's like Reynolds Mississippi and uh, Mendelssohn. Yeah. Mississippi, oh, okay. yes. Mississippi <laughs> Table, some, yeah, some something like that. City and not a bad movie. Adjectives. Not a bad movie. Yeah, it was I fine. Really, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah. I anyway. still say that the reason they got Raimi is because Derrickson was going to go hard R with his horror, and they're like, "No, we need PG thirteen horror." And <laughs> Raimi can do PG thirteen horror. But also, Derrickson is unique in in the MCU in that. Um, him and uh, what's his what's his writer's name? Um, 
Oh, Steve, uh, no, um, is it Steven C. Something or no, something? It's, it's, um, it's a three name guy, I think. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> one of those three namers. Guy. Can't trust Robert? Him. Yeah. yeah Robert. Oh, that sounds, yeah. Cargill. Yeah, Robert Cargill. Okay. Um, Just two. Like, there's <laughs> no, he's Robert C. Cargill. Oh, I see, there it is. See. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And and so not only do they are do they have a um, a writing and directing relationship that's extends outside of the MCU also, um, but like they they care about story in a way that is um, is it's a part of their their process, right? They're not a they're not guns for hire, and so they yeah. worked for the first. Um, the first Doctor Strange says Cargill wrote that, but now oh. and also it was it was separate from all the other ones. So Cargill wrote the second one also, but now you're in the MCU and like Doctor Strange is no longer this like island. Like it's easy to write the first Doctor Strange and be like, oh, we'll you know we'll reference tell the stories, yeah. But like mm -hmm. it, it's entirely separated from all this stuff. Whereas now you've got it's Scarlet really Witch, you've that. got all this other stuff going like, on. He literally saved the world with his... Yeah, and so yeah. now this is an MCU movie. And, so... and that's where I was. I didn't think it actually was the radar horror thing. I thought it was more, hey, we want to do Wanda, and we want to do multiverse stuff, and we want to do a Mr. Fantastic, that's this. and that. like To me, that's where I think they separate more. Where If you look it. at the early rumors of that movie was more, hey, it's Nightmare, it's uh, Dormammu's included, where it shifted to it's a multiverse saga. And I right. think they're like we don't really want to do and that. To me, thing. I think Cargill, not Cargill, but um, Derrickson, it strikes me as the type of creative who like he would be a lot more willing to compromise by making something PG thirteen than he would with people fidgeting with his script nonstop. Mm -hmm. so, to, so to me, the script changes would be like, all right, guys, this isn't even my movie anymore. As opposed yeah. to like, oh yeah, I can cut right. some blood, I can cut some violence, mm -hmm. I can I can tone it down, but like let me write my own fucking script please yeah so imagine yeah. like you know james gunn just going kind of going like hey can we get some scott derrickson over here Dude, that'd be scott, great scott derrickson. Uh, yeah I, 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 justice okay. league dark okay okay yes that's exactly what i said Travis. <laughs> seriously i mean he's what we think about like it's not it's not a stretch sorry it's not a stretch that he was one of the first directors to praise this move. Yeah. He can't, he, well, he's active on Twitter oh, yeah. and he called <laughs> yeah. attention to it. It's like, knows, Oh, yeah. I wonder why he would be Come great on. for justice league dark, but also like, especially with gun, like the, imagine like a dead man movie from Derek. Yeah. Or so, like, yeah. uh, right. Like, like, like even denied also needs to come in a little bit more obscure. I think, I think tonight's already working on something. I've got a suspicion. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. but, that's um, um yeah I, I so i don't know i think that that's and and that's and that's very much i think the kind of the kind of fan that gun is is the kind of fan who who would say like oh i'd love to see a scary ass D yeah. scott derrickson movie well, constantine like constantine 2 directed by, is the original director back yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Morris is back yeah okay, i was gonna say because um because derrickson has worked with keanu um that he would be great for constantine 2 um mm -hmm. You know, but there's all sorts of stuff like that, that that you can do, but at the same time as as doing this other stuff, and so I can see him stretching that MCU fo formula. Um, Just make sure he more. can cast Ethan Hawke. That's all I need as well, too. <laughs> yeah, because they exactly. grew, they work together great, you know. And he was fantastic in Black Phone. I didn't love Black Phone like a lot hey, of people, but Ethan Hawke can be Dead Man. There you go. So, 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 <laughs> let, so all right, all right. So, so, let me ask you all this question because I, I I talked a little bit about this in Friday Flight because how much of this like. I mean, and I'm talking like the last week and a half of DC everything from 
Black Adam and like everything that The Rock and Seven Bucks have been telling us all up to what we have now with James Gunn and Peter Safran and what they're saying and what Henry Cavill is saying. How long, how much of this do you think has been orchestrated? Like, create like, like, like structurally for all this because when, what we're talking about right now when you talk about the idea of gun focusing on smaller characters and not doing a whole lot with the bigger characters and po potentially embracing creatives that will do justice league dark and will do dead man will do those other characters to me it's like okay wasn't the rock just saying this a week ago about like giving these smaller characters a chance Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. not, and you know, it, it, the big characters are important, but also they're the smaller characters as Gotta well. They can the be flushed out. Yeah. But also, you, <laughs> I think that there's very much a focus of the studio. But also, thank you, Ronak. I don't think you can discount the I'm going the green natural, for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can discount the natural incentive, especially when you got so like seven sweet involved, cheeks. where they're looking at it and they're like, okay, look, if we're one of the production houses working in this universe. Oh hell yeah! We want you to give us as many of these little characters as we mm -hmm. can. You know, Dwayne Johnson and and uh, Danny Garcia would love to get their hands on these little DC characters that the, that DC doesn't have their time. You know, they've got Shazam, they've got Superman. Let's keep on. So let's of, add Justice Society. How many of them can we get in here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and because then they make then they're it's an investment, right? They're now they're getting a, a kickback for every single one every single mm -hmm. time. Oh yeah, here. every seven bucks. No, that's true. That yep. is true. Um, yeah. And so that's not to say that it's not a, a viable strategy, but like that that is that can't be discounted as a as an incentive there. Of remember the THR article like a week before the gun one came out said that there's like an arms race going on behind the scenes, mm -hmm. trying to snatch it right. all up because what they see is an exploitable opportunity there to go make some stuff. Well, and that's why it's well, exciting for Gunn to be in there because everyone's it, excited to make DC stuff because right, right. it's we're, the we're, Wild West. And so now you have Gunn in there and everyone being like, let's make some crazy stuff. And James Gunn is like, yeah, let's make some crazy stuff. And, 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 JJ and remember, will actually make something. And, and remember two weeks ago, like before any of this came down, there was that rumor about him and Deathstroke. Yes. Right? All these people want to keep yes. attaching him to Superman. It's like, no, there's a, there was a rumor two weeks ago about James Gunn teaming up with James Manganiello and possibly doing something with Deathstroke. Mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. like there might actually be legitimate smoke to that now with respect yeah. to this. I mean, he's been saying that there's a secret DC project that James Gunn's been doing. Whether <laughs> now that's... It. Yeah, whether now this is this was the project he was talking about or he actually has a film mm -hmm. uh, is not sure. Well, he did confirm for because someone on Twitter, I guess, made a comment about he wasn't going to be able to direct more things. And he said, that's not true, but thank you. Yep. So but like, a, he... it, It's tough because he dropped a bunch of little hints too. Because even like the, obviously he was not full on confirmed. Though, but even a few months ago, someone's like, oh, are we ever going to see Margo back as Harley? And he said something like very soon or not in the too distant future. So yeah. I don't know. Like that's another, I wouldn't have been surprised too. Like lots of people threw him around for Gotham City Sirens. That's another one. I'm like, okay, I could see him fitting in that route. So I, that's the problem too with this Deathstroke thing. Would that be him directing or is it just, hey, he's also somebody that would be producing, helping this go along. And now these rumors have like interlinked that. No, he's not actually directing, but he's getting it going. And that's now all makes sense at all these things like even the harley quinn thing he could just be pushing it a certain direction to people kratos but the rumors are oh he's working on gotham and, city sirens and i don't have a problem first of all i i really because i, I I'm, i've been legitimately worried that because of this lady gaga stuff that heart mm -hmm. that margot was just going to get cast aside 
as Harley. And I don't want that. I want her to yeah, stick around as Harley going forward. But like the statement top- they released, it was we're taking care of Superman, <laughs> yeah. Batman, Wonder Woman. Uh, f- what was it? Because Aquaman, no Cyborg, Man, Aquaman Man, and Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Cyborg, no Flash, no, no Joker. Well, I just Harley didn't know Quinn. which Harley, but, but I didn't know which yeah. Harley they meant. Like they could have meant Lady Gaga, who knows? Mm-hmm. But like the, but no, like the, the other thing with this, if it, if it's just him in a producing capacity, uh, I love Brightburn, so I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. We were talking. I would have liked to have seen where if I didn't think Sony was going to get massively sued by DC, which they would have. <laughs> if anybody has seen Dude, Brightburn and you know how that movie whole ended, universe, that, they that were, ending they, of they, Brightburn, holy shit! They, they were on. They, if they had made that sequel, they would have class action immediately. They shouldn't even the go Warner with the first lawyers. one. Really. No way. <laughs> Like the, that trailer is so similar and everything. The fall, like they should. The, the trailer was the just one. a man of steel he, ripoff. He, 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 yeah. Like no, he, yeah. he lifted shots in the. He lifted shots yes. from Man How of Steel in the movie. Oh, Be a fan of Zach. <laughs> oh, I know. I remember the outrage when it came to that too, and it was like, um, I think he's doing that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but absolutely. In the interview with Elizabeth Banks, where he was like. Uh, Zack Snyder made a dark Superman movie, and James Gunn is like, "Hold my beer." He's like, "I wouldn't have Zack hold my beer. Yeah. I'd hold his beer, and then I would drink it, and then everyone would get mad because I'm an alcoholic." That was, <laughs> that was so. That was so James Gunn because I was expecting him to say like something uh, regarding the fans or something, and then he was like, yeah. "Because I'm an alcoholic," and he just laughs. <laughs> no, but I, 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 I have no issues with him producing because that was a. I really like that movie. Like I, I like yeah. what they did, like yeah. the concept. And, I think that's, that and again, we what we said earlier, it's, it's not full of dick and fart jokes. Jokes? No, right? no. I don't know. People aren't nope. talking about like when people talk about this, they they frame it so much in terms of the movies he's directed. When mm-hmm. like, don't this is not about him directing. It's about mm-hmm. it's about the kind of movie that he wants to exist. He, not only has he said out loud, not all movies should be like this. That he wants to see these, you know, a, a broad spectrum, but also. You know, put your money where your mouth is. The movies that he has produced also aren't of a of um like the movies that he's directed. So, yeah. um, I, I yeah. So it's anyone like freaking out about that, and and both ways too. Some people are mad, and some people are excited that they think, oh, now everything's gonna be like Guardians, and I love that. And other people, are oh like, yeah, everything's well, gonna be like Guardians, and I hate that. It's like, well, no, maybe <laughs> maybe it's not gonna be either of those things because he's not a director. He's gonna be a filmmaker's advocate. That's what his. That's why they split it between creative and business is so that he could be an advocate for the filmmaker, which DC hasn't fucking had in a decade, and then yes. the got screwed over. Like, but but but, but Stephen, but 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 no, <laughs> Henry already said, hope and optimism, joyous oh, Superman. You know, oh, yeah. said that Justice League <laughs> enormously joyful, it, and it was funnier than the Whedon cut. Like people say stuff <laughs> in marketing right. tours all the time. But yeah, I hate that. Like I, but I hate that. Like people, like you know, especially when uh, with the uh, the uh, interview on Wednesday, when uh, people are harking on the uh, the whole like enormously joyful, and of course, even like the trades know that that's going to piss off. Oh yeah, a certain. Of uh, course, they know. Yeah, they know. <laughs> yes. and that's what's so funny about it. It's like, God damn, are they really that loud that you just, you know, and like the fact that like the fact that. People, when they push back against Man of Steel and BBS, that version of Superman, because he wasn't like, you know, as hopeful. He wasn't the Boy Scout that we all like want Superman to be. It's like, even though Snyder was like, no, no, we got to put him through the ringer before we get to that point. And now we can get to that point because of what happened in Justice League. But they really wanted to push buttons when they were like, I mean, that, that was the first articles that came out. 
when the interview was still happening. Dude, dude they were all like the state front. Gotcha dollar. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yes. And it works. <laughs> stop letting it work, people. Stop tweeting yes. at them. Stop recruiting because they'll just keep oh, doing it. They keep every time oh, they put that headline, God. they make a bunch of money, all this, and they're smart. They gotta do that's their job, right? So and, like... and, and any like rational, reasonable, intelligent individual knows that the natural evolution of Superman from the Zack Snyder trilogy is exactly what we saw in that Black Adam post-credit, mid-credit no, scene. He was, That's what we're going to see going forward. He was smiling while he was fighting Steppenwolf. Yeah. What else what? Like, what else do you want? He was, totally. Like, he, he had the, it, not as much as Wonder Woman, but he was definitely smart. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so yeah, remember, just, remember like, his, remember his number one, weird. his very first appearance, <laughs> it, when the axe hits him, he's just like, <laughs> no, not impressed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then all yeah, of a sudden, so, it's like, hey, I got cold breath. You know, it's like, so, 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 so just the idea, it, 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 it's weird. How, it's ironic, actually, because, you know, you don't want like, these people claim that they don't want like to treat this in a vacuum, like they want open mindedness, but then they just end up doing the same thing and treating it in a vacuum like he's always supposed to be in Man of Steel mode. No, the fuck he's not. He was, that was always supposed to be for that trilogy. And he was supposed to grow and, and evolve out of it. And if he, you know. If he gets his, he's still going to have his, they're still going to challenge him. You you can't, I mean, that's the thing is like, they always say like Superman's the hardest to write for because, you know, because he's Superman. Uh, and then Zach was like, and Zach, Goyer, Nolan, everybody who was involved in Man of Steel was like, okay. Um, Warner Brothers wants a Dark Knight kind of version of, of Superman. And it was like, you know, and they approached Nolan. Hey, can you do what you did to Batman, to Superman? And he was like, no, but I know a guy. You know, I know this guy and we could see what happens. And then that happened. And then it's like, yeah, very much grounded Superman as much as possible. You can't ground Superman fully, but you can ground him as much as possible to the point where it's like, OK, how would the world react to this being showing up? And, you know, it wasn't so much in the first one. But then when it came to BBS, big time, it was like, you know, it got way political and everything like that, which is how it would be, especially nowadays. I mean, that's the thing. It's like Zach was always, you know, always ahead of his time because, you know, things weren't as super political as things are now, you know. But he was literally like, later that year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> literally yeah. later that year. Crazy how that 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 whole thing is. But uh, yeah. um, uh, I know, Scott, you're yawning and you got some uh, cheering to do tomorrow for a kid kicking a ball around so you got to take off in a net it's yes. like it, it, I, I get to go touch grass yeah so. yeah that's good that's <laughs> good at least you could do that <laughs> but uh you got to take off so i do have to take off the season's almost over next saturday's the last game oh there'll be no more <laughs> there'll be no more soccer saturdays so yeah. Now we might get basketball games with the other one. So. Uh oh. Oh no! Oh, it never All stops. Right. Just so many. It activities. never stops. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah, that becomes mommy's. That becomes mommy's job because mommy played basketball. So she is. Plus you'll, plus you'll probably. Well, I don't know what your schedule is, but those are usually in the like during the week in the evening, right? Uh no. Uh they because they're kids. It's always. Oh, it's always weekends. It's always weekends. Okay, all right. For these for these rec leagues, when they get older, that's going to turn into Tuesdays and Friday nights. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's that's likely. practice right now. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, practice. Uh, yes. Uh, so, 
You can find me on Twitter, Scott DC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, where podcasts can be found, where we've had three freaking DC Squadcast episodes three weeks in a row. Killing it. Killing it. It's, it's madness. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Mass hysteria. <laughs> We're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. And of course, join us Sunday night here on Film Junkie Finally. at 9 p.m. Central Time, where we will be discussing the season two premiere of Batman the Animated Series Sideshow. I know I said that last week. Blame Dave. I know. My fault. <laughs> Barbecue. I didn't know yeah. that. No, I yeah, can't can you try, try again. again, Dave? Can no, you try no, again? No, no. Your listeners are wanting to I, I didn't get that. What? Uh, all right. All right. Thanks, Scott. Bye, guys. All right. Thanks, Scott. Yeah. Take it easy. All right. Take it easy. Um, this is funny, too. DJ just put this right here. Thank you for the $2 super chat. Did James Gunn like Zach's Army of the Dead? Yeah, he tweeted about it. Say it a lot. Did he Did tweet he about, about it? it? I don't um, think did he? No, I don't he gave it a Ron Tomato score. Ron Tomatoes. He logged <laughs> into his, his account. Didn't ask me for writing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, don't think he I think he tweeted he the tra- when that. the trailer came out. Okay. Did he? Okay. Tra- Travis, I do want to ask you this. Because mm-hmm. um, so, someone, someone already brought. I, this is an original. Somebody brought this up the other day. But like, you know. It, Casey, like we've talked about the PR aspect being important for the DC studios head and somebody brought up like, you know, not necessarily in a totally like scoreboard mentality, tribalistic way, but just the idea of Gunn and Feige going at each other in Hall H. Yeah, that would be really, really awesome because I'm I'm waiting for that with DC for so long because the last time we had that was when Zach was around. And all these directors and cast members would come up and it would be exciting for the fans, right? Okay. We haven't had that, even with the recent panels. Uh, and now Gunn will bring that back. Like, he will dress people up and they would show up in costume on the stage. And that's pretty exciting. Well, even look when they did, like, the Comic-Con home stuff, he, like, it was overly long. And they did that fandom, too, where he led the whole... The, the Suicide Squad cast where they, they play trivia together. Fandom was, was cool. Yes, he did do yeah. that. Yep, that's and, right. And that's yeah. where he he's good at that. He's a showman and stuff like that. And what I would like is they probably would never do it. But, you know, James Gunn did say Feige was the first person he talked to. And then Cena second, which is funny enough. But, like, what I would like is for them to. I would think to, that his new wife that he, you know, was the first. I, I think he did. <laughs> but he probably meant, like, in the business of people. Like, yeah. yeah she, I, she was I, like 10. I, I, I know. I was Jennifer, just like, Jennifer you probably on? already knew. Yeah. He's like, oh. I get a job forever. Cool. I would love it if they would like do a (laughs) semi Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman ish of like have like a fake rivalry and stuff like that. Like have fun because I think fans would fans couldn't almost be as bitchy because if they were in on the joke together, of course people would be. But it'd be like, yeah, we're just having fun. We're having a good time. I would like that. I I would like that a lot. You're on to something. And Gunn can do stuff like, oh man, yeah, he can call him favors. And you take there's a page one actor, a book, even with like the universe now, it's like, all right, Feige, he's all you know, when it comes to D23 and Comic Con, yes, he's the guy, but take the Ryan Reynolds approach and do video, do mm-hmm. social media. Kevin Feige does not do social media, no, this is no, where he, he needs to tap That's into, true. and yes, he's already tapped into it. He's already tapped into it. So do that, like do shit like it's like, you know, and he's, you know, he could be a personality. He's done that. It's like do videos where you go like, 
ah, we're, we're thinking about like, uh, we're kind of like crunching, you know, crunching the thing and like, who should be like the next um, movie that we should do? And then all of a sudden, you like, just kind of announce it in like a fun little way like that. And just, well, and ah. can you imagine also, if we're talking about like social media and all that, like, strictly from a PR perspective, and I'm going to go back to this territory where I'm like not trying to encourage the conspiracies, but <laughs> Man of Steel 2, co produced yeah. by. Uh, or directed by Christopher McQuarrie, produced by Zack Snyder Zach and James Snyder. Gunn, written by Chris McQuarrie with story credit to Zack Snyder and James Gunn. Oh! Uh, and, and The Rock, and The Rock. He's going to get a story <laughs> too. Right. You know, he's going to executive producer. Yeah, he'll definitely be the I beginning. You, the I beginning of the movie would be just WB, seven bucks, new line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's funny, if you have like, a video announcement, you have a video announcement Stone of quarry. something like that, yeah. where, 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 where you have James Gunn and you have Henry Cavill kind of going like, all right, so what, what would you like, you know, what would you like to see in your movie and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden Zack Snyder comes in or something like right. that. And then but, you can have like the ending be like Brock imagine, just like peeking in, going, "What are you guys talking about?" Or you guys want like some? You want some Zoas? Imagine, imagine how, <laughs> imagine how critic proof that is, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that movie comes out, and it's and it's like, let's say it's it's consistent with the Snyderverse, and it takes place between Justice League and Justice League Two, oh. and like James Gunn's name oh, is on and it. Then, and everyone's gonna fucking they can't it's, they it's can't touch be, it. This is yeah. what I wish the first <laughs> Man of Steel yeah. like it's gonna be. And even James Zach yeah. coming in like, can and you then, imagine if he did something in slow motion and blah blah blah? <laughs> just make fun of yourself. And you then know? yeah, and then and what, then you've got like and then after that like just League two and three everyone's like yeah green light those right away like so I don't know I'm not saying that's gonna happen and even if it doesn't happen I'll be I'll I'm, I'm happy with this but like that's a a realistic scenario. I'm just James so Gunn and Zack Snyder meeting on the Comic Con stage would just blow up the internet. Oh, yeah. oh my god! I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, yes. it's, it's the it's the entire fucking Infinity Gauntlet with two stones. Like that's yeah. The, mm -hmm. the, it's, it's the Infinity testicles. Like, <laughs> right? Oh no! Right. There's a fucking there. Yeah, I should have. I, I hope you don't put him in the oh. gauntlet though. Gonna fucking hurt. <laughs> He's the, 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 I'll do the it myself. The Infinity <laughs> Cup. The Infinity. Hey, don't, don't snap your fingers on those. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the Infinity Codpiece. <laughs> yeah, Every exactly. time the woman texts you, I can't make it another fine. I'll do it myself. Infinity testicles. Wow. Yeah. But I no, like I, it. and even with Comic Con, That's a new like podcast right there, the Infinity Testicle. Travis, I heard the that, that was hilarious. <laughs> AC inspired me. That's the only way I got to it. But and even the way, like, I really like this. They did this. I can't remember when they did that in Disney's Investor Day a few years ago when they announced Evans was playing Lightyear, and they're like. They used that to transition from Pixar to Disney. They made a joke like, oh, we're stealing from Feige. At Comic-Con, imagine if you could time to, if there was an actor actress that's both in the MCU and the DCU, you could have Gunn and Feige and said actor, like, have some fun with that sort of moment. Like, you know, you have, mm -hmm. like, even just like, I don't know if you guys would recognize this at all, but like in the Game Awards a few years ago, there was a huge moment where they had the Nintendo head, the PlayStation head, and the Xbox head all walk up stage. And they just announced, like, welcome to the Game Awards. They all said something. And it was this really cool moment, right? Like, do something like that, too, for if it's a anniversary or something, this and that. Like, Foggy every fucking day talks about Richard Donner and Superman. Like, when there's an anniversary, like, do something. Like, that's what would be fun of, like, show some unity in that sort of way because then it just it just gets it down to the more fun stuff and gun i think is the best chance of that because foggy's yeah. a pr guy and and i think oh, like oh god i don't want to say this but i didn't johns and him did that for a donner thing didn't they yeah. years ago didn't they, they but did. like yeah so do that again but like 
better this time and well, have some because, fun with well, it. You well, know, well, John's but, but, never got the like. I don't know. Fortunately, maybe, but like. He tried to kind of have that like social presence, and he's just not a cool he's not. dude. No, I remember, remember the Kevin I, Smith thing. I was gonna bring that up. Yes. Yeah, the Suicide Squad pre okay. and everything. Yeah, yes. it was okay, so okay. awkward. Kevin Smith, Smith was, was trying. Like, Kevin Smith was Kevin Smith, and he's yes. very animated. But fucking, you got Jeff Johns, who's a fucking robot. Like he's a cardboard. Oh, he's cardboard. Kevin. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's okay. So, and that's so, not so, Gun. So, Gun is very energetic. The specials that you guys are talking like, I remember, I was. I actually, I have, I got copies of those from work because they aired on the CW. Yeah. When I oh, would do like the, CW the, the, when that. Can you was, send yeah. that to me? <laughs> I have you, a shitty version of it. Oh, you gotta, yeah, yeah. The, the, I have the, it, the, but it's not the 1080p. I, 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 I would oh, have to, okay. I'd have to compress it because it is, it is a massive size. Like it yeah. is huge. I can imagine. Um, yeah, but like, <laughs> you, you are not discouraged. <laughs> Infinity. I don't think the infinity piece is big enough for it. I don't. I don't think it is. But, but no, you're absolutely right. Jeff Johns was a fucking stone. Like there was yeah, nothing it was there. Horrible. But, Kevin but, but, Smith was like trying and, to be like, hey, yeah, yeah, as he does. But and like Jeff even Foggy's like not the most personal, but he has enough personality to carry like an interview, yeah. and he yeah. knows what to say. And it's because he did it for so many years, he, right? Where John he colors like, up with the stuff he announces. Yeah, and then he always he gonna, he'll bring up people yeah. out too, but like they'll do the talking. Personality, gun can And you know, and and I know that, and I know I wasn't the only one that you know in the back of your mind when you see co-heads of dc studios you do think of that example like oh but then you have to remember that johns isn't a filmmaker does yeah. not have nearly the amount of respect commanded among hollywood peers as gun does definitively so and you know doesn't have the pr right like all of that role like there's this is right. so not well, that the, the power this balance, is so different than that the power balance of the of the dc universe is about to change was always <laughs> leveraged against the director zach came in yeah. and that was supposed to be the the oh we're going to be director led um director led franchise and so you got zach then you got air and then you got mm -hmm. wonder woman and then even you know aquaman is like that too mm -hmm. and then and, and it got away from that and that was because zach was a director who was just leading the franchise he was not the dc studios co-head um, mm -hmm. And so, and so that was left to that was left up for grabs. Um, even even uh, Nolan kind of sat in that briefly, and that's how he shepherded Zach in. And then he was like, "I don't want to do this. I want to make movies." So, I, I'm most curious about this in terms of how does this affect Gunn's output? He's got Peacemaker season two and other DC projects. Does he still direct those, even if he's a producer? That would be wild to see the president, co the co-head of a studio, actively directing. Yeah. Um, but because he's that, very hands-on, right? Yeah. He is. Yeah. But outside of that, I I would very much expect him to to be an actual layer of security to protect that original director-driven vision that they that they pitched. He's got friends he wants to bring in, and he wants to let them do their thing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if he brought in Zach, he knows what a Zack Snyder movie yeah. is. Um, as an example, hypothetically, if you were to bring in Zach. He's not going to bring in Zach to make a James Gunn movie. He's going to bring in Zach to make a Zach movie. If he brought in Scott Derrickson, it would not be to make a James Gunn movie. It would make a Scott Derrickson movie. These things mean, these words mean things. A Scott Derrickson movie is not a Russo Brothers movie, right? It's not a, it's yeah. not a Zack Snyder's movie. It, it's, it's, a, it's a Scott Derrickson movie. 
Um, and same way a Patty Jenkins movie is a Patty Jenkins movie. I don't know what happened with Wonder Woman 84. Ignore, ignore that. <laughs> that was her, that was her childhood. No, no, no. Wanted to make a childhood movie. No, I, that, 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 that was her movie. It just wasn't this, as great. Yeah. Right, so, but the freedom was there. But like it means oh, yeah. something to put the the, the uh, it's the auteur uh, stamp of like, oh, this has you watch something in the MCU and it's hard to watch it and, and a lot of them even when they do a good job, even when it's even when it's a John Favreau movie, you don't really watch that and say like, Oh, it's a John Favreau movie. It's a bad example again because that's earlier in the franchise. But like James <laughs> They Gunner go in and agree to that. Uh Russo's even admitted it in, in their recent variety or something uh interview. They said that they believe that filmmaking is a completely teamwork thing, so they don't like to be an auteur. They right. straight out say, say that. So <laughs> it's a strange statement. And, and, but at the same time, it's not like they don't benefit off it. That made their fucking. An, they don't gotta work a, ever again if they didn't want. You know, it's not, right. a, it's not an objectively heralded quality either, though. Some people want a a machine produced um, right. piece of entertainment, and like, and that's a perfectly a lot fine of thing. Do. There's a lot of like director for hire stuff <laughs> out there, especially like an animation and, and and franchise stuff. Um. But that's not what DC was at the beginning, and then they tried to retrofit it, and it just didn't didn't work. But with James Gunn, I see I see that finally the original kind of pitch for that actually coming true. And like talk about like like not only does he do I not think he's going to impose his genre on everybody else, but also look at look at his appreciation for blending genres. You don't think that as a, in a as a director where he wants to blend horror and comedy and action and all of these different things in a movie that you don't think that therefore he wants a franchise that can blend those on a, on a larger level to imagine how much he's, he would love the idea of a rom-com superhero movie and a straight up horror superhero movie existing the in trench. the same universe. Like that's the kind of like shit that James Gunn would be like, that's Harley awesome Ivy. that those can exist mm. side by side. Um, and uh, and he's the type of person to do that even more than even more than you know than Feige or, or like I think yeah. that's, oh that's, definitely well yeah. well and well I, I also think that's maybe even part of the appeal of why he would say yes to this is because the the, the opportunity to really leave the shackles alone right the shackles yeah. that he knows existed under Feige mm -hmm. he's like oh that will never happen here like it's an opportunity for him to carve out his own niche. Yeah. A and different way. Even shackles that he's he, uh, per his own words, hasn't even had to deal with, right? This right. is not mm -hmm. like for his movies. This is, uh, um, I don't know why he would do like other than a dump truck of money. I'm, like I like so many things about this, but I'm curious why he would, um, and like, I would assume give up so many movies of his own, um, in order to to fill these shoes. It's hard to imagine him like directing as much as he could have otherwise. I think well, that's why four years is good, though, because for after four years, I feel like it's not like obviously anything can happen, just tragedy, stuff like that. But four years, I feel like at that point, he'll have his fill and go, OK, I, I tried this. It's a once in a lifetime, maybe shot, not for me, or it is his gig. But there might be never a time where he gets that call and offer, right? It could be, fuck, they yeah. could sell a Comcast in two years and be like, I don't fucking care about James yeah. Gunn. Don't, he's not going to run it. So <laughs> I think it's just one of these like just see just see and maybe it is so it's like i i was surprised by it too because i just always thought too i was like oh i can't wait till he has done some comic book stuff and i want to see what he does original I, and no that's a bad thing but that's not happening for a very long time now i, I, I think we were all surprised by it on some level like the, oh, like yeah. the first I, reaction I to it was like uh that was i've had multiple people like yeah that who had that uh, who had james oh. gunn on the bingo card no, no certainly i knew no, he'd I be not. a player for I, them and leave marvel like after right. guardians but not like 
not the coach. Oh, they, they, he, he was definitely coming back to DC <laughs> yes. after Guardians, but not yes. as the boss, yeah, right? Sure. But like, but but maybe it makes it's so a... much sense. Like the more that we, the more that I, the more yeah. that we talk about it, the more that I think about it. Like I think it's it's a it's a smart, it's a smart decision. And it's not a remotely safe. There's so many people they could have brought J.J. Abrams or whoever that would have been like, yeah. ah, okay, oh my god, he's still there. Let's go. I, I back up. Again, he's back guys. up. I, I, like, I, I, w- I was like, re- I was preparing myself because THR was like really pushing the idea of DeLuca as because they yeah. kept hyping up how much he knew. Like he's a, he's a geek at heart and he has yeah. an affinity Long for the time first known material. fan. Well, right. I mean, <laughs> I, I was even hearing Hiram Garcia was also on the table too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I would not be surprised. I mean, this and whole thing is so conventional. They are um, cookie cutter. If you and and and, and they would have been gr- fine picks for the job, just just they. It's very you know what you're gonna get with them. They're just right. studio guys. Mm-hmm. They're, they're that's what's exciting Hollywood about this. executives yeah. getting exactly. This is, that's that's this is that's a ex- filmmaker being in charge of a studio. Because I think like, we've yeah, all said this thing. too. After four years, if it doesn't work, then okay, it doesn't work, and then you go back to drawing board and try someone else. But what if it does work? Yeah. You know, well, and that's and the they're thing. totally and renewing even, him. Even everyone's looking for the new Feige. But like, imagine if this works. What oh, this does for oh, other yeah. studios, other studios are going to start saying like, "Whoa, let's get let's let filmmakers decide what kind That's of." Precisely, yes. The dark universe is back. Imagine the irony of Johnny Depp's Invisible Man. Imagine the irony of James. Javier Bardem's Frankenstein. Come on, James Gunn being the one that finally shakes Hollywood free of that. We need a Kevin Feige type, and people start saying like, "We need a James Gunn type." We need a James Gunn type. But that is what well, the James Gunn type. What is the what's the Marvel formula? The gold standard. What if the gold Ooh, standard becomes? Yeah. Let's do some crazy shit. I'm fine with that. Of course you are. I think people are like ready for crazy shit, especially in superhero yeah. genre and the way that everyone like sure at some point, but you ever get it's like oh it's going to be the westerns and one day it's going to die out. That's the way it doesn't die out is when you start getting crazier, a little bit yes. different things like that, and that's right. where. I think that's all good and everything. Well, like and, that. And, well, and doubling down on that too, not only are we, are, is there going to be that kind of creative freedom within the, the DCEU or DCU or whatever they call it, worlds of DC. Everyone is switching to DCU. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on the DCU train oh, is because how many times have, the, have we jumped too quickly onto the, the new name? When, I don't know. I need a better source than the rap on there's, the new name. No, but, actually, yeah. they're saying that because Zaslav, in his one quote in the article, said DCU. Yeah. That's the, the only reason. Right, yeah. Exactly the same reason that they said it should um, be the DCU. World, the, the exact same reason they said Worlds of DC. Everyone yeah. <laughs> not just, Worlds of DC. I don't want Worlds of DC. No, not yeah, that. It's no. not a fucking yeah. fair we're going no, to. It's too long of a title, too. It's like fucking Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Well, at least Oh, I know. I hate Boogaloo. Dude, when I was like, when I did my reaction typing that out, I was like, fuck this. I'm like, how's a podcaster do I capitalize on this SEO? I right. this. There's too Seriously. many titles. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, I, 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 do shit, I forgot Ant Man and The Wasp. I, 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 I DCU, perfect. I just took a character. Yeah, I, I, awesome. I didn't think there could be a right. worse title than Dark Knight Rises, and Marvel just topped that. Yeah. Ant Man <laughs> and the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> Birds of Prey Emancipation, that mess is still. No, I love. No, I love that title. That I do from not awesome, from a podcasting but... like, hey, you're gonna. Switch. It's like, no, you don't have any more characters to put this in. So it's like, it's dude, Birds you, of Prey, yeah. do. dude, birds you remember? Especially for hashtags. If you listen to like old, if you listen to old episodes of fans, like 
that turned into a gag on our show mm-hmm. because I refused to not say the whole title yeah. for like a year. Like I said the whole title every time and Brent would just say, thank you. Like every time <laughs> after I said it. Um, um, but, uh, but yeah, but not only is there going to be that kind of freedom within the, whatever you call it, shared universe part of it. But then on top of that, you also have directors can just come in and under WB access the IP for stuff like Joker. Right. Um, without without having to go through a, or that Lex uh, the, movie that we want to see too, right? Without having because, to go through the meat yeah, grinder of of oh, okay, now we have a studio that that hoards all this IP, and you can't make your crazy Joker movie unless it fits our st- like no, no, just go make it as a D, as a yeah. WB movie well, as has always been the appeal of WB managing this. But you, it's like the best of both worlds. It's great. It is. It, yeah. it, it, like I said, it's, it's it's the middle ground. And and, and now here I'll I'll even get to say. Here, Stephen, this is my turn to say the thing that I don't want to get turned into a conspiracy or anything like that. Um, because, you know, when it comes to the PR aspect of this, right, like we've, David Zaslav has already made decisions that many of us have not agreed with, with respect to like DC. And, and when you bring Wonder in twins. a creative <laughs> life, what? I wonder if it's. Wonderful. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So um, but like, when you yeah. bring in a creative like James Gunn that like has the PR capacity, like this is how you can start to do damage control for something like Batgirl mm-hmm. with respect home. to the perception of the studio and the perception of the company. Like, oh, they'll cut you loose and they'll toss you aside after you put your blood, sweat and tears and Gunn can be somebody that could potentially smooth that over. I'm not saying he's going to bring Batgirl back. I'm not no, saying he's going to release the movie. But, but by splitting them, he even has the freedom, know. hypothetically. I can see him pulling off, if he's asked about that interview, I can have him say, you know what? As a filmmaker, that breaks my heart, and I really wish we didn't do that. Um, but you know what? <laughs> he That's says why... the same thing as Zaslav. Yeah, and, it was shit. I didn't, I'm glad they didn't release it. But, but he says, but, but like, that's why you know I'm not the one in charge of the books. Mm-hmm. I'm just in charge of. That's the, Peter. Get back, no. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, making the films. But like in a way, like even, even guys like Z- 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 I don't know. Is the, I don't know if it's defensive him, that, but like every company needs a dude that's willing to be the asshole, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you've got to make asshole decisions. And so by da- by and by the guy whoever the buck stops somewhere, and by like David Zaslav being willing to be like, oh yeah, I take the heat from that. James Gunn, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Blame it on me, like. Um, so, so far, though, in six months, he's done so much for DC than the previous regime did in three years. In five years, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no, no, he's, that that is objectively the case. That is mm-hmm. not subjective at all. That is very objective. That more, like I said, more PR has been done Superman's by James Gunn. Story in... has been extended beyond the beyond the end of Justice League by. <laughs> By a fraction of a centimeter, and that's exponentially more than it was prior. Yeah, like I said earlier, James Gunn has done more PR for DC in the last 24 to 48 hours, not even being fully in charge yet until Tuesday, Mm -hmm. than Walter Hamada did in four fucking years. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm like, all right, Gunn, are you going to continue? your social media and way you 
I mean, you have uh, to. I think he'll yeah. step back a bit, though. Like the way he, the way he, the way he tweets about, about Grace though. or stuff like that. I, I think he'll <laughs> yeah. stop that. I think. I agree I think with Steven on that. Yeah. I think he'll be active, but it, not it, that. It's Travis. Just, just remain simple. active when the dumbass Cooper Madness says something stupid. Yeah, I think you should shut them down, please. But I don't think he's gonna. It's um. It's a lot I, I easier just, for you to do that when you're a director. Whatever, like when you're a head no. of a studio, that's a yeah. little. Yeah, no, yeah I know, true. but at the same time, it's something. It's just like, I mean, social media is just like it's it's carrying the the, the dialogue, the conversation. They're, they're clearly but, acknowledging it, Dave. They're clearly yes, they, I like, know b- that. B- b- between. I don't what, want like, him to pull back. Like, I want him to right. still be like, talking to people. He might not even have time though. What? Yeah, but yeah, but I I would agree though that him. His social media is not a um, um, unrelated to the the decision. They definitely talked mm-hmm. about like it's a part <laughs> yeah. of his, his presence is a is a factor, um, not necessarily because he has pull, but just because it's he's he's a personality that exists outside of the director's chair. Fans um, and critics both like him, so mm-hmm. yeah, fans, critics, and fellow filmmakers, right? Because that, and, and and that really just and can't be underestimated. Want to work with him. Right, mm-hmm. that, that that can't be underestimated. That's that is a massive W for them yep. in that regard. Mm-hmm. That they're uh, for him to get this much support already, like just within the first twenty four to forty eight hours of the announcement, like last couple of days. Like it's just that speaks volumes. Right, like, so you had the past two months where oh they're pushing filmmakers away and stuff like that, right? right. With these decisions and everything. So it's kind of a you know, two steps forward, hopefully now two steps back or other way around, whatever it is. Hopefully they've are, caught are up. Are you singing Paula Abdul? Right. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. I didn't know who she was until I, I saw I, American Idol. Jesus Christ. I don't know why that. Just wow, really? Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, 29. <laughs> yes, okay. last year, my 20s. Two yeah. Steps. All right. Yeah, but I'm very excited. Also, I'm not expecting this November first, but I'm just excited to see what is the first formally announced deadline teacher like like thing that's put out that is hey after Aquaman in December next year this is the next thing you're getting that's not Superman too or that yeah that'd be great it's Superman it's Superman I I I, I really think that like another another reason why James Gunn wouldn't direct the Superman movie is because I think that they no, are going to try their damnedest to do that next and if no. they can fit it if they can fit it in 2024 they're going to try see i think they'll mm-hmm. they could announce that first but we might not get it that might not be the immediate thing just with henry's calendar like even today he got announced for a new movie right so that's where it's like, i yeah. i i think that's yeah. more 2025 to me I yeah, think it, yeah. man is still another man is still movie won't come out to i think to 2025 well the thing is is like i mean i, I mean the I, batman I, sequel is not going to come out to 2025 i, I, I understand better. that from a, from a, a practicality and from a logistic standpoint i get that but by the same token you still you don't want to wait too long to cash in on no. the hype that you've built now you know what exactly. I mean? you might have him in flash too that right so that's like another little reminder of like oh look He's there again. I think know? if I think at this point, if he's not in the Flash, that is a missed opportunity. Now he, he is. should be in that movie. Yes. So, um, but the but but you, you're looking at you know 2023 is upset. Even mm-hmm. if you move Blue Beetle to 2024, you still have three movies coming out next year. Yep. And three, Jeez, as I've said multiple times, like I, I keep saying this because I feel like fans were so excited about Marvel releasing four movies in the back end of 2021. And I have to remind people that's not the fucking goal. 
that's not they didn't want it's to do no, that. No, they didn't. No, that there's a reason not... Eternals and stuff like obviously pandemic, but they didn't want it like that. It's way too right. Even with the shows now too, it was way too squished together. Exactly. So two movies have... per year is fine. Well, and I'm okay with that's three. I am okay. I'm okay. Yeah. You know, like like what Marvel's doing this like and then the some shows aside. Shows. If, if if you put the shows aside and just look at Doctor Strange in May. Thor Love and Thunder in the oh. middle, like in June, and then right. Black movie. Panther Wakanda Forever. I mean, it, however we feel about Thor Love and Thunder, yes, it wasn't great. But like, still, I like the idea. Watch a different you movie can, there. You can yeah. do three in a year, right? Yeah. So like, you know, and, and they've already four sometimes moved. if you're dealing with Sony, because they are some, they count as the four <laughs> sometimes, but they don't. Like with Spider-Man, they're usually the fourth, but it's like they didn't plan for that. They just have to go with this is whatever. This is where we get to be glad that this is one of the times we get to be glad that Warner Brothers owns all of it. Oh yeah. So there's no negotiations with anybody else. But like oh, yeah. but yeah, like so Shazam in March, Flash in June, Aquaman in December. See, you know, if if thing... they push Blue Beetle back, because Blue Beetle's mm -hmm. August right now for next year. Yeah. I hope they so don't. well but, I, but what I'm what I'm what I'm seeing though is like what what, what DC's gonna do is like the shows are not gonna I mean, yeah, there's gonna be shows that maybe it'll be like uh different characters but i love the fact that they're expanding on the movies with the shows i mean we marvel's not exactly doing that they they kind of are i mean obviously agents of shield kind of expanded on uh stuff but that's gone now now it just seems like all right we have to have a show for this and a show for that and i mean they're doing their thing yeah. they have the marvel factory they're 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 pumping it out fine that's that's fine i'm gonna watch i'm going to watch did i enjoy she hulk Part, partly sure you know you know it was it was fine it was great like it, a vision no, show got announced yeah. vision quest. Vision yes, they, did, they did announce that today yes there is a vision show i don't yeah. know how they're it's still not that, official it's still not official, gonna... official oh it isn't official no it's it's scoop like deadline putting up but they didn't put out some statement like this is on our slate and oh, stuff okay. like that I, but it's no, gonna I, happen I, but i know how i know how they can do it based off yeah. of how wandavision ended yeah I mean, yeah I get the same the same showrunner is doing it yeah. Okay. Gotta, I mean, they got a writer room next. And it could week be something. And... It could be something pretty, uh, uh, pretty uh, great. Hey, we got Chris Wong Swenson right here. Thank you for this two dollars super chat. <laughs> Imagine a uh, gun actively. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's what we want. Yes, Chris. Yes, Chris. Yes. And that would be good. I, I think wait. even even if he holds back from interacting a lot, I think if people keep tagging him for one particular thing a lot of yes. times, I think yes. he will definitely if, address if it. If he sees well, something gonna be like, like that... hey, David, can I? Can I? Can no. I? <laughs> Peter, no, Peter, oh, can I? Oh, 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 okay, see, see, Dave, and see that—that's where I would love him to do the videos for social media. If he yeah. just gets, if he just, if he just starts doing like the Sandberg thing and just debunks Sandberg Grace Reynolds, and like these others. Like, come on, yes, I mean, absolutely. If he, if he, if, if, like, if, if that's how he, social media. If, one if of the things that will be better now. Social, yes, absolutely. One of the things that will be better now is that filmmakers will be in contact with each other regarding the characters and story arcs, and they won't be confused like. Where's Superman? Oh, I don't know. I didn't talk to that filmmaker. Well, and I was just going to say also that Gunn is the yeah. type of guy who like... Why is Black after... Adam not in Shazam? <laughs> yeah. I haven't talked to The Rock. I, yeah. I don't doubt that he's like called... Um, um, if not already, when he gets in the, in, in the studio, he's going to... Um, when he gets in on November 1st, going to start meeting with all of the all of the directors like he's the guy that's going to have those relationships right like he he's yes he's, he's someone he'll make those phone calls he'll talk to those people family you'd mm -hmm. like to think that like 
I don't know, any other executive would do that. Like that shouldn't be a, a new, that shouldn't be a thing that like what you want a cookie for talking to the people that work for mm-hmm. you. But like you keep on hearing like, like Sandberg will be like, Oh no, I've never talked to the rock. And like, and you see that stuff. You're like, why is there not more? I'm not saying they all need to be at, tied at the hip, like all the time for everything. But there, there's just, just tends to be that a lack of, um, like people don't like pick up the phone and be like, Hey, what's up with this? Um, yeah, right. and so, um, I'm really excited to kind of just see that you've got someone up there that like actually wants to, to manage that stuff. Well, it mm-hmm. wants to manage it and they'll talk to him. Like yeah. it's not, you know, it's not going to be contentious conversations, you know, yeah. cause he's not going to present it that way. And they already know who he is. But that, that's, that's the angle. That's like the advantage that he has. That's what, that's the advantage that you give a filmmaker in this position and he's going to understand the, what they're talking about it, right they, they're already in the family that the the producers and the executives have never been invited to yeah well and he would his approach would be something along the lines of like for example um calling Zack snyder and saying like hey we don't want this to be like a thing anymore <laughs> like we want yeah. to be we don't want to be haunted by this Man. like so Man. what do we need to do what what do you think needs to happen in order for people Justice to quit, two, three, Chris Terrio. And like, yeah, and that's and, and that's a big ask. But like at the same time, like, uh, yeah, I'm not. He wouldn't say like, "Fuck it, let's do two more." Necessarily, but like, also James Gunn very well could say, "Fuck it, let's do two more." Let's just get it. Done. I think he would. He would probably say, "Combine them." Okay, we would. Like, we can do that, but what if we can just you know talk it out, discuss, add more characters, make changes, whatever. Yeah. All um, I know is uh, next year's Comic-Con could be... Yeah, I'm so excited. Next year's Comic-Con and also Fandom, because there's yeah, no way they're yeah. not doing that now with yeah. respect to him being there. Or, 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 or maybe it won't be Fandom, maybe it'll be something else. Well, and that We're going to make Joaquin was... Phoenix get out there, go fucking talk to that crowd, Joaquin. He's like... That, <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we got the social anxiety. James, um, yeah. sit him down. Okay, so I want you in Peacemaker season two. You're gonna fight Aquaman, and he's like, "God, we didn't sign up for any of this." Um, but that's that's one of those areas too where like people always go back to, to Comic Con when Zach dropped the uh, but the Batman v Superman announcement, oh, yeah. and like they haven't had like a, a, someone who gets like that's something like Gun understand. Like it's not just the social media. Like he gets this kind of stuff he knows how to get people Mm -hmm. excited for something so when you talk about like comic-con you've got these suits who are like you know like this stuff years and years of like announcing their slate on an investor's call just like not having anything interesting at comic-con five-year plan um and then (laughs) 10 year so you don't 10-year plan yeah right the 10-year plan yeah if it was 10 and it's because suits have been running everything for yeah you know lilo uh in the comments says uh Something related to that, he said, uh, "Gun will know Krypton exploded." <laughs> oh, jeez, I forgot about that. You're right. <laughs> Fucking execs didn't even know that happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is true. No, I, yeah. I think Comic Con will be lots of fun next year. There's gonna be lots of things yeah. going on, and even if they push Blue Beetle, you got Blue Beetle in 2024. I would presume you're gonna get Joker too, which I know he's not overseeing, but still, I imagine. That shooting they rumored in November, like later this year. So I think that's gonna be 2024. So already synergy there too, though. Like yep. even though he's not overseeing it, you can I can guarantee you he's gonna hype it up. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. No, it, it's it's all for the brand. Well, and that's another part of it because somebody I forget who it was that brought up the 
the troubles of like Bar- it was a I think it was Luis Fernando that like yeah you know, he's like right, a, you know, the, the, bo- the, the box yeah. office savant when he was talking about the I forget the the survey and like only thirty two percent of people that saw Black Adam saw it because it was a DC movie mm-hmm. and while I think that the branding thing might be a little overblown when you're talking about the superhero genre as a whole because a lot of the general audience doesn't delineate the way that we do. And they just see superpowers and people flying with capes and they go, Hey, let's go fucking see that. Right. Comic book movie is the brand, not Marvel and DC. It's just comic book movie. Yeah. But I do think there is something to be said for the idea of Marvel does have a brand. DC could certainly strengthen theirs. But like, yeah, but yeah, I guess maybe it's a, a comic book thing specifically because like you have like for example you have james bond movies you have fast and furious yeah. movies and that's not a genre right but there are other movies that kind of sort of yeah. fit in that in that area i think that the big difference i don't think that marvel movies marvel the mcu has a brand as a franchise but i think that dc's not gonna have a brand as a franchise because of the characters marvel's thing is like superhero characters like that's people know them for comic book characters yeah um suit super suits and superpowers and all of that if dc wants brand recognition i think they're going to get it from like oh this is the i hate delineating it this way but these are the adult comic book movies right mm-hmm. um and and by that i don't mean like they're all going to be r-rated and they're all going to be hyper serious it just means that like these are the if you're actual if you care about film beyond just the source material then then that is the brand um like that's, well, that's I think why people that saw like the Batman movies didn't see them like they saw it because it was Batman, but also like they saw them. that was a thing that like my parents and their friends were going to see like because yeah. it was right. Like, but but I but I also think I also think part of that though, Stephen, is that when it comes to the DC brand recognition as far as live action movies, I think it it, it it's like we just said they identify the I think the general audience identifies DC's characters in particular two characters maybe three. And it's essentially the Trinity because Warner Brothers spent 34 years only making movies for Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman had her TV series in the 70s. And so there was a, fa- a following for that, obviously. But like when it comes to the DC brand, there isn't a ton of brand recognition yet for the smaller characters. And perhaps that is where they need to reinforce it. That's something that I would look. I would look to see if they reinforce that next year because it's all smaller characters. It's Shazam. It's the flash. It's I know the flash and Aquaman are part of the justice league, but they're not on the same level as Batman, Superman, or even wonder woman are. Mm-hmm. But, well, and like, I know, and I know the first Aquaman movie made a billion dollars, but still if you're talking about, if you want the audience to look at Aquaman and the flash and Shazam as DC characters, mm-hmm. the same way they do as Batman and Superman, then that's where you reinforce that these are DC characters, these are connected to Batman and Superman, they are in that world, so that you don't have people like my boss who think Aquaman is an Avenger and Spider-Man is <laughs> a member of the Justice League. And Superman in the end credits helps with that sort of stuff, you know, because you're, oh, that's that, and that's combined with that. And, like, to your point about just making Batman and Superman movies, like, even look at the early 2000s and 2000, you got X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk, you're getting the bigger ones, but you still got, like, a Ghost Rider movie in 2007. Now, that wasn't MCU or a part of any planet or something like that, but still, 
They made a Ghost Rider movie in two. Oh, they made a Daredevil movie. They in made 2003. a Daredevil movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they so. made an Electra movie. It's just like so they were dipping those smaller characters, and obviously because they sold them off, but still, Steven, by brand you were recognition, so muted. <laughs> by, by brand recognition, there was still like the Red M, and then you saw okay, right, yeah. got Nick Cage is somehow affiliated with Spider Man. You know, <laughs> but also yes. at that time that there was no like Spider Man movies were huge, X Men movies yes. were huge. Not many people knew that those were even Marvel. And even though there was a logo in front, nobody was looking at that and saying, like, now why isn't Spider-Man in these X-Men movies? Because they both say Marvel at the front because it didn't mean anything to them. The the notion that because it says Marvel at the front, they should therefore meet wasn't even, you know, nobody nobody watched, like, a movie that opened it with, like, a THX logo. And was yeah. Like, Ooh, Darth it's Vader's just a production company. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's, 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 Darth that's Vader. Darth Vader, guys. Yeah. That's Where's a good her? point, Stephen. Yeah. But, when, yeah. when do the American graffiti characters join Empire Strikes Back? I'm waiting <laughs> right. for it. Well, but, one of well, them did. <laughs> yeah, and e- well, yeah, and even with the Black Adam thing, I think that's also just because that's a newer character. If people aren't going to see it because it's associated with DC, it's because, and I mean newer to the general audience, it's because this is the first time a lot of them are learning of Black Adam. You know, I'm sure they may have seen the Rock tweet about it. Oh, yeah. But they're the same way people didn't, like, obviously it helped a little bit that MCU was established, but same thing with Guardians. Right away, they wouldn't known, oh, that is a Marvel character. They're from Marvel comic books. Eventually, oh, once yeah. you get hit over the head with the marketing and you get the opening and stuff like that. Now, same with Black Adam in five Five years people go okay that's a dc guy you know that's, See, a that's DC the thing is, like, I, what listened a podcast. Their... I listened to a podcast today that did a review on black adam and it was funny because they had no knowledge of anything mm-hmm. and they were like why is this character saying shazam when there's a shazam character <laughs> and it was just like it was like i was like kind of getting frustrated because i listen to the podcast all the time and i'm just kind of going like god damn it i wish i was there and be like guys 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 this is the reason why mm-hmm. i mean i i get it if, if you didn't like the movie fine but you guys are going like questioning this stuff but you don't yeah and it's just it was that's just tons of people though right you know yeah. so many people but you're why do you say shazam? you're like well, Your explanation well, would have been because he was originally called Captain Marvel, and then the <laughs> follow-up question right. would have been, yeah, they're like, I've seen Captain he's... Marvel. <laughs> well, no, no, but you, you know what I remember? Like, I think it was the day that I went and saw, because I saw Shazam, like, that Friday, and, like, later that night, or I saw Black Adam on Friday, and later that night, TNT was playing Shazam. And mm. I was like, oh, well, okay, that's perfect. The dude said Shazam eight times in the movie, so someone's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then yeah. you go home and like, wait, let's watch the Shazam movie, see what's going on there. Now they may still ask, where the hell was he? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they'll just put together that that's who the wizard was talking about in that scene. But still, like that's even I, I even look at that like, okay, no, that yes, play the hell out of Shazam while Black Adam is in theaters so that people can maybe hopefully connect the dots on their own. Synergy. Was that clo- uh, post credit scene um, where there's an empty seat in their lair? Was that in the movie or was it that? No, it wasn't in the scene? movie. No, they, it was oh. a deleted scene. I wish it was in the movie because that would have been really obvious. Was there an obvious argument connection? that it was? Or... Somebody also passing around like a more longer, a longer Black Adam explanation. That wasn't in the movie either. I think they showed they showed like you know the little and you see Black Adam, but they didn't show yeah. like the fact that it was like the whole village and he was like you know wreaking yeah. havoc. They, yeah, they, well, they, there's been some of the, the the more nitpicking arguments I've seen have like bashed the con- the lack of continuity between the wizard's explanation of Black Adam to Billy and what actually we now know happened in the Black Adam movie, and it's like okay. 
one, most people are not going to give a shit with respect. They know that they trusted somebody earlier and it was the wrong decision. Oh, here's the movie about that guy. Oh, no wonder it was the wrong decision. Most people are going to just connect that dot normally. But no, what I've I don't learned, what I've learned from that, from watching Black Adam, is that Wizard is just not trustworthy. No, he's not. <laughs> not him, Dumbledore. <laughs> these fucking wizards always make bad decisions. Uh, and you know, and, 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 and fortunately, Casey, I've seen a lot of people. Basically, that's their answer. Like the wizards lying. Like that's mo- that's what so yeah, many people a certain have responded with that. Like exactly. he was like, yeah. we have chosen the champion, and then in the next scene, he was like, we chose wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Half an hour later, like, <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, it's but- funny. It is funny when you see like when you hear people that don't know like certain stuff. You're like, oh man, I just wish I was in this room right now to be like at least to help the connectivity, like the connect, like why, like, hey, wait. Why is it the character says Shazam? Isn't there a Shazam character? And I saw the trailer before it. What the fuck? It's like, oh my god! Because they were talking during the trailer, Dave. They didn't care. They're eating popcorn. They They're didn't. talking. Have, have, have you seen anybody? Has has anybody seen anybody ask why they never call him Black Adam in the movie? Until the, no, until the oh yeah, they movie. asked that. They asked that. They're like, why is he called Black Adam? It's like I was like, oh god, here or, we go. Or, or, no, 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 I mean the fact that they just they they called him Teth Adam the whole movie. They never yeah. actually call him Black Adam at all. Like in I love to for a movie that went to extreme lengths to make sure the audience was never <laughs> mildly unsure of what was going on. <laughs> It's really fun, and it didn't strike me until just now how funny this. They're like, but we will not say the word Black Adam. Even when he, even when he has has a new suit, we're not calling him that. No, but I liked how they did it though. Like the. Well, I like the fact that Superman is the only one that calls him that, because that's that's where it started. Because they first they first they give you the Aquaman reveal. You know, like what are we like the the whole thing of updating the name, and then it just goes to the title card. That's totally the Aquaman thing. But then the Mm -hmm. fact that the only one in the movie to actually say Black Adam is Superman. That's Mm -hmm. cool. I do like that. It is cool. Yeah, I know. I'll I'll agree with that. But, um, but yeah, I mean. It is funny because, you know, the whole movie, they're just like, okay, it's Teth Adam, Teth, Teth, Teth. And then uh, then you got the kid who's like, hey, you need a catchphrase. And then even he's like just going like, hey, there's a wall. I'm just going to walk through it because I don't know about walls. I don't know. It was just something I was like remembering like when I was listening to like something. I was like, yeah, it is a little weird when they do that whole like uh, fish out of water thing, that cliche thing. And it's just like. I thought the wall, I, I I thought the wall gag was funny, but but I also yeah. it, <laughs> some someone did the so, you know the how they do the the spoilers without context from something else, and so they went back to that episode yeah. of The Simpsons where they're in Japan and Homer just was walking through all the walls instead of using the doors, <laughs> and I was like, die, that's funny. I like that. <laughs> it is what it is. I thought the wall thing was funny. It was just a weird like Family Guy joke to stick in the middle of mm-hmm. a black ad like it was, I, I was laughing when i was like why the fuck is this in this movie i <laughs> noticed it, the, <laughs> i noticed the second time when um remember how the black adam was f- uh, finding the kid in the you know race bikes and stuff right yeah. and cool. there was that was the one uh, last one where he you know takes it to the field and it crashes inside a barn type thing 
and from a distance you can see even in the barn he doesn't use the door <laughs> he crashes through a wall and comes out so this is this is uh, this i noticed yeah, well, this in the well, second well, viewing and like, like <laughs> that was so quirk. funny we gotta give him a quirk in this movie and he's just <laughs> he doesn't know doors he doesn't know doors <laughs> I, it's just it's just to get a you know to get a laugh out of the audience oh. that's they all do that well not well no, they all yeah. do that, but they all, they all, there's a reason. Like, and, and like I said, I laughed at it. So I'm not saying like it was, it, it was funny. It was, it just, it's so, just how did they come to this? Like, what was the discussion point where yeah, like, we're going to make walls? Like, joke. It's almost like there's a, it's a mad libs of like, okay, well, we've got to give him some random quirk yeah. that's just totally out of time. How about he walks through walls? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, <laughs> everyone loves maybe it's, maybe it's uh, because of practicality. He didn't want to walk in the whole movie and he just flew around. He, just so he was like, why he would he use the door if he's floating? Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> he did it one time, and the audience in the test screenings were like, so laughing, like, yeah, like like got, they got the best response to the test screens. So like, well, I guess we're we fun doing yeah. that. What we was, need more walls. What was weird about the wall thing was um, that he basically wall. destroyed their home oh, and their didn't home say was... a thing. No, <laughs> no, I know he gave no. She fucks. wasn't even like, like that, that's what's so weird is that it was clearly a gag. Where yeah. like, but like normally when you do a gag like yeah, that, students like have, looked out like, oh my god, the person like, whose home it is. Like part of the gag is them being like, what the fuck? Like yeah, but they right. didn't even have that. It was just like he did it once, and they were like, you do know there's a door, right? I'm like, there's a hole in your. Heart. I waited. I waited for that. When 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 she like peeked out of the hole, I was like, is she gonna say a line? Nope. Yeah. She was just like, oh my god, he's leaving. I'm like, he just destroyed your fucking yeah. home. <laughs> Yeah, you don't talk back to the champion, you know. If he's gonna yeah, fuck up your house, well, no, I and, and Travis, I mean, you, you might be joking on that, but I think that's part of it, truthfully. Mm -hmm. Like, as far as maybe the the, the canon, the head canon, if you want to assign it to that, is like it's very clear that they all had their idea of what the story was, and over the course of the movie, you find out the other stuff that they didn't know, and so at this point, they're just like, holy shit, this like it's almost like an they're too much in awe to be like, holy shit, he just destroyed our house. Because, no, I, I understand. Like, I feel like if the movie took place in America, somebody would have said the line. But because yeah. it's there and they haven't experienced this, and they make it clear that they haven't experienced this. The Justice League doesn't show up when shit happens. They didn't show up when Intergang like, took everything over. The room it, stuff was also funny like, because he was destroying the League members' posters and stuff yeah. in slow motion. Okay, now that was definitely a gag. That was 100% <laughs> intentional, especially the Superman one. Like, yeah. That one was just like, okay, that's now that's on the nose. That might be the it's most like, on-the-nose thing in this movie. Which I thought it's was like great. In, Thor, in the first Thor, how he's like... Um, the like with the drinks where he's like that's good yeah. another another it, it, yes. it'd be like if they did that gag throughout the entirety of thor but nobody was ever like what the hell stop throwing because they when he threw the cups they were <laughs> yeah, like what are you doing back, yeah. but like <laughs> if, imagine if he just did that the entire movie but then like everybody's acted like it was totally normal for him to smash a cup <laughs> well but well, right but 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 again by the same token there isn't like this i mean how many people in how many people on earth have read enough norse mythology to like be in reverence of thor like it's a totally different again they're they in america so, they should have like, had someone it's... smelling his sweater and singing him a song and he broke through the... <laughs> that's, how you, oh. that's how you show that <laughs> 
hey, you know what? What's that, funny that about that out. scene is every time someone who is not a crazy Snyder fan or whatever and is talking about Justice League, that's the only scene oh, they talk about getting was, cut. You're I right. It does so, come up a lot. Yeah. I was yeah. so happy when I saw that happening because I was watching that scene and that, and that specific thing happened and I was like, fucking yes. Because I knew the second I saw it, I was like, people are going to be so obsessed with this for yeah. so long this is i can't believe you put this in here good yeah. fucking job like it's no it's, it's and it wasn't just brief either it's like a no it was no, no it's no, like, no it's it's like two and a half minutes long <laughs> a long time yeah I, like, dude when we saw like when we saw it in birmingham oh. i'm sitting there i'm like i'm sitting in the theater like this is really fucking long okay all right yeah well and, and it's not even oh, you know what it, it, so what, much what makes it more awkward it's not just how long it is it's the singing yeah yeah this, she's yeah. It, top of her lungs just barreling out yeah and, and it's like this creepy what where were they was it iceland sweden yeah. wherever yeah. i don't know iceland. what it is nordic or... it's just such a fucking pause the movie yeah. just stops <laughs> and it just shuts feel... down <laughs> yeah and i just feel like i Shut remember down. my wife looking over at me because i watched it first and i watched it time without her or with her and she actually really enjoyed it and she just looked at me like what's going on I'm like it's gonna go on for a bit more just wait and, is this uh, from the comics <laughs> <laughs> yes, sweetheart. If you don't like it, you're not a fucking fan. And, 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 and no, I, dude, I, I love the fucking movie. It's like number one on my DCEU list, but that's still like, not every movie is perfect. I still look at no. that and we're like, oh, all right. I still watch The Dark Knight and I'd be like, how did Bruce Wayne fall from that fucking building with Rachel Dawes and land on that car and nothing happened to him? He just go, you okay? He didn't even put a cape out. <laughs> nothing happened. He just fell. He hey, just what, fell and what, hit a car what, and he was fine. Hey, hey. And not only that, he left the Joker with the party. Oh yeah, he the killed Joker everyone. He killed. Oh, yeah, he yeah, that was as long as he got Rachel. Thing, it's like, hey, they still need to get out of the building, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah. No. Don't get me started on the third act. Yeah. Oh, you, okay, you know, it, we we talk about how overblown third, third act complaints right? are, but the, yeah. no, that third act I will actually entertain. Black Adam's like, third act was really issues. good. No, Black Adam's third act was really good. It was better than the Dark Knight's third act. I'm not. You're telling it's me it's all subjective. Black, it's all subjective. Aaron Eckhart's <laughs> fucking speech. We were decent men oh, in decent you, times. You, you, Come you on, went, no. you went from it was better to it's all subjective. Real <laughs> fucking <laughs> No, yeah. no, Stephen. If he did, it would po- sit there like Steve, a sweater. Stephen, that's the point of it's all subjective, though. Seriously, like I oh, can yeah. say that, and it's my opinion. You're welcome to disagree with it, but I'm sorry. Those fucking fairies, like, and the 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 the, the you know the whole thing with the and then the the the, the, the whole the, the sonar and like the the clowns or the hostages. No, it's fucking clunky. I'm sorry. Oh, Dark I fucking love it every second really of clunky. that. I remember oh. being in the theater, and I don't know what age I was, like in middle school, and just the that, Hans Zimmer the, drums. Oh, it's is that so also the that... trolley problem? The what? The trolley problem. That's also called the trolley problem, right? Oh, right. Yeah, the, the yes, the, yes, I know what you're talking about. The trolley. <laughs> yeah, right. And like in the theater, when that guy, the civilian, has to decide if he's going to kill the prisoners, that loud, like, 
like, and it goes on for like a minute. He's just thinking, but yeah, when they did the clown, the hostage man, I loved every second of that. I love the sonar because it was like the white eyes. I'm like, that's how you do it. That's how oh, you do see, the white eyes in yeah. a quick action scene like that. And I yeah. love the fairy just being like, it's a choice of morality because I would have fucking turned yeah. that key quick. But like, I love, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, yeah, I would, I don't care. I'm sorry. They had their chance and the guy, but I, I love everything about, I love of course, it's fucking Heath Ledger, but just his reaction when those bones don't go off, he just looks he's so off. fucking yeah. pissed. He should, he, yeah, but he's just so he's, mad, and he's not yelling. He was so he's confident. Just, he was yeah. so confident. He's a worse, he, exactly. He was a worse villain than Lex, though, because Lex would have had a contingency plan, which he had right. in Doomsday. Well, Joker yeah, technically I mean, did with Two Face, right? right? That was his plan. Yeah, it's a Joker. Yeah, but, he just, you know, <laughs> like what he said to Harvey Dent. He's all, he's all. I'm like a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know yeah. what to do if I got it. You know, it's like you, you, I just see. He's lying. It. He knows what he would do. He yeah. knows. You, you got to remember. I'm, I'm also like on the island of Batman Begins is the best of the TDK trilogy. Like I think yes, that's it is like the pinnacle of yes, it is the film. And 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 and, and, <laughs> and, I, and I'm not saying that the Dark Knight is like I'm not saying the Dark Knight Rises is better because it's not. The Dark Knight They're Rises is third place. The weakest. In the trilogy i still like the whole trilogy i just feel like the first two acts of the dark knight are stronger than the third it's like, like a it's lot like when we talk about the batman six well, months ago people are the same other way around right well it's <laughs> funny because i because i love the, the third act of the batman <laughs> yeah me too well, yeah. I was gonna say, it's funny because it's it's the dark knight if it ended after the fairy yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's like if he it's like if he took down it's like if he took down the swat team and then was me. like and the movie's done yep <laughs> which is why i didn't like it yeah. because it had to keep oh. going well yeah but the but the, okay but it doesn't the flooding kind of break that because like oh here we yeah, go but the, but the flood is but the flood is a new threat though whereas two faces is, is the is the conclusion of an arc whereas the flood right, is a, but, pre but, a previously on but, but the the flood but Riddler is almost, was hinting at it the it, whole time. It, it, isn't isn't the flood like isn't the flood almost like if one of the fairies blew up because now the because because if, mm. if if that happened like if one of the fairies blew up in the Dark Knight well now a bunch of people are dead now Gotham's morality is in question but at the end of the Batman if, the city is underwater yeah but the if, city if, is flooded if, if they if that could have been a um. I don't know. May maybe have the the levy be under construction and have the new have maybe have it be partially funded. But I don't know. Mm. Like it, it's just so it's more layered throughout. It's, there, it's not story. It's it's a it's like um, oh, what's a movie where like they introduce a new villain in the third act? Um, Black Adam. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. But, <laughs> Sabak. That was uh, very but, quick. But it, is, is it gets rid of all <laughs> of the. So Riddler's gone, and then there's the Riddler Spock goons, which are kind of an extension of Riddler, but they're still not his character. They're just kind of an extension of a consequence of him, not actually him. Um, and he was then, Superman. And, and, and as is the Flood, and so you lose, there's no longer a, there's no longer an antagonist. There's just the consequences of the antagonist. And so mm -hmm. in order, but because you positioned Batman and Riddler as sort of foils, there's really nowhere for the, like, there's no, um... It's not part of the story anymore, um, and then and then you get to the end, and then you're like you bring that character arc home, but there's no you, it's not there like there's no dotted line connecting it, and like the arc is there, and I get it, and it's the visuals are. The I mean, the movie is not called, called the Batman and the Riddler; it's called the Batman because <laughs> it's supposed to be two. about him. 
Yeah, and it's supposed and that, to be, and and that's that the point. That, but like, you said the villains must be strong. I didn't say that. So <laughs> when did I? Say, I mean, well, well, well no. Well, okay. like, what, what do you mean? Like as far as the villains must be strong, like. But well, isn't it good to have a strong villains? But my my he point was is that strong villain. He, he did flood Gotham. That's pretty strong. Yeah. But right. My, my point is Lots not of that, damage. The, that the Riddler character needed more development so much as Batman's character was hinged on the Riddler as a part of the. That was the whole reason that he realizes like we're the same. The whole thematic purpose of him saving people at the end was that was what separated him from the Riddler was we're not both just men in masks. Like I'm rising above that. How am I right. different from him if I'm? But because they they had. Um, because of the way it was structured, like like Two Face, for example, at the end of of Dark Knight, right? Of the Dark Knight, is perfect there because that is the Gotham's White Knight. That's what he was trying to do to Batman. He failed with Batman. He succeeded with Harvey Dent, proving that the good that good was not um, was not uh, impervious. No one stays good in this world. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was the moral victory, and then Batman had to compromise to kill Two Face to, to to save the day, and then you know. The, the hero Gotham needs, but not the one that it you know deserves. Whatever, um, <laughs> the hero that it that deserves, it. but deserves but, but not the one right it needs. Now. I always flip it. Yeah. James <laughs> Gunn's <laughs> the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it ends but... with Gordon and Batman just farting. And... Yeah. yeah, that's what well... people think DC's happening. In the but like that's all that's that's all uh, that's all uh, thematic conclusions of the story arcs that have been presented, <clears throat> and with and with the Batman it. It, like just kind of a, ends a bunch of those and then has like an addendum and it's I don't know it's just not see a, I don't I, I don't I, think I, you I, need I, it because the, part of the villain is Batman's inner turmoil and he's getting in his own way and he's not having yes. the right moves or making the right moves so that's why like I get making the mistakes I get with the Riddler but that's why I also feel like he is battling himself and we yes. see that a little bit with Alfred in the hospital and stuff like that so that's where I feel like these goons kind of act as that where it's like. That that's just like a mirror to himself, and I guess you could have Riddler there and kind of. Yeah. But I I, I, well, I, like, I like that Riddler's just kind of like a four or, or guy. I like well, well, I like the story. I'm just I think, and part of it too is a little bit unfair, but also that's what the movie does is, um, it's hard to not compare to the way the Long Halloween does it and the way Dark Knight does it, which takes a lot from Long Halloween also. Because if that's that's what it no comes no from. it takes play uh, that one guy Batman Gate remember <laughs> and so but even in Long Halloween oh, yeah, sorry, though sorry, it's it like a very idea but, but even <laughs> Long Halloween's like a big crime drama but then the end Two Face Walking breaks everyone on there's a huge action scene right where there's SWAT teams and Batman's taking out people and he's it, fighting and it stuff it does but the but the point is that there's the I'm talking about the way that they handle that same that same character arc is. Is they? It's like if because what literally it's the Dark Knight, but they, but replace Joker with Riddler, mm -hmm. and cut Two Face, mm -hmm. um, and and so and they didn't add. There's no there's no more to it. It's not it's not. Um, but it's so almost it's, in the same way that Joker motivates Two Face. Riddler motivates these like. All right, let's just say what they're that's trying what to go it, no, for. No, that's like what goons, it was, right? That's yeah, what it was, that's Travis. The, that's and that's exactly how I always took it, where it yeah. is similar. And that's why, if some people go, which I agree with that, some of that criticism, where people say, "Hey, it does riff," like it feels sometimes same. Some people say it feels too samey as Dark Knight, where it's just similar vibes. It's dark. You have that, and it is that. But that's where I look at it as Riddler motivates these people, these these oh, online. I'm even bigots. fine with. I'm even fine with it being similar. <clears throat> my my biggest issue is simply that it. Um, it is. It's all of the same ingredients, 
minus some. Mm, that's um, fair. And so I think it adds some though as well. Mm-hmm. No, but it, but it's all the same. There's no there's no new ingredients to the uh, added added to the mix in terms of components. It's components all subjective. Used. I will respectfully disagree. <laughs> well, no, I'm making a mathematical one to one relationship between characters <laughs> and, and themes here. That's not a, that that's not objective. It's st- you're you're offering an opinion. That opinion is subjective. No, no, no. This is an objective measurement of we're saying we're saying you have an antagonist, you have a protagonist, you have a character arc, you have. You have a theme that's being that's being played on. That is, that's not a that's not a. Um, You're trying to come up with a mathematical argument that they had the exact same ingredients. Yeah, because you could also say that like he has an arc with Selena, realizing he can't be with this person, and she also has an arc realizing that she like at one point he goes to kiss her and she pulls back because she's not choosing him. That's not stuff in the Dark Knight, right? That's just Batman and Gordon, where it's like okay, you got Gordon's arc here, you got Batman's arc here, you got Selena's arc, and you got the mayor and stuff well, like right, that. But so I'm there is about, other elements. I'm talking, right, right. But in the third X, because I loved it up until that point. But my problem is that comparing you build all that up and then the resolution in the Dark Knight relies on, um, like, like Two Face is such is 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 arguably more important than the Joker even in that because yes, he's the one 100%. that really brings that home, and there is no Two Face equivalent in um there is in dark knight there is in long halloween obviously it's literally two face in both of those mm-hmm. cases but the but but still to serve that role like the the long halloween is not the conflict between batman and the and the holiday or the 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 perceived well, holiday killer right well, that's the whole the, the whole story structure they aped depends on that that yeah. final what what, what role is two face serving in the third act of the dark knight yes He's Gotham's white knight. He's, he's the he's, symbol of hope. Okay. He's the yeah. one that... He's so, the guy that's going to lead so, us to the next so, generation. So there was, do, okay. it was the Dark Knight and the White yeah. Knight. And, and, yes. and Riddler and, and Joker's objective was to prove that they were a lie. The, okay. the, 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 the perfection was a lie. And so he corrupted <clears throat> the White Knight. Um, and um, and, our, he, and the, he made the Dark Knight break his one rule to, to beat the, the White Knight that he had flipped. Um, and that's the whole point at the end of he's saying I killed those people, um, is 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 like arguably Joker one even there, mm-hmm. um, right? And so be, as a result, the 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 most compelling or not most compelling, but the most structurally speaking, not just like what resonates or what's, but like in order to in order to resolve that, you have to have that Two Face character in there. If you just end it. Without Two Face, the Batman versus Joker stuff is not doesn't complete the the. Batman in the Batman, oh, Batman yeah. himself became that, and that was yes. me That's the breaking point. Precisely, yeah. yeah. Yes, that and, broke and, it for me, to be honest. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, no, what? What do you mean it broke? I didn't like face? that part. He didn't like he didn't that. Like, what like, part? Yeah, I didn't like the part that he was becoming that symbol of hope. You know, bringing. You didn't like that. Little, no, I did not. Oh, when he was That's, like preparing, okay. yeah, with the yeah. little girl, yeah, that part you was do- that to me is not like the Batman at, that I like. To me, he is always the symbol of justice, not hope. And he will well, be see, from it- a, at a distance. He will protect you and do stuff like that. But being the person that the cops are looking up to, the citizens are looking up to, that's to me, it's too old. Well, I, especially but, for but, his but, first but, movie. But, I think that's going a little far. Well, first of all, like remember, this is year. Th- this is the beginning of year three of him doing this, and mm-hmm. it, we've what's been set up throughout the entirety of the film is that everyone is fearful of him. No one 
trusts him outside of Gordon. Gordon is and literally. He should have Gordon. remained it that way. Like, I why would don't he change agree. that? I well, the reason is because the whole point of the movie, like, it, see, I feel like Casey, like, you know, the people that don't like the fact that Batman is always a loner, and that, and that's where the the comparisons between this and the TDK trilogy come into play because they're tired of seeing Batman portrayed as a loner who only does work by himself. Like the people who yeah. want Robin. The when he really who want, has like six kids and he has all these right. Female, the people know. who want to see Bat Family, you know, it, you yeah. don't get Bat Family if he's just always going to be justice, right? Like mm-hmm. if he, if he's just always the one note like that, right? And so this, the way that that movie ended, the whole point was it, it and they they show this like Reeves does this thematically, like like visual visual storytelling when he's when he saves everybody from being electrocuted at the end of it and right the whole point is he goes to you know he's got the flare he reaches his hand out and the first one to reach his hand out is the boy who to right. this point is kind of like the boy is like okay i i get it this dude is trying he's trying to help i will be the one to reach out first and then the mayor trusts him and the, ma- right. the mayor who already didn't trust him beforehand he made it very clear that that was the case and it wasn't, it's not even, it's not like police are still going to, it's not like all of a sudden the police department are going to trust everything that he does. I mean, they already didn't arrest him after they, because you got to go back to, remember they, they were supposed to, they should have arrested him, Bach put out an APB on him. But when they exactly. found out the truth about Falcone, he's standing there in front of all the police as Falcone right. is getting arrested. So it's not a, and, and I'm sure that was Gordon pulling rank as well. Like, uh, you know, it's same thing, like he's wearing gloves, that type of deal. But no, I didn't. That was the point. The point was not for him to necessarily be like the symbol of hope, but to be a symbol of hope. Because the whole Riddler's point is that there's no hope. The whole Riddler, the Riddler's whole point is that fuck hope. Hope doesn't exist. Everybody's corrupt. Everybody's crooked. It doesn't matter. And he wanted to be known as the person that proved that right. And when Batman saved the day and saved hundreds of people from the and became a symbol of hope. It fucked up. He lost. It fucked up his whole plan, thematically speaking, in that regard. Yeah, and I think you just uh, it also just depends what you consume and you read over the years and stuff like that, or just what you like, because like the, what Ray describes and like Dave, you're reviewing that. I feel like they do that a lot in Batman animated series, right? How much like kids usually look at Batman as a hero. They talk about him as a hero and stuff like that. And there's certain people that do trust him. There's certain people, even that conversation in Dark Knight, right, where you have the ballet girl who's like, oh, we should have more people like elected officials like you. But then Harvey's like, oh, but look even how good in BBS. Yeah, so that's where it's like for me. That's where I don't look at it as like he's hope, like Superman. Like I feel like people take that too literal. No, he's like, not Superman. <laughs> but I feel like people no. use it because they said hope. Oh, he's gonna be fucking going around in black mm-hmm. But even in comic books, that's why he changes his color because kids get scared of them. And Robin's like, well, was like that's why they're scared of you because you just look like a dark gargoyle. And that's why he starts rocking blue and gray because that's he why he's cool. But yeah, but that's where <laughs> that's where Bruce Wayne still you gotta remember is a broken child who doesn't want he when he's acting dark and beating these people i don't think he's real that's just his rage coming out but he's still a broken kid in there he's still a scared kid and that's where when he hears robin say that's why people are scared of you kids are scared of you because you are some people just 
Yeah, Sorry. and he doesn't want, he just doesn't want to be that. So that's why he swapped to gray and blue. Cause like, I don't want to be that here. I want to be the thing. Now he doesn't do always the best job. And I think that rage gets through, but I look at his hope as more just, he can become that protector that when they see the, when they see the signal now, that guy in the subway that he saved is not going to tremor and fear thinking, man, he right. might beat the shit out of me too. Now they know right. at least he's on our side. They might disagree. They might think he's illegal vigilante, but they're not going to be scared when they see him. If he's a good, if you're a good, but person, again, you know, that's, same thing happened in the dark knight trilogy right he was kind of a hero in that as well but he wasn't as openly helping people in the middle of the day with officers around and all of that that only happened with some scenes and stuff and whenever they needed his help gordon used to call him he used to operate in the shadows do the deal and fuck off yeah but at the same time why we're at a different that's, point because in Dark Knight cool. Rises, though, right? He's literally standing with all the cops, and that is the end of his journey. But still, in Dark Knight Rises, he's standing with all the cops, all civilian, in broad daylight, fighting Bane in a war. So they're just getting to that point sooner, in a way, because I think they want to try and do different. So yeah, he's, he's done that in Dark Knight, where he's he's with all the people, and he's just in daytime, where really he should kill. And when he comes down, and just when remember when he comes down with the Batwing, and he just shoots all the guns, and he goes away. Yeah. Like you could just shoot Bane, and it would be over. But no, he flies back he's like no we're gonna do this the right way but he's hand in hand with cops he's working with them he saves them in the tunnel with joseph gordon levitt aka robin mm -hmm. you know <laughs> aka robin right i like yeah. that name robin oh i hated that that was like when i when i heard that when i first saw that i went everybody in the theater was like oh my god yes they did i was like are you fucking kidding i liked it i liked it i liked it too i was like it's like this is robin here you know i knew i knew the movie was ending like the trilogy was ending and that was just a nod it wasn't going to continue yeah. So it's, like, it. it's cool. I, 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 well, I still I, want the I, short I, film where Robin goes out in Gotham the next day and gets fucking killed, like <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, like they, 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 they with you. I didn't like yeah, it either. I really. The part of the reason is, I, and I know it was a nod, but it's like, okay, if you were gonna do that, then just make his make John Blake an alias for Dick Grayson because that yeah. that kind of that pissed me off honestly. I'm like, because I'm a Dick Grayson fan, like that's my favorite Robin, and it's like. No, don't just throw it in there. Like what the? It was, it was no. way too on the nose. Way yes, too on was. the nose. Like you should go with your real name. And on that's what I kind of like no, about Rise is it's Nolan being a bit comic booky. That's why I like that yeah. movie because he kind of like. Oh no, 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 you know no. He, you know he, he, I, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on and say that uh, wasn't Nolan's idea. Wasn't Nolan's idea. He didn't want to put that in there. He didn't even want to be interesting. He First. didn't want to do the second movie. <laughs> it's just Chris. He said that. I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. I just, to me, I think he that says was... that, but I really don't believe. Him. I feel like he's one of those guys. Like, oh yeah, I didn't really want to do it, but they talked me, and I had an idea. Even though Bale's always like, he always Sometimes pitched it as a trilogy. This... Sometimes you got to do this commercial stuff just to hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Oh, oh, really oh, oh, oh you're, 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 you're IMAX black and white Bob strike back. <laughs> Remember, like when Matt Damon and Ben Affleck go back and forth, it's like, hey, sometimes you, uh, you know, you gotta sometimes you got to do the payback for you, that your friend you says the payback picture, and then sometimes you got to go back to the hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes you do reindeer games. Yeah, See, so, that's yeah. just me. <laughs> yeah. I love that back and forth because it is literally just Ben Affleck and Matt Damon making fun of each other. And I take it you haven't seen Forces of Nature. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're just talking shit about their movies, which is great. I love that scene. I love that Dice agrees with me on this. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, no. That, that felt that, like somebody that who thing? didn't like... <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that felt oh, like yeah. somebody who didn't like dark superheroes just wanking off. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm so lost. I, I, I don't. He's I, talking I, about. He's talking about the the going back to the Batman part. It's like yeah. the Batman can't be hopeful. Oh, okay. Remember, he's always got to be dark and like you know can't be so, hopeful at all. So, 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 so Casey, you don't you don't like sixty six either. Like you, you just hey, that's that's uh, look. If this movie was set that way, <laughs> I would have liked it. But the movie from the beginning, it was so touristic and dark so he, and you know filmmaker is so he can't grow uh, into a more hope it's, it's I, just a no, safe I decision like the, I, I just I like, uh, the, like I like the story arc but the my, my problem is, is 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 structurally it 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 is a the the conclusion is not something that is tied through the the rest of mm. the movie. Uh, yeah, enough. it does. It does. It it, it um, is a shift. There, it there's is. a big I, I, like the the third. I mathematically like disagree. A, I, like, I, I respect. <laughs> I, re, I I respectfully disagree with that. Prove yeah, it's I, fine. I, I, I'm just saying. I would have. I would have enjoyed it more. I think that the for me that the 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 execution of that would have rung less. Um, it would have it would have better matched the the rest of the movie. It it felt to me like kind of watching BVS and being like, "There's something missing here." Where it's like, I see what they're doing. Like I can see that there's a complete story arc in there and a complete character arc, but it feels like there's another thirty minutes worth of stuff in the rest of the movie, kind of setting that up so that it's not just this like, "By the way, here's a second half of the third act that doesn't really tie into the rest of the movie, but is like a it's like." It's an extension of the movie, but it's almost like the sequel story, but in the second half of the third act. Like that whole that arc is the, is another movie arc. Like they could have done a whole arc, a whole mo- a whole Batman two about him getting to that point. The, mm-hmm. the, there are scenes woven throughout the first two acts that connect directly to it, but we don't I need don't, to go down that road. No, I'm so. aware that they were there and they connect, but I'm saying that the the um um. I don't know the, the 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 the. I don't know. There's, there's a, lot, a lack of structural I'll say, consistency to it. Is, I'll say that's what gets me excited though for the sequel because now I'm like, where do they go from here? You know, well, like, and, what, and, what do you do with this type of Batman? Which I know every, the the natural thing is they're going to develop well, Bruce Wayne. He'll be swapped, but like, it's right. Where is and, he? You know, that is and, also and, one and, thing I liked. I think that's why the second movie will be way better uh, because we have these things established now. So. They don't have to set <clears throat> set this up um, again, so yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's. But you're right, Travis. They're gonna the spend it. <laughs> we so, might lose him there for a second. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. You got really growly right there. Cool. He's where he's auditioning for the next trilogy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Batman voice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, but like, but but yeah. Obviously, in the second movie, like, it's gonna be a lot of developing the Bruce Wayne persona that he does not have, mm-hmm. and that he's gotta like hone and reflect. You know what Bale had, you know, because they, because they, I mean, because it, it, it's weird how like in the TDK trilogy, Bale is in year one, but the Bruce Wayne persona is like part of his formation. Like he is not nearly as he doesn't seem quite as broken at all as like Pattinson's is. Pattinson's is like fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like he is like the 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 he's like down bad in the worst way. Like when the movie starts, I think and, even, even though they 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 ha- they're broken apart at the beginning of Batman Begins, it just feels like 
his Alfred, like Michael Caine, then were closer than Circus's, and like there feels like there's a connection between Circus and Pattinson, but it was like Circus says they were forced together, where he wasn't a fatherly figure. Where Caine, you get that sense where I feel like that maybe helped a little bit on the journey. Obviously, they break apart for years, but even when he gets back, Kane's very reassuring, and he comes up, like, like right away, he's like, you you got to make up a story, and then he's like, yeah, okay, great. Where this one feels like, Alfred, you got to make up a story, and he would have told him to fuck off, you know? And Well, I don't know that he would have told him to fuck off, but I think maybe... He pretty much did, he... though, in The Batman, right? When he's like, what do you care about me? You're not a Wayne. Like, he may, he's oh, always oh, taking... Oh, 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 you mean, oh, you mean him telling Alfred to fuck off? Yeah, okay, Patterson, sure, yeah. 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 Just because when he's like, what do you get those from my father? He's like, yeah. <laughs> well, well, and, and I think it's <laughs> I think it's also kind of clear that, like, you know, Bale's version built the Batman persona kind of with Alfred, whereas Pattinson built it on his own, and Alfred just said, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, all right, I'll yeah. enable this. This is how you're going to deal with it. I'll and I'll, and we've heard like you know Matt Reeves even talk about like you know and like we've uh, we've talked about it many times. It's like yeah, like Bruce Wayne doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne. That's a persona that he has to put out there. I mean, we've talked about it on Batman the Fanimated stream, and even talked about it with uh, Doctor uh, Andrea. I forgot her last name who wrote the, you know, the books and stuff like that. I even talked about it with uh, Travis, what's his name too, who wrote the book, The Psychology of Batman. And uh, yeah, well, not, not Langley. Travis. No, yeah. Yeah, Lang yeah, Langley. Yeah, yes, Langley. Travis Langley. He yeah. talked about it too. And even before this is, he was on the Vodka stream before um, the Batman came out. And I, and I flat out said like, well, this Bruce Wayne doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne. He goes, correct. And we talked about that. It's like, yeah, this Bruce Wayne doesn't need to be, you know, doesn't know, how to be Bruce Wayne yet, because that's a persona there's and Dr. Andrea. She even said like, there's three versions of this character. There's the Bruce Wayne. That is the normal Bruce Wayne that Alfred mm -hmm. knows. And pretty much that's it. Then you got the Bruce Wayne persona that he puts out there. And then you got Batman. There's like the three different personalities. And that's uh, even Matt Reeves has even said that. Yeah. He doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne yet. So obviously with the next movie, they're going to probably, you know, you know, they're going to focus on that aspect of the character is the fact of him trying to be that Bruce Wayne, not be the Bruce Wayne when he shows up at a public event and being all standoffish. And he winces like, at a camera. Yeah. Like, what right. the fuck? Why are you saying yeah. my name? Don't even acknowledge me or something like that. So, you know. and that would be something in the trilogy if they if that's just like lip service and they never really touch that and bruce is just always a weird guy i would feel like a little disappointed because to me much like i feel with keaton oh, it would be awkward it would be awkward but much like with keaton i feel like passing eventually people be like yeah that guy's batman because he's fucking weird like have you seen him in public like he doesn't act like us like i feel like that bruce if he was out in the public enough people would catch on like okay something's wrong with him because like obviously there's something wrong with him but he's not subtle the way he moves around and mopes around and stuff keaton i just think is fucking just a weird dude in the Keaton or in the bird movies. He's just, I don't know. It's not my Bruce. I like the, I mean, I, I mean, I obviously like those movies, but, but yeah, it's, you know, the, the whole thing with like, there's way more suspension of disbelief in terms of he's not Batman. Mm -hmm. Like it, and it, you almost have to look at the period and be like, okay, well it's 1989. Yeah. They didn't have things that they could, Look at because he because he really it, you know like I, one of the things we we talked about this in the eighty nine review as well over at Squadcast Media but like there's a scene at the beginning of the movie where like it's like this big huge banquet and like Harvey Dent 
is giving that big speech like we're going to knock down their doors and shine the light of the law on that nest of vipers. And on the dais, it's like you know, good, the mayor. Uh, it's <laughs> say what? That's oh, a good thing. <laughs> But uh, but it's 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 the mayor and it's like Harvey Dent and it's Gordon and it's all these dignitaries and then there's a place for Bruce Wayne and it's an empty seat with just his nameplate he's not there right because the whole perception is that he's a loner and you never see him he's in the mansion well how if the dude's a loner and he's got all this money and he's always in his mansion how do you not put two and two together yeah. it's easy for us to say that but it's still one of those cases where he does act odd enough that you're like. Somebody else has to figure it out. And Vicky right? Vale wakes up in the middle of the night, and Keen's just fucking hanging upside down. And you're like, "Oh, this is just a normal thing," you know? Like I know he's working out and everything like that, but it's just well, it, yeah. it, and and Vicky did kind of you know like because when she found out about the there's a scene where like Knox tells her about this, what happened to his parents, and he's like, "What do you suppose something like this does to a kid?" Mm-hmm. And I think that's when the light bulb goes off in her head, like, "Oh shit, I know why he's weird." Right, I know what he was trying to tell me, you know, and that's when she can, you know, Alfred lets her into the back cave, and you know, total breach of security, <laughs> and, and he, and she just kind of confronts him on it, kind of, and it's just like, oh well, all right, she figured it out, you know, she's a little bit closer to him than others, but uh, there was I a would... process of elimination there, just because, and his behavior didn't, yeah, steer her in a different direction. And I always love the callback joke in returns. He's like, I'm just in the back cave. I look behind me. Oh, Vicky, who, who let her in? You know, just like that Keaton delivery oh, yeah. to Alfred, like giving him shit and everything. Yeah, who, like, yeah, who let Vicky yeah, in? Who let Vicky in? Not like, me. Oh, oh, hi, Vic. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. But yeah, it's uh, such a good know, back and forth, those two. I love that pairing is. of Bruce and Alfred. Like oh, when yeah. he gives him the there's suit, always... it's supposed to be called. Oh, okay. And then no matter what, no matter what, there's always been a good. You know, Bruce Wayne and Alfred back and mm-hmm. forth with all the, the live actions. Always been good. No, but I mean, that's why, like, when it came to the idea of uh, introducing a Harvey Dent in the second The Batman movie is like, have a Harvey Dent. I like the I like I like the backstory, you know, because it's been changed in many times. But I like the fact that there would be like a Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne already a pre-existing relationship that they were friends when they were younger. Mm-hmm. I like that whole aspect. And I kind of hope that Matt Reeves can kind of adopt that into his version. So then if like Harvey Dent, like, hey, he's coming back and he's back. He's here in Gotham. And he's like trying to get Bruce out out of his shell. It's not like it's not so much that Bruce is like actively trying to be like, oh, I got to be this public figure. It's Mm -hmm. like that Harvey Dent tries to get him out of his shell. But then Harvey Dent has his demons. Something happens. I don't know how Matt Reeves would actually approach the whole two-faced aspect or uh, the, the, the dual personality because... I mean, one of the things that Batman the Animated Series did so well was, um, you know, Big when it came to Big Bad Harv. Big yeah. Bad Harv. Exactly. But, but I mean, Bruce was actively uh, obsessed with trying to help his friend mm-hmm. to drove him to the point where he's like, no sleep. And he's like, just like, fuck, I can't help my friend. But at the same time, it's like, it's like Bruce coping with his own. I guess you could say dual personality, but at the same time, it's not even like dual. It's almost like a, you know, triple personality. It's like himself, his Bruce Wayne persona and his Batman persona. And maybe there's just an aspect that can uh, attack when it comes to the sequel right there. So 
Well, and we haven't seen either of those aspects in live action, right? We've never got Bruce and Harvey being friends. In Dark Knight trilogy, they pretty much they don't like each other. They didn't other. know each other. Yeah, oh, they, they don't they, like they, each other. They're, they're always taking shots yeah. at each other and everything like that. And then in Forever, they say they were friendly, but we didn't get any of that backstory, right? It was just you get no. this random court video of Batman full costume sitting in court. It's like, a stupid oh, video. It's it so is. dumb. I hate, but that, I love I hate it. that so much. I love <laughs> it for the cheese of it, though. Where oh, Batman yeah, almost it's saved good him, cheese. and he's coming. He didn't, up and he stuff. didn't even like he didn't even like go through that little door that you can like no. just do that he, he was sitting with the jury lipped over it yeah they've never done the split personality so the, the, yeah. the, the, there's a number of things about batman forever that i actually do because we just recently oh, yeah, watched I love that, it like a month or so ago it, it it is but it's it definitely has like it it's this crazy blend of like 66 and 89 together yeah. <laughs> like it's oh, weird yeah. how that works out but no i think they and then that batman if, and robin went full 66 <laughs> Yes, yeah. they did. And you uh, never go full 66. Never go full 66. No. <laughs> you do if you're but, in on the joke. That's the unless, yeah, fully. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless you're doing exactly that, you can. One and I really want. I've ever read in yeah. my career. I really want a modern movie doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really HBO do. Max series, even. Just a six episode <laughs> yeah. act fucking around. You know? <laughs> Dave, if, if they were to do, if, if Two Face is the direction that they go in for, or, or if. if Dent rather is the direct if they if they introduce Dent because I still he's want them to do Nolan. he's I, Nolan. I still want them to do the court for the second film I still want that to happen but like if Harvey is in the second film I think they're gonna I think quite honestly they I don't want to say force but they kind of have to do it the way that you're suggesting because like in, otherwise they're not going they're gonna get even more comparisons to yes, the TDK trilogy 100%, yeah so like in the Amazing they, Spider Man two the way they did um, Harry and Parker, like he just randomly showed up. Better than that, my friends. best friend. Yeah, better, oh, they were best friends. Better, yeah. better than that. Oh yeah, I, it's gonna... funny when he when Dave was describing that. I thought of Amazing Spider-Man too. He just shows up, yeah, and they because I mean, the, the in one there's no mention, and he goes to Oscorp, but yeah. then he's like, he's my and it, like just the conversation he has with Gwen, like, but he's my best friend. It's like you've seen this guy in 20 years, and you've had two meetings with him again, like, and he's acting really <laughs> shady. Yeah. He just he just yeah. threatened your girlfriend in an elevator, like you, that's you, not a best you, friend you, of mine. You're anymore. gonna have to set it up a lot stronger than that oh yeah definitely yeah, sure. well i mean that's the thing is like uh and i i reference back to uh uh batman all-star rebirth which was scott snyder and they oh you know, the road that, trip yeah that's the road trip movie, so good oh. really good in the backstory of harvey and bruce being at a boy's home I thought that was cool. I was like, "Oh, that's a different mm -hmm. take," and I really I think I've actually that. read that. Was that rebirth? That was rebirth. It was yeah, rebirth. It was, yeah. rebirth. I did read that. Was the ending of really the good. Batman run. Yeah. Yeah, but I liked it when they were like flashing back to that whole aspect of like they were prior. They were friends prior, and you know they were besties then at the boys' mm -hmm. home. And I thought, okay, that's a change, obviously, to the story. And I'm like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if Reeves took that aspect to this. And then, of course, you know. Harvey Dent being, you know, the guy that's out there and being the public figure. And he tries to get Bruce to be that. He's like, hey, dude, you got to be this. Why, why are you? Look at how pale you are. What the hell? Come on, then, man. Get out and get some fun. And you know, I would personally like really like it if we did get a Batman 2 and it was just Dent. No Two-Face whatsoever. And you say that for a throw. Yes, I would love it I if that was just because the whole time the audience would think, oh, it's going to be Two-Face, not Two-Face. And you just build that up. Now, do I think that would happen? Probably not. I think they'd make him Two-Face. But I'd love it if it was just Dent and Bruce and you're building that up. And then maybe even the third, because who knows what the fuck they're doing with the Joker. But I'd be fine if Two-Face was like your 
ending sort of villain. We'll see. And, and, well, the, that, the Joker, I hope, is still like that Hannibal Lecter type where it's like he's be, just yeah. in there and then like I would be perfectly fine with yeah. that. Yeah, find the whole series. They, don't, if he never don't utilize them. Don't utilize them until the third one. Yeah, you know? or just keep, keep them in that Arkham show that. they're doing too. Yes, that's keep yeah. them in the Ar- they, Keep them in Arkham. Keep yeah. them Arkham. You know, they already they already did their long Halloween inspired movie, and they still have Two Face and Joker to like <laughs> circling the. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> they just, they'll do it again. Because right? it's like I feel like they. People they they love the story of Long Halloween, so they want to do that. But then they also still have their own Joker story they want to do, you know. And that's where, mm-hmm. like, I, I love the Joker, and I I'm Barry Keon's great, so I think he'll I, and I like the scene he's in, and I'm excited for it. But I also same thing would be fine if they're like, oh, in this whole trilogy, he's just locked up. I just don't think that's the case because why the fuck would Matt Reeves be like, well, he's not the Joker yet? It's like, oh, the fact that he's saying that stuff means well, we got to see yeah. him become the Joker well, at some well, point, right? So. Well, and and as much as I as much as I did enjoy the deleted scene i completely understand why it was cut and i'm glad it was cut because the problem it's weird like how it's a it's an awesome deleted scene but it only works if you've already seen the movie once because it's if almost you, like a post credit but it's not yeah, it, right weird. if you if you put because especially considering where it takes place in the movie because it's right yeah. after they find the Riddler's clue after uh, mm-hmm. Savage, after he killed Savage with the rat trap. That's when he goes and, and talks to him. It's like, if that had happened the first time that we saw the movie, well, now we're thrown for a loop. And now this is where the, you know, to, to coin what Stephen was saying earlier, this is where the structure really breaks our brains because now a bunch of us are thinking that he's the real villain and he's manipulating the Riddler. And it's, you know, and, and there's other shit going on. And so then that's in the back of our minds and there's almost going to be like a disappointment from a number of us when it turns out to not be that. And then maybe a bunch of us don't, maybe we're more of us don't like the third act because the Joker didn't have anything to do with it. Right. In that regard. I you know, it's almost wish, like it's, I just wish they somehow no. reworked it and kept in. Cause I, I just don't like his actual introduction in the film that they keep. Cause I feel like it's kind of clunky and yeah. I always watched it. And I thought, oh, oh yeah. they didn't, they didn't do a full makeup test. So that's why they don't show him off. But then you got the scene where he's all over. So I, I think that, I think there's some, some sort of version of that scene that could work. And I wish they figured that out. Cause I, I feel think, like that's much stronger know. than just the, oh, we have friends and they laugh and well, they, and they how, how are the they not released the whole movie with that scene inserted now? That's what I wonder. Like I now wish I would like it. it yeah. I would gladly watch it. With I, that it, it again, yeah. like now that I've seen it all the way through, like the, yeah. like you know, the normal, I would be fine if they put it back in at this point. But but that's still like it. Imagine somebody watching it for the first time. It's gonna they're gonna have it's gonna change their perspective. Well, that's where Man. I feel like if that's, I feel like that third act structure works actually a little bit better with that because that it it makes the what ends up being kind of a twist but not played like a twist yeah work more but what it needs in the same way that like what the ending needs is that there, it's not threaded as much earlier on because the whole idea of that is that he's been using him as like a, some sort of forensic investigator so you would mm-hmm. need some kind of reference to talk to your guy at arkham or you know whatever like like reference it you don't need more than one scene but you need to have Gordon say something and or Alfred say something or whatever to the point where you go to Arkham and you think maybe you're expecting it to be a guard or something. And then when it's revealed, like, oh, no, he's been talking to Joker and this isn't the first time is what you need to know um, is that. But it needs to be a short scene. You need to know, oh, wait, he's been talking to him since before even the movie started. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, 
I don't know. I don't know. Because to me, the the whole the movie feels it feels like two movies, two and a half movies, maybe even, um, and then put down into into a into a into a three X structure. So these are always the kind of things that like I can't quite figure out how I would slot it slot it in there. But I do agree that his introduction in the movie is, um, the movie would be improved if it was just absent. Yeah, you're talking about the last scene, the one they did include, where yeah. like, the shadow, where he's like laughing or whatever. Yeah, and... yeah. I, I mean, I get that. I mean, it, it's a good like, oh, you know, because when I saw it twice in the movie theater, you know, people were like, oh my god, yeah, like I get like what they were going for, but at the same two face, face. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. But that's where oh it god. felt so, str- and that's where also to me when we talk, I don't think it was, but when we talk about like last week with studio notes and stuff. That's where that felt like very MCU ish, like yeah. end credit. Well, like, yes. add the Joker here, he's gonna laugh, and the people get it. And like, I like it right. enough, and I'm like, I'm happy. It was so weird that the, the whole movie but... was like, this is a Batman movie for adults. We don't do that MCU shit, except for this scene. Like, yeah. it, but even then, it's funny. Like, Mary says. Matt Reeves says that, but like you got the scene right, and then there's all these rumors that like yeah he's doing all these projects and like he's spearheading them. He's not gonna direct them all, but like he's doing the Arkham show, he's doing the Gotham one, he's like working on a Scarecrow movie and a Clay. So it's a like Clayface movie. It yeah, sounds like cool. he kind of wants. He doesn't want to do the MCU thing, but he wants to do like a shared universe Batman it, it, thing. It, so it almost sounds like he wants to do a live action animated series. A hundred percent. Yeah. Which really I'm okay with. To do that. Five I'm years. okay with. Yeah. I'm with all those movies that were like early pitches. They said of Scarecrow and Clayface professor, but great. I'll take them all. I don't care. I like the aesthetic. Now we've talked about, I'm probably going to fucking watch the Batman after this stream and fall asleep to it. But like, I love that world. Like I'm excited. They announced too, that that Gotham PD shows back like working. Cause or at they, one point, well, the, the, the Arkham show, no, it's now they both. Got a now. Writer. So they got a writer and show. They do, right? but like if you read it was Hollywood Report, at one point it was the Gotham PD show and that changed. Oh, the Arkham Gotham PD is back? It's back. You can look it up. I swear oh. it's out there. So Arkham's being worked on and they're doing PD as well. So that's I didn't I, I missed that one. I didn't see yeah. that PD came it's back. It's somewhere. Okay. I swear it's somewhere. If I'm wrong, then fuck. I'm wrong as always. But like I swear it's out there and I'm down for like and like I said, I that's where I would like the Joker just to be. But my problem is now, since they cut that scene from the first one, I I feel like they might do a variation in the Batman two of that of like him going to see him and we're kind of in the same spot and I I, I don't know well just... no but 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 that goes to what Dave is saying like the idea of keeping him like a a Hannibal Lecter type like yeah. that's I, I'm fine with that if if they if they do that it's just I don't want them to necessarily like and, and I I like the I'm not like anti Joker I'm not like so many people are like I'm so tired of the Joker yeah tired of the Joker no, I'm, I'm not tired of the Joker if they would have kept that scene in how like how crazy would have been like oh my god what the fuck there's a I think it's a cool yeah. I think it's such a cool honestly I bet, I bet they would have kept him in there if they hadn't gone so overboard on the makeup. Mm. <laughs> oh I bet I bet if it wasn't such an extreme. Oh, I see character. I okay. bet they would have left it in, but but it was it, they pushed it just far enough that it. Well, we, like, we, 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 we that. if that's a little bit more subtle or like not quite yeah, so like grotesque. I would have been more excited we, 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 the fact but, that it wasn't at the end. It was like but, right in the but, middle of the but story. The, the second you throw that in the middle, and it's like this, like really, like his face is just like. Like I'm not thinking about anything the rest of the movie. I'm like, are you going to show Joker exactly. again so I can find right. out what's going on? Yeah, no, whereas that's what if, I'm saying. Right, and if that's... it was a more casual, like, 
like, oh yeah, that's the Joker, and not some like, what the fuck happened to the Joker? <laughs> yeah, right. And and that, that's what I was getting at, Stephen. Earlier is like, if we see that the first time through, that's in the back of our brains, and it dominates our thoughts and screws with our entire rest of the perception of the film. And it's, I don't think that's fair to the rest of the film. That's where you're damn do you damn for dope because like I like the scene, but then you're right where a bunch of people would just be thinking about are we gonna see the Joker next or the thing about that Joker, the thing about right. how did he get like that? Like even then, like this relation we haven't seen in the movies too, as far as like Batman consulting with the Joker in this sort of way, right? It's happened in comic books, yeah. but in the movies for general audience, it's maybe never picked up a comic book. This well, is a new with, aspect, right? With the portraits that Zach did for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, I thought they were gonna do the Grant Morrison um sit down with the um, the dead man's hand hmm. from uh, Countdown to Final Crisis, I think it was in, um, and uh, um, and it was obviously the the movie was something different, but I'd still love to that that would be a really good scene to see in live action. Not I don't think it would work with this version of the character, but mm-hmm. um, b- big fan of that kind of like interaction though. Yeah. It's Although I guess you know I guess they it was a deleted scene. They could introduce a totally different character design. True. Yeah. Canon like, about this. Because you can't uh, well, really see him in that in that shadow. Yeah, you need to see his it, hair. It, but it is is do we have a full on like an actual not cobbled together a full on actual <laughs> shot of what it, the, the makeup looks yeah. like? Right. So that's what no, I'm saying. We, just, like, we have it on a statue, you know. Yeah. True. So about Joker, right? There's like been like figurines where you see the full makeup. Yeah. Okay, because you could say like, he's healed up a little bit, maybe. Yeah, no, not, not everybody, not everybody looking at the fucking uh, Aaron uh, Bailey art that <laughs> he put together that that people still use to this day and be like, look at this guy. That's that's what I'm that's saying. The Justice like, Joker. Jaw, that's the Justice Joker. Yeah. Oh, Barry had a beard, and they had to CGI around. It, it, but no, that that's that's. I guess that'll be the indicate. Like if they do decide to retcon that look, which they could. Stevens, right? They totally could if it's just a deleted scene, and they might want to if they don't want. Because I imagine that was more labor intensive than even what they did with Feral for what, Oz. Yeah, and even like the mouth. I, what I would like is if they did almost like I guess Burton did a little bit where he would put on like the fake, like the the skin color makeup, and then he throw the water and it comes off. I'd love if he had like a Luthen thing where you see like his hair was so fucked up in the movie. If he had like a nice looking Joker wig and he would put on makeup to make himself look better, so you don't have to do those prosthetics all the time. But if he like gets beat up a lot or he falls in water, you start to see it melt away. Even the hair, like, cause that hair, that's that's some bad hair, man. You need to fix it up when you get into the sequel. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, like, as a man, if you look in the mirror, he should, I should probably, <laughs> I should probably do something with it. So I would love it if he, like, dolled himself up, and then, but really underneath we know, oh, he's just really it, it was, it, it was, it was kind of like, you know, the, 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 the Joker, like, the, the, the ravaged Joker from Arkham City. Yeah, yeah, especially like, at the it, end it, when he's in the wheelchair and he has the yeah. IV bag and stuff. Well, because his yeah. hair was fucked up in that game, yep. too. Like, there was, like, that, that was the first thing that I thought. I was like, oh, Oh, and they're making the Clayface movie. It's all tying together. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I'm kind of curious to see, like, the, the, I mean, when it comes to the crazier uh, villains, when it comes to that, I'm wondering what Matt Reeves would actually do. I mean, obviously, you, when you have, like, the original ones, your Riddler, your Penguin, Catwoman, Joker, it's like, all right, we've seen that. Mm-hmm. Now we got to expand and see, like, how are you going to approach that? I mean, especially Clayface, Mr. Freeze. Like, how is he going to approach those characters? That's going to be 
the that's going to be interesting to see. You know, I still think Clayface is going to be like a master of disguise sort of thing. I don't think he's going to be a puddle of mud. I want him to. I want puddle nothing more. I want nothing more than see a scene of Patterson having you to fight a puddle a of mud. Band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I liked it in the two thousands. I'm a young age. But. Yeah, because uh, the other movies they announced was Scarecrow and Pig, which aren't crazy villains, right? Like, yeah, like not at all. Oh, so that's why I think they're going to go with disfigured actor finds a way to do something with it well it, it, I, I could see like like maybe okay perhaps what, it would what about nanobots oh fuck Let's steven's <laughs> right no nanobots. He's not, that's not even out of the realm of possibility like, well, no but that's that's such a you're gonna would... go full iron man with it oh, if he God. has the contact lenses <laughs> that record everything then he can have nanobots well, yeah well, well but but but, I, but you know but Maybe because I'm I'm still thinking animated series here. Maybe it's something along the lines of the the whole like maybe it's it's some it's like the renew you thing, right? Like it's a a thing that he's addicted to, but maybe instead of him getting overloaded with it and turning into the giant blob, it just slowly starts to transform him so the into a block? shapeshifter. <laughs> Like no, a, not the cat. Sharon okay. Stone, the makeup, and they okay, put too much on. They get okay, a, a good version. Okay, not a fair. shitty version. <laughs> but bring Sharon Stone back, still, you know. Oh man, no. they should go full Sandman on Clayface. I would love that's, it. Oh, that's would, that. Yeah, that's the only way. <laughs> full sand. Uh, what were we gonna say, Stephen? You had something. I was just gonna say. I think that. Uh, um, I I would prefer a Clayface that's like. Uh, do the master of disguise, but do a solo movie like Joker. Turtle, turtle, turtle. Where like that's turtle. your, that's your, um, make it. Well, uh, well, but that's but that's what the article was saying. Like yeah. it wasn't saying Clayface. It was saying it like solos. Like it was early. Solos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was I don't know. Scarecrow I don't know if it was just given a, if, if it was just saying like, hey, these are some villains that it might give. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, know. I feel like the way the article worded it was like they were pitching ideas, and these were three that have come up a few times. Give it to I didn't Flanagan. Take, yeah. yeah, give I, it to uh, Matt Flanagan. He said I think Professor, <laughs> I think Professor Pig fits that world a lot yes. better. Yeah, yeah. I think Scarecrow yeah. never yeah. had yeah. that before. Scarecrow well, and Pig. If, if, if Clayface is going to be used. I would prefer it to be a non-fantastical version in the vein of the Joker, um, as opposed to connected to. Um, I would Batman. love a fantastical version where they never explain how this works in this world. So, Everything's so you, real in past this world yep. except for Clayface. Just so, yeah. so, so you so you so you don't want a fantastical Clayface. Or maybe his skin maybe his or... skin is just so yeah. to the point where he can just like go okay i need a little like doom there's gonna be a weird crazy creepy wait, scene wait, 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 i'm not opposed to it if I, if I had to choose between one or the other yeah. a a a grounded clayface solo movie sounds more interesting to me well well, yeah. well but like well because that's that's the debate that's like the debate now like because mm -hmm. people are questioning like how fantastical matt reeves is going to be and they this is part of the whole well he's just going to redo nolan and be as gritty as nolan and i contend that you know it, and it's not just what he did with the planet of the apes sequels it's also like you brought up casey the detective vision we never saw that before i mean the i guess you can count the sonar but this goes much further he has a database that identifies people 
I guess I but and I can believe that until audio I believe, and video. But that with our tech, I can see us getting there. Where I still like a guy that's made completely out of clay and mud is like that's like a huge. I, that's I, like a big, big leap. And but I but, but I, I, I still feel like but but I still feel like the contact dude. Come on, the contact lenses. Like we 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 don't we don't have goggles that do that, but contact lenses. Nope. That well, we I think that? if the if, if the Batman it's just in early stages, but we we have those. I think if the Batman is going to expand its lore, its world, you know, for the Bat family or other villains and stuff, they need to kind of loosen up with that. Because you have people like Professor Pig, you have the Joker drops, we don't know what they exactly do now. You have kind of, you know, Scarecrow-like people, which even, you know, uh, Batman Begins had. So I feel like they can do that, especially with the way uh, the first movie was. Like, I, I didn't think that it was very grounded, like the Dark Knight stuff. Hmm. No, I, I don't think it was as grounded as the Dark Knight either. I think that there was... Yeah. There, I mean, it's just, there was room for that. There's more suspension of disbelief, I think, in the Batman than there is in the Dark Knight. In, in, in the yeah. Dark oh, yeah. Trilogy. Totally. I do. Yeah, yeah, I, I can absolutely. that, yeah. So. It's yeah. just, do they do oh. that? Do they go full? Also, there, you know? also, he had the... Adrenaline thing. Venom. That is quote, venom. Yeah. I, I don't, venom. He, they, they never said it was venom, but I'm sorry, it was green. It's, it is green. What yeah. what else are we supposed to think? Hey, James Gunn just took over. It's <laughs> Batista's time. It's Batista's time. He was pitching WB. He's gonna get in there. You're gonna get Two Face next movie. You're gonna get Dave Batista's Bane the third one. It's all gonna. It's all. Gonna that effect out. was cool when he shot that up, and uh, the way it's shot, and the way the camera was shaking and stuff. It was cool. But then when after seeing the movie, when I went to Twitter, people were just making fun of Pattinson Batman well, like, yeah, for yeah, having was, to use yeah, that. Well, 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 and, and they, they, there's a gif of the of like the face, like the pain look on his. Yeah. It's great face oh, yes. acting. Yeah. yeah, you can make fun of. It. I love it. You know, so there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You can make, yeah. make yeah. memes and shit like that. Nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. what's wrong with that? Anyways, all right. I think we can end this right here. We're almost going into five hours right now. My God, we've talked about a lot. But uh, I think uh, overall, let's just see what happens, guys. Let's just see what happens mm -hmm. when it comes to what's I'm, going I'm, on with DC. Things are looking thoughts. bright. There's, I, I, there's some positive vibes out there. It was a good week. We have our DC heads. And it was something that we all did not expect, that it was going to be a filmmaker and a behind-the-scenes dude, producer, that is going to be leading DC Studios, which is great. Henry Cavill is officially back as Superman, released a new image of himself in the costume. He's excited. We're all excited. That's all that matters. You know, it's looking bright for DC. We're all DC heads here. I guess <laughs> we're all DC heads in the fact that we just love the shit. Not that we're actually. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. If you guys want to make your uh, in gun, we trust uh, shirts. Go right ahead. Uh, good luck with that. But uh, yeah. You know, I mean, we'll see Not this happens. time. Every time we did that, we jinxed it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wow. Not gonna do that. But uh, you know, it's and in it's, gun we trust you might get affiliated with some other political parties. Exactly. Just make sure you uh, use two yeah, ends. Two ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, elections are happening a, right now. Has there been a plane? Is it has there been a plane yet? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. In gun oh, we trust. Yeah. No, there there's I don't, no. The pay for that. Mm. I don't know if people are gonna pay for that, but Anyways, uh, the people who were paying for that <laughs> are going ham on gun. <laughs> I know, isn't that? And that's I know. Like, yeah. Well, what, 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 was one of them the one that yelled it at Henry at the 
because you heard that right the, the one who yeah. yeah. destroyed the Spider-Verse and then like at the at, at the Horowitz thing mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not sure who that person was but I know who pays for the plane things and yeah. he's just losing it is he losing it yep he doesn't like gun <laughs> no okay well, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's what was so funny about this whole thing is like, you know, a lot of those guys don't like gun. And then all of a sudden it's like, this happens. And I just, it was literally just one of those. <laughs> it, it was so that. funny to me. It's so funny. <laughs> I was funny. laughing for hours. But at the same time, it's like, this could be the best chance for Snyder to come back. because that, that's, exactly. that's the irony. That is, that is, that's the, the, that's the delicious the irony, irony of it. Is like, And they don't see that because they have no. this. This fucking this hatred deep inside him for gun. It's like, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, gun might actually might get the air cut. Gun might get might the air help, cut. He might bring Snyder, but there's might no help there's, get who knows. Snyder back to do something. I'm not saying it's good. I mean, well, we always got to get it out of our heads that Snyder's if he comes back, it's not going to be the same thing that was originally. In, not even Zack Snyder's just like is fully yeah. originally what he intended. No, that whole isn't. that whole. That whole nightmare scene, he conjured that up after the fact, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, he had this idea of, like, having the Joker be a part of that and blah, blah, blah. That was that came up after the fact. If if his version of Justice League came out in 2017, we would not have had that scene. That's the thing. That's what's so funny about this whole thing. It's like, things fucking change, people. BVS was not what BVS, the BVS that we got at first. That original script with David Gore and everything with Metallo and everything like that was not what we got, but they brought in Chris Taro rewrites, got it more political, got it more to what obviously what we got. And we love that. But it originally was not supposed to be that when they were originally going to shoot it. It was going to be a little bit different. You know, we got to realize that shit fucking changes. So change isn't always bad. You know? Yeah, change is not always bad. So if Sander does come back, are we gonna get what he originally like, you know, wanted for like the you know the sequels? No, it's gonna be different, but it's going to be good if that happens. That's the thing; it's always gonna be good. It's gonna be great, and we're all gonna enjoy it. So, nothing wrong with that. Anyways, let's go around the horn. Steven, go ahead and promote yourself. Uh, yeah, I am Steven. You can find me on Twitter at sm colbert, and you can find my articles at screenrant.com, and you can listen to. Um, my podcast with Andrew Dice at SnyderMinute.com. Actually, for Halloween, we've got something special going up where you recorded. Back when Army of the Dead came out, we did a Dawn of the Dead commentary track. Um, and uh, we're, um, Dice was editing that tonight and should be up soon on our um, Army of the Dead by the Minute. Um, nah, he was too busy in the chat. I don't think he was working tonight. <laughs> I don't think he was working on it. He was too busy with all caps in the chat. Like, just I, uh, I, I love that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, regardless of when that's done, uh, should be up soon, and um, you can, so you can find that at Snyder Minute also under the Army of the Dead section. That that, that movie scared the hell out of me when I first saw it. Dawn of the Dead. It it, 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 yeah. it scared me off zombie movies for five years. It was that effective. Nice, Casey. You can find me at Krypton Cage on all social media, and also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Okay. Travis. <laughs> Quick and easy. Ah, Travis B. Snell. You can find me, I don't know, pissing people off, tweeting about something, dropping juice gifts, 
everything I talk about there, Geek First, Charity Stream coming up, all that stuff. It's, it's the way to go. But yeah, this was lots of fun. Always happy to be on here and uh, hope everyone else has a good weekend. Exactly. And, you know, the things coming up, uh, you know, if, if you're going to be have, on. I know it's the haircut and everything. So that's it. No, no, I'm just oh, talking. They, they had to fucking good. overshadow my day. I don't get to oh, pick no. it. Extra Life, the organization picks the day, you know. Damn, it is the same day. Wow. It'll be okay, but uh, we could talk more about it next week, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you show up, we'll talk about more what, what's going to be happening with that. But, uh, yeah, it should be good. Uh should be fun. All right, Ray. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Flightcast. You can find my blog and my weekly shows uh, at theflightcast.com. Uh, my show this week will be talking about all the stuff that we just talked about. Now it'll be the third week in a row that I'll just be talking exclusively DC stuff. The feedback show, the Hexagon, is now on Wednesdays, and that'll probably be all DC because that's what everybody's talking about right now. DC is front and center as far as hype is concerned in our circles. Uh, and then, of course, I do have uh, the sports ball zone that I do every Tuesday. And this Tuesday's episode will either feature a rousing, like happy recording of a thrilling Michigan victory over our tribal Michigan state tomorrow, or a complete evisceration of how much they failed to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Um, they're 23 point favorites fucking win the game. I swear to God. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Not going to be talking the Brady divorce. No, not covering that. Oh, no. Uh, I, I, I'm going to talk about how he's running his team into the ground and they're oh, three man. and five. Yes, it's great. Right. It's great. He is yeah. struggling. He should have He should have stayed retired. Out. Like, it is, it is so bad down there right now. But look, dude, we're all it's in, like, you know what? Actually, out, out of all of us, Steven is in the best position because the Bears at least won. <laughs> like, on Monday night. You want to talk about someone? game. You want to talk say about someone bringing? Oh, go ahead, Steve. Yeah. I said I got to watch say? the whole game. You watched it's, the... it's, it's the only game I've watched the entirety of this this season. I was on a plane and they had Monday Night Football on the plane, so I was like, all right. It was it, it was, <laughs> it was li- like no, li- I mean, because the Vikings had a bye and the Packers lost and the Lions always fucking lose, so it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feels like they should let him run the ball more. Clearly, he had eighty-two yards rushing. And a touchdown. He's not. I. He still needs to figure some stuff out, throwing the ball. But yeah, just let him run. Seriously, at this point. You want to talk about a quarterback taking down their team? Look no further than the Green Bay Packers. Hey, at least you don't have a head, a knee biting head, kneecap biting head coach fucking things up. Mm. Yeah, Travis. Weird. It's weird how the 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 you got Wilson. You got. You got Rodgers and you got Brady all sucking butt right now. Yeah, but Wilson's right. doing backflips on a plane. He's right. going to get me, it all me, figured me, out. Me, <laughs> me, meanwhile, Daniel Jones is 6 and 1. Jalen Hurts is 6 and 0. Oh. Geno Smith is 4 and 3. <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck? I know. You got yeah, you got the yeah, you got the the names that are sucking ass and you got these names that are like people are like what? Who? Who? That are just like kind of killing it right now which is crazy and then you got the eagles who are undefeated which is weird what's happening in philadelphia they won tonight Steroids. something in the water that's happening in philadelphia Steroids. i don't know what's going Steroids. on right? it's Steroids. all in their water supply <laughs> yes it's in the cheese sticks yes yeah cheese yeah. yeah. has like got some fucking growth hormones or whatever mm, they anyway, eat it they're guys, looking like patterson's batman <laughs> got venom in there 
Anyways, guys, well, uh, appreciate it. Uh, obviously, Scott, you know, thank you for joining. Everybody joining, Stephen, Casey, Travis, Ray. Always a fun time, and uh, hopefully you guys had a good time, too. Smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. Do all that stuff. We will talk to you guys later.